track five, Canon, the AMG remix, uh, featuring Detroit Red, uh, Willie the Kid, Freeway, and Juice. Yes. To my surprise. Oh, I thought you were about to say two minus. (laughs) No, come on. (laughs) To my surprise, flat eight, because I thought this was going to be a surefire nine coming in. Interesting. Okay. Uh, Seven plus for me. Ding me, baby. Okay. Look, now I'll just break it down like this and then we can get more granular, if you will. Mm -hmm. But Wayne killed it. Freeway killed it. Willie the Kid, surprisingly, wouldn't say killed it, but very good. Detroit Red and Juice, we don't care, honestly. (laughs) We really don't. Oh man! I, so the last two verses were not needed at all. I I kind of feel you, but I'll go a step further. Okay. Um, the rest of the people weren't needed. They didn't keep up. They robbed the song of the nine. That Who's the rest of the people? Everybody but Wayne. Oh, you're crazy. Freeway maybe has the best verse on the song. I disagree. And I'll explain why. Here's the thing, okay? I'm going to come back to the perfect verse alert from Wayne. Okay? And I'm going to come back to why. But the way he's rapping, like his tone, how he sits on the beat. Freeway ain't no weed carrier. We know this. I'll never call him that. But to me... His energy is there, but the beat has already been defined by the Wayne performance of like coolly delivered threats. He's not raising his voice at you. Like, and that's what makes it so ill to me. So when Freeway comes in yelling, like, I don't want to hear yelling now because the beat has already been bodied by a guy. He's defined this for me. So now I'm hearing this thing is sort of like grading. It's like, who's this dude yelling? Like, we just got this. You know, there's just a lot. Of, first of all, they're just different rappers. I don't expect rappers on a song True. to rap the exact same way as each other. True. No, so, oh, no, absolutely. And it's freeway. So this is how he raps on every song. This is this is he had the, you know? the unfortunate. What would be the opposite of a luxury? <laughs> the, the unfortunate non-luxury of going after Wayne. Perhaps if freeway came first, I would feel differently about the record but it's the fact that wayne is up top and he defines this don't get me wrong so much wayne wayne's verse is crazy like i say that they both killed it so i'll i'll take either wayne or freeway as best verse on the song but i think freeway has to be on this record he can't be cut from the record i think everybody willie (laughs) the thing about willie is like He's actually good, but his voice has no body to it. So he just sat, coming after Freeway, he sounds like light in the ass to me. Even though out of the essentially the three weed carriers on the record, the Willie the Kid has at this point sort of elevated himself beyond weed carrier status and is now more just one of these meat and potatoes guys. Um, it's it, it's just you know I could do without the final two verses on this. It's funny because, like, you saying Willie sounds light in the ass, I think that's a consequence of him coming after Freeway, which is, like, the importance of sequencing. But I actually prefer this because it fits that energy that I like that was established by Wayne. Now, the bars aren't there compared to Freeway, but the way his voice sits 
better meshes with what I've already gotten out of this beat that I enjoy the most. Right. You know? So you're like, you're sort of grading the performances with Wayne as the measuring stick. Yeah. Because he's starting. Right. You know, so like in my mind, it's like this is how you rap on this. You mm-hmm. know, like it's like in anyone who kind of, you know, kind of skews away from that. I, it's, it's just kinda crazy because like I feel like this beat is perfect for freeway. It's like that exact kind of booming beat that he doesn't get buried by. I agree. You know? It would have been. Unfortunately, though, <laughs> like he didn't go first. Right. You know, well, neither Wayne nor freeway went first on this sample. So we can pull up our first bit of archival audio here. This is Sons of Man, so if you're not already wooed out from that Rav Express review, uh, here's Sons of Man, uh, Wu-Tang Affiliates, Banksters, Banksters, featuring RZA and 12 O'Clock. Oh, okay, here we go, Banksters. We are all obligated to pay off the debt, the national debt, to these international banksters. Now, that's... That's the bottom line. That's the international. The, the bottom line is gangsters? money. Yes, the, the <laughs> banksters. 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 Black Bankster. SOM official. Black Bankster. Sun City, 12 o'clock. And your night is about to pop it off. Bankster, polish my shoes, tilting my hat, rocking my jewels, knowledge my booze, kissing my cat, black bankster. Hey yo, P, we need that broth child money, we be hungry. Not to these niggas who take from me. I rap for the ghetto in cities, states, and countries. White t shirts and blue dungarees, smoking on a ton of weed, landing on land. Uh, yeah, I had so no a- idea that this was like a sample. <laughs> so now, oh, yeah, but the canon, interestingly, I never because this is Don Cannon's actual tr- producer tag. It's Cannon. You'll hear it on a lot of beats that he makes. But this was one where they actually sort of centered Sent the beat around the, the tag. chorus yeah. and the beat around Cannon, the Cannon sample, <laughs> and it's not actually saying Cannon. Ah. So if you pull up Madden NFL 2002, this is where he got his drop from and another drop, which you're going to hear um, in, in something that's coming up as well. So check it out. All right, here we go. Gannon with a man in motion. Blitz is on. Garner gets the toss. Pfeiffer makes the stop at the 18. This is the kind of running game that you hope to get every game. Moving the ball consistently is the goal of every coach when a game day arrives. Ball on the 18-yard line. Gannon with a man in motion. Steps back with the throw. Rice with the reception. Well, they dumped it off on the screen there. Yeah, but the defense did a nice job of staying with the play, and they didn't let him get the first down. Yo, yo. <laughs> I'm giving that the archival audio award for this wow. song. That's a, so, Not only did that take me back, like, that was great. That was one of those, like, goosebumps moments, like, wow, that's what that's from? <laughs> so it's Gannon, because there's a football player, I guess his last name was Gannon. <laughs> that's money. That's so, so the money. Canon is actually Gannon, 
And then that step back is also a Don Cannon drop you wow. hear a lot. And they kind of made a sister song to Cannon called Step Back with Lil Wayne and Freeway. Huh? I don't know if you've ever heard it, but it's I don't think so. in the folder. Oh, nice. Maybe I gave the Archival Audio Award out too soon. Let's see. Okay, here we go. DJ EV exclusive. The music effect. Next time you hear grown folks talking, shut the fuck up. Now we can settle this like you got some plans. So we can get into some gangster shit. Cannon. Cannon. Hey, young free, let me take a step back. And get a game to these freaks. Back. I've been ahead of these rappers that you're hunting. Back. If you want to come and get it, when you bring it, come strap on. Um, Philly freezer, got the squeeze, I got the millimeter to make the people. Step back. That's shot. Yeah. I'm star spangled, the hood. Pay me your leads and stop supplying with the leaders. Bump that. Why you pump track? I'm back on it. Beat my rap performance. Stomping on the hardest streets, I put your back up on it. Trapping on the hardest streets, I make your stacks regardless. I'm only go with more cheese than the platinum artist. Rapping garbage. Y'all rapping tallest. Y'all fool. 40 with the extended clip. Turn y'all to rapping circus. Y'all react to fool, react to smartest. Y'all flies your weed mob and weed riding on your mom and all that. That was hard. <laughs> Step, Step back. back. Cannon. Oh. <laughs> So we got one more, again. one oh, more yeah. in the folder, and that's it for this song. Um, so on the Crown mixtape, which I believe is DJ K Slay, okay, but I may be wrong. Um, Busta Rhymes freestyled over this Canon AMG remix with uh, a one Mister T I. Oh man, him! Well, before we play it, I just want to say this is. One of those beats to me that makes me think mixed because a lot of people rapping on this beat. This is like a, a mixtape beat to me. Yeah, this this popped up several times. Yeah, but uh, here we go. Go off, my nigga. All right, hey, give me one of them bangers to rock to right quick. Cannon, cannon, cannon. Hey, y'all, back with strong arm rap, nigga, ignorant street shit. Brand new crack on your mark, set, ready to go, no sleeping, new shit. Hitting niggas like lead pipe. Hey, yo, hold the fuck up, man. Hey, y'all niggas might need to pull your shit over before you fuck around and crash your shit. This shit is fucking crazy. Hey, yo, you need to run that shit back. Bring that shit back. Give these niggas one more chance to hear this fucking heat. Bring that shit hey, back, nigga. Back with strong arm rap, nigga. Ignorant street shit. Brand new crack on your mark. Set ready to go. No sleeping, new shit. Hitting niggas like lead pipe kittens now, nigga. Sticking the whip. Just slap motherfuckers when you down with a mat truck. Flatten motherfuckers. Hook you down with the fire first. Blacking motherfuckers when I'm finished. Make you wonder what happened, motherfucker. That beat is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> But then the Hannon, Cannon uh, as that recurring sample. You know Mules and Mel love disembodied vocal samples. Okay? Yes. And we and you know Mel loves interacting with the sample. Yes, so, which is why I understand you especially enjoy Wayne's verse. So let's get into the verses here. At least let's get into you know the first two verses on here. Because honestly, after that. It's it's much ado about nothing. It's meat and potatoes. Okay, I agree. There's two, I agree. There's two rappers on this song, and then there's three guys who comprise AMG, who are essentially just 
guys that DJ Drama is trying to get over by putting them on everyone's mixtapes that people actually want to listen to. But it's like, this is why I say don't hit the bell, you know? Like, you put Willie the Kid on enough mixtapes, and I start to resent this man. (laughs) Why is he on all these tapes? Like, it's because he's your friend. That's the only reason he's here. He's your artist, so you're trying to push him. Gotta give the kid a chance. He's Willie the Kid. All right. But he's, you know, he's green, especially at this time. Like, he he has the best of the three, you know, enhancement talent versus. We won't call them weed carriers. That's mean. They're enhancement talent. So Willie the Kid <laughs> No, that's the mean best. for this season specifically because mixtapes are full weed carriers. So we got to elevate their title for this season. Right. So we have the enhancement talent here. There we go. And Willie the Kid is standing out. We might sign him to a deal. But we're not putting them on live TV. Are you kidding me? What are we doing? Listen, kid, uh, you're a little green. So we're going to keep you here in NXT 2.0 for a little longer. Yeah, you got to let that simmer. Meanwhile, Juice and Detroit Red, they're getting sent back. We're sending their asses to freaking Japan or something. They got to make something of themselves first. (laughs) Well, listen, you know, he doesn't need to make anything of himself because uh, he's already made. He's a made man with a Wayne. But but before we get into this verse, this is what I find funny, because mm-hmm. you get the false start of the title track in the previous track. But this track starts with, you know, hold the fuck up, man. See, y'all niggas ain't paying. like it's the mixtape, you know, drama. This is what I want you to do. This is what I really need you to do right now. My nigga drama, you know, he's like. Give him something else just to warm him up. And then later on, we go hit him with that. The false start they just had. What's funny is this ain't no warm up. <laughs> like, arguably, if you take the enhancement talent off, this could have surpassed the title right. track or that they you had could at least. You can at least make an argument. They go just as hard. They're in that same <laughs> range of, like, right. you know, like, kind of soulful bangers. But, in a, you know, this one is more aggressive sounding than the other one because the other one still has that, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't, don't get me started. Don't get me started. Don't get my dick hard right now. Look, <laughs> look, I just thought of this, but it's like basically for my video game fans, it's like you're, a, you're like new to the Mortal Kombat tournament, never fought in one before, and like they throw you out there against Goro, and they're like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to slow it down, give him here, you know, give him something else just to warm him up. But they send Kentaro out there and say, it's the same, it's still a forearm, nigga. <laughs> like, you know, and right, they're equally hard. You can make that argument. But the other people didn't keep up. Now, here's the thing Wayne's verse. Look at all the clips that Wayne has in the chamber. He's just like, Nah, fuck that. Like, give him this one instead. Like, what? You got right. You're sitting on so much heat, right? This one hits just as hard. What are you talking about, Wayne? (laughs) Might as well let that one play. But yeah, look, I want to tell him something about this verse. Perfect verse alert. The bars, of course, we're going to get into, but it's the confidence. He was super human to me. Everything felt so perfect and deliberate from him in this era. Every breath. Like just, oh, yeah. it, it just, it felt, it was that lightning in a bottle sort of thing. And I want to tell people this story before we get into this verse. My specific memory with this song specifically, second half of 10th grade, I moved back to California. I was very depressed. Okay. <laughs> I got put in the, in the mental health facility for kids. I got out, I was fresh out, first day out. 
Uh, they sent me back to school way too soon, if you ask me, because I was still suffering emotionally. But I had to sneak my MP3 player because I was basically indefinitely grounded for my sins from the previous semester. So I snuck my MP3 player at school. And I was like I said, this is my first time hearing Dedication 2 because I had been with the Drought 3 for the past year. So I remember hearing this song before first period of class. First period was Mr. Franklin English class. I'll tell you why that's important later. I remember listening to this song. It's like all these kids are passing me. I'm depressed, more depressed than everybody in my life. I want to die. But like hearing Wayne rap, I just, I remember running this back. Oh, as many times, like when the bell would ring, I would get sad because I couldn't hear this verse anymore. I would just run it back over and over. My friends would get sick of me rapping it. Cause like my friend, my best friend, Cena, this Persian kid, he wasn't really into rap like that, but I was rapping it like, yo, yo, this is crazy. Right. He's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> like I got to go to fucking pre-calc. Like it's fucking stuff. But like this verse was amazing to me. And I'll tell you something about Mr. Franklin. Okay. He ended up moving. It sucked, but I wasn't taking his class anymore. It was the next year, but he was an English teacher. I vividly recall him having a, he like stopped class, like on a rap, tan- rap tangent style. To talk about how Kanye sucked compared to Snoop Dogg. I'll never forget it. Fuck yeah. He just stops. (laughs) He stops. And what's funny is, you know, like I just told y'all the Obama, oh, he's a jackass. It's that era. So at the time, I'm like, Kanye sucks? Are you crazy, Mr. Franklin? Because Mr. Franklin was true. I like Mr. Franklin. White dude. Oh, you just, by the way, you just unlocked a story. So please continue. And I got something for you after that. At the time, long night, folks. We haven't won. It's dedication to. All right. But at the time, I'm like, Kanye crazy. Okay. He's just one of those white people who just hates Kanye. But the more I got into rap, ironically enough, I understood where he was coming from because Kanye is not conventionally a good rapper. We've done Doggy Style. We've done The Chronic. You know how many times Mules and I refers to Snoop as a flowing ass dude? He just naturally sounds like a good rapper. Compare that to Kanye, who can sound clunky and amateurish at times. So Mr. Franklin was actually right, <laughs> like, which is the craziest thing in the world to me now. Like, I wish Obama, I could tell him. Shout out this. Mr. Franklin. Shout out Mr. Franklin. Now we're right. Anyway, uh, that was just funny to me because like years later, I thought about that. I'm like, wow. At the time, I thought he was insane. You know, just like, oh, he's one of these, I prefer old school hip hop. to. But no, he was. I, I now know where he was coming from. Whether he knew it, whether he knew or understood why he felt that way or not, I don't know. But he was right. Anyway. <laughs> this is gonna be dark. His class, you know, his first period, seven, eight in the morning. I wrote a, my first and last, to be fair, first and last suicide note. <laughs> his oh, class, shit. okay. But I will say this: I wish I still had the note. I don't know where it is, but songs like this kept me from ultimately deploying it. So Wayne, thank you. I'm gonna be thanking you a lot tonight, but like. You did save my life in a lot of ways, you know, and it's like listening to this kept me from ever having to use that note, you know, wow, Wayne's your Uncle Bob. Don't get me emotional, man. Don't get me emotional. Like, right. Uncle Bob was Wayne's Uncle Bob just for Wayne to be my Uncle Bob in a way, you know, like. So I just had to get all out there. Okay. Was, I'm just giving, I'm setting the scene for him. Why this is so important to me, you know, because in Set my it. lowest, when I had nothing, I had dedication to, I had Wayne, I had the canon verse, you know? So you said you had a story though. Yeah. It unlocked. And then I feel like it locked up. What was the moment where I paused and was like, Oh shit. Like what triggered me to say? Oh, that? just the Snoop versus Kanye thing. 
my English teacher uh. arguing that uh, you know Snoop Snoop's Snoop's better Snoop's flown ass dude. That's what we say on the show. Try to remember everything I just said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me get the. <laughs> where's the drop? We got the drop for this. Hold on. You know, shout out to oh, Blue. Yeah, yeah, Blue. Jesse thinks we hate this guy. You know, and we and we know. We don't hate him. Uh, where's the dag on? Uh, drop it. Uh, damn. What? Maybe we do hate the dude. I don't know what. <laughs> I thought I put it in the staples because it's an obvious. Mel, Mel did a Mel did an audit, and he was like. We have a drop of this guy. Fuck this. No, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have. I, I, I wouldn't have done that. Uh, here it is. I got it. See, see, we don't hate him. Uh, Mules is over here talking about. I forgot what I was gonna say. I was about to say something fresh. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But hey, I, I mean, have to listen to the playback, which you know I hate doing. Yeah, <laughs> and that does work I'll, though. That works. I'll see if it re-triggers it. I'll write it down and I'll bring it back up later in the season. Nice. But it's it seems like it unlocked briefly. Yeah. And then it relocked. I mean, it happens. The the retriggering uh approach does work though. Cuz it ta- it takes your brain almost back through the same motions. Right. You know, and then you arrive at the same place you were. When I have heard clips so. from the show, sometimes I'll be thinking something in my head, and, and you'll say it and say that shit. <laughs> oh, that's and so I love when that I say, I say it. Like almost, that, that's I how you like know you're real. You don't switch 80, up. Ninety percent of the time, like you better fucking say that statement, and, and then you I do say it. it. That's how you. This is, we're not making it up for the show. We're telling you what we would ordinarily think. I love it. Happens every time I listen back. I'm like, I know what I'm gonna say next because I really genuinely feel that way. But yeah, look, Wayne. I just, I just want to do the whole howdy do, motherfuckers. This wheezy baby niggas bitching, and I gotta tell the cannon. Cannon. Listen close. I got duct tape and rope. I leave you missing like the fucking old bandits. One hand on my money, one hand on my buddy. That's the AK 47. Make his neighborhood love me. Bullets like birds. You can hit him, bitches humming. Don't let that bird shit. He got a weak stomach. Niggas know I'm sick. I don't spit. I vomit. Got Got it. it. One One egg egg short of the the omelet. omelet. Simon says, shoot a nigga in his thigh and leg and tell him ketchup like mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the the Lucille Blues (laughs) when Gene Parmesan shows up. Okay. I'm the sickest nigga doing it. Bet that baby. These other niggas dope. I'm wet crack, baby. Get back. Get back. Bro, this, this verse. Oh, my God. Oh my god! I just I, I I'm telling you I ran it back over and over and over and over. You know, kidnap a nigga, make him feel like a kid again. You know, and then the hook that you know straight up I ain't got no conversation for you, nigga. Talk to the cannon. Yeah, have a few words with the cannon. Tell it to my mother like a cannon. <laughs> I was just I was in awe, man. My 14 year old brain was just twerking. It was just twerking, you know? Like, it was... <laughs> it was the best, in, it's the best in the world. Okay, CM Punk, get out of here. All right, no, this was the best in the world at the time. Couldn't believe it. Now, yeah. I mean, it, it, it just... Uh, you know that feeling when you just, you hear something, and, like, you just, you don't have anyone to share it with? Because at the time, I'm the only one of my friends that raps. I don't know any other rappers. So, like, I don't have anyone to share this with because all my other friends, like, we, we, you know, I can talk to them about Halo 3. I can't talk to them about Little Wayne. 
So I'm just like, I'm just sitting there with all, all of this pent up enjoyment. Like, who can I talk to about this verse? So I would just rap it out loud because I don't really want to talk to him about like, At the time, I had converted any and pretty much all of my friends. I think I talk about this a little in the Carter 3 review we did where I had been going to bat for this dude for so long. By the Carter 2, I was able to win most of the people I knew over and they became um, just pretty dedicated fans in their own right, you know? So good to hear. Glad they came There was around. a very high conversion rate. There was one guy in particular who no matter what verse or song I would send him, he would just say garbage. <laughs> That's I'm hit, I'm hitting him with this. Okay. Stop and then he it. would send me some shit from Riz's cousin, Ninth Prince, who he did music videos for, and be like, this is better. And we know about you, okay? You got the dick all in your mouth. Ridiculous, yeah. Just, yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. See, now you're triggering another memory of, like, me telling a kid in 10th grade, he's like, who's your favorite rapper? I'm like, who do I? And he's like... He's cool, but like, you know, at this point, he was starting to reach that level where it was just a given. So it's like uncool to say he's your favorite rapper because like right. everyone's starting to realize it now. So like they got to revert to somebody lesser known because that's how people work. You know, I was proud. OK, still am proud, proud Wheezy stand. All right. But yeah, this one of the highlights of the tape, this verse. OK. I love it. I love, which is why I thought this was going to get a nine. But I, right. you know, you you know what happens is before you do a show like Rap Rankings, before you're documenting your feelings about songs, I would just turn it off after Wayne's verse. You know, See, I'm not used to listening to the whole record. I've heard the whole record many times. I don't I don't skip through the last three verses, but in doing the show and getting ready to do the review this week. You know, I couldn't even go above a seven plus because, you know, it's like I'd give the first two verses like eights and Uh I'd give the second verse a seven and I'd give or the third verse a seven and the last two verses sixes. So, like, I can't be anything higher than a seven plus for me. I mean, like, I mostly take offense with, I guess, the, the you know, Freeway's tone of voice. Willie's fine. I say, you know, is That's a fundamental difference between us, even yeah. though we both like the song. I have no problem with Freeway on here. I think he fits the track perfectly. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, I, and yeah, I, I don't. Oh, we, we have a, a history-making moment on the show, by the way. We do? The father was playing this song for the bud, a.k.a. the sun. And the sun has issued his first rating. What? We officially have the youngest raider of all time on the show. He's less than, he's not even two years old yet, and he gave a rating for canon. He did? Nine. (laughs) He gave it a nine? Now, if you go... If you go over to our mentions, you'll see that video that Cam sent us, 
and I point out the timestamp where he gives the rating. Oh man, hold on. Let me let me pull this up on the phone. Let me pull. see the bud nose ball. I'm glad to hear it. I, I wasn't expecting and, anything and in less. the video. He's he's loving it, and when Freeways verse comes on, his eyes widen. I don't know that. See, that's because he was yelling, <laughs> and no, Wayne was, was sounding cool. <laughs> he was he was like amazed, you know. Let me see. Uh, all right, all right. But he was he was rocking with it from what I saw. He was really getting into it. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Um, and you said the, the youngest raider, stamp. folks. <laughs> the youngest raider. Let's see. Uh, Timestamp. Uh, I, I got the video pulled up. Let me see. Oh my god, this is good. Hold on. <laughs> the way he's walking back and forth. <laughs> Came at the moon to get my howl on. He's clapping. <laughs> this might be a 10 video. This might be a 10. It's a 10. This is the official Canon AMG remix music video. Now it looks like he's rapping the lyrics. Aww. You hear that? <laughs> I heard it. Oh, he said it. There it he is. said it. Nine. Nine. He said it. Run I heard that. Back. Run that back. Back. Hold on. Here we go. Hold on. Listen, listen, folks. Oh, nine. <laughs> he said it. He said it. It's a nine. He, he, he said it. Y'all heard it. Hit him I with a ding. It. Ding the bud. <laughs> Please. Ding the baby, literally. Ding. <laughs> ding me, baby. Uh, Taken to the next level. Okay. Absolutely. Oh, uh, or, or Ding ding Cam's baby. Yeah, there you go. And the official <laughs> doctrine, it's it's sealed, it's notarized, the youngest raider. The, the youngest raider. I don't, th- I don't think nine. that's going to be top. I don't think... I don't... Showing more restraint than some of our guests who come on with those tens, you know? <laughs> he knows the system. He knows the system. His dad listens to a lot of rap. He knows the system. He's heard that automated uh, explanation enough times. He was waiting. He was waiting to deploy his first nine, you know? Yep. He was oh, man. He was rapping. He was enjoying himself. And like Mules, he's a fan of both Wayne and Freeway. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of Freeway. I just think that Wayne outpaced everybody on here. Wayne um, definitely has the more clever bars, but I just love – freeway's passion on this beat it sounds like such a freeway beat to me yeah well you know i mean look all, all, the only other thing i can say willie the kid he has one my, my nice watch for helen keller you niggas that's that's cute i said we're gonna sign him we're gonna put him in developmental <laughs> but i don't know why he's on tv that's my only question um detroit red has a uh fun flow i said he's cute too you know what Fuck it. Pull up Glasses of Water by Willie the Kid on your phone if you can. Glasses of Water? I'm just trying to put over Willie the Kid as a guy who went on to do his own thing 
and now he's a pretty solid meat and potatoes guy. So I don't have time to deal with Willie the Squid. Oh, this is crazy because as I said that the cover of this is like a gigantic octopus. That's that was crazy. Okay, here we go. Well, he was talking about Gilly the Kid, I think. On that, I one. know. I was, I was just being, uh, uh you know. <laughs> here we go. Oh, he sampled the Fresh Prince thing. people at this table. Oh, you're right. Any requests? Any requests? Well, ice cold water, really nice, most a nice, small liquor number, sip of mimosa, no ice, real ice up in my chain, moist and nice, I'm anti, line the cornea, nose of cornea, cubics, rubies, cubic, can't figure out a nigga like me, you might doubt, but damn wrong, you more than probably might be, you fly, persevere, duffel, love that you never, the clear rape bands, mom clears, your feathers ruffle, farewell to all the fraudulent, my heart frostbitten, smitten, what a litany, the sneak symphony blue, new bands, kidney bean burgundy, I know you heard of me, sipping burgundy, in Hamburg, Germany, don't be shame, damn shame, the fly three on the way, you, you know, you know I'm popping for that beat, right? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I but actually you hear he's he's you know doing his own thing. I think he's I think he just you know deserves a little more respect. That's all. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I wasn't disrespecting me neither. But you know, this was a different time, and DJ Drama was putting this guy on everybody's tape, whether they liked it or not. <laughs> Um, this man was on like Gucci Mane and Jeezy tapes. Like, how do you want both Jeezy and Gucci at that time? Just keep getting around, you know. The beef lines don't matter when you got some money to make. All right. When when uh, when drama calls, Willie answers. (laughs) Okay, sounds like a like a tagline for like a you know straight to Blu Ray horror movie. But Willie. Yeah, Willie. All right. I'm not going to play this because Jesse's going to get mad. But, you know, you know, Hamilton flipped that Fresh Prince thing. Um, oh, we just don't. so don't care. Because <laughs> it's not it's it, it, it would have been like archival ten, inside of archival archival. Yeah, that's you know, just yeah. now. Now we're now we now just playing stuff. <laughs> Now we're just playing stuff. Now we're just crying, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, we can't do that. Um, yeah. Uh, Juice. Juice actually had some lines that pop me. Um, I hope Juice would have some lines that pop you. I'm here for hours. I mean, 805 hours plus at this point. No, Juice. Okay. Uh, oh, legs spread far out. You know how I'm standing. Yeah, I'm posted with the big homie Cannon. That's just funny, the image of him standing with his legs <laughs> I got niggas who don't like rap loving our shit. We got niggas who was stuck on pop, um, Pac bumping our shit. I, those were actually hard lines to me, you know. But um, yeah, I said we, juice we ain't don't trash. Believe you need more people, okay? Nobody who doesn't listen to rap is always like, I'm a huge Juice fan, you know, from AMG. Well, juice, you know, you rap, rapping is about lying. It's a bad <laughs> lie. lie. Okay, it's who's lying the best. That's rap. All right, it's a bad lie. We know, we know about you. Nobody's, nobody's listening. Okay. Nigga salty on pepper, no spinderella. It's cute. Everybody's cute, but they ain't Wayne. 
Alright. Fuck out of here. <laughs> now the, the worst lie of his verse is artist of the century. It's like I didn't hear of you until this song, and then never again. How are you the artist of the it's like DJ Khaled trying to say that staying alive hook was the hook of the century. Don't get me started. What is it it's about the century that makes people lie? The hook not even was your hook, right? It's the BG's in the previous hook. century, actually. Yeah, just don't get me started. All right, whatever. Uh that's all I got really for this. This this should have been a nine, but other people were on it. But it's still a flat eight. Uh you got anything else? No. Okay. Well, we can keep going. Uh, I won an archival audio award. What more do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, shout out to Madden NFL 2002. Um, i trying to remember who was on the cover of that one. I think it was Kurt Warner. Someone from the Rams, I think. Maybe it was Marshall Falk in the next. I don't know. Cam will know. Cam, call in. Let us know. I mean, I could look it up now, but we ain't got that kind of time. All right. Track six, Working Them, featuring Fee Banks. Uh, yeah, I'd say you working them seven plus flat eight, a highlight uh, of the tape for me. Ding me, baby. You know, you were talking in the I was fucking tripping about the song Wheezy F Baby going down for you, but it being my favorite song on the suffix. Uh-huh. This is like that kind of record for me. Like, it's almost like an older style Wayne record. Is it knowledge music? Yeah, yeah, it's- but like he's putting the newer Wayne cadences on it. That Wheezy F baby, the motherfucking Carter. <laughs> That's what makes the whole Bitches record. on my stick, but my name ain't Harry Potter. I'll give me started. Okay, Mel definitely pop because he loves that potter. Let me just get my rant out now, okay? To be fair, th- my popping for that line is pure nostalgia. It's not like Potter Mel. It's like, y'all know about me, all right? But That line from- is crazy. Actually, we'll just get it out of the way right now. Play t- hey, Macarena, hey Macarena by Tyga. Oh, man, Tyga. It's a guy who doesn't get talked about much on this show. I mean, he's been talked about before, yeah. but okay, let's see. Uh, working on Tyga A. Macarena. <laughs> Didn't he get in trouble for this song? No, he's or been he in trouble for a lot for of things, it. Mel. Okay, I think oh, this is the least point. of his problems. Yeah, good point. Okay, here it is. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena, que tu cuerpo es darle alegría y cosa buena. Dale a tu cuerpo alegría, Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Hey, Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. Hey, put the chopper on the nigga, turn him to a sprinter. Hey. Bitches on my dick, tell him give me one minute. One minute. Hey, Macarena, aight, Hey, Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. Put the chopper on the nigga, turn him to a sprinter. Oh. Bitches on my dick, tell him give me one minute. Hey, Macarena, aight, Hey, Macarena, Macarena, Macarena. Bitches on my stick, but my name ain't Harry Potter. Nope. She lick it up, make it disappear like Tata. Wow. She asks for some dollars, not a bitch getting out of yeah, And I'm in this bitch for my click. Why? click why? I'ma throw 20 racks on a bitch. Why? bitch why? Three phones on my lap. Hey. World on my back. Why? She gon' be tapped in if a nigga tap, tap. He's lucky he's signed to Wayne. Otherwise, I'll be mad at him. Oh, I'm gonna talk yeah, that up as an Wayne, homage. He's a Wayne act. I feel like right. that's the same with like Drake doing Walking Like a Man, Figure on the Trigger, you know? Right. I'll allow it. But okay. I, I, I totally allow it. It's just like, I, why? Because it doesn't work in the same way it works in this song, where it's actually part of the rhyme. Yeah, he was running in there with that one. <laughs> just completely came out of left field with it. But I just wanted to put that in there to say, you know, this tape is still making waves in modern music today with homages like that. Oh, um, absolutely. 
but, but I yeah, will say I, love, I prefer uh, the line since we're talking about Young Money X, who've recycled or at least I guess talked about Harry Potter. I think mm-hmm. my favorite Potter line from any Young Money act was Nikki. I think on Drought Three. Oh really? Like, you be Harry Potter and I'll be Hermione. <laughs> okay, even though that line doesn't make sense either, but I don't. I don't care. Look, I, I'll, I'll say it now because there's a lot of material to cover there anyway when we get to it. I don't like her on that tape at all. Oh man. Okay. That was the first time I ever heard her, and I didn't know I was because you don't know who she would come to be so like i didn't even realize that that was her i was listening to until years right. later and i was like oh nikki was on that and i'm like oh that is nikki but yeah like um it it, it came to me when there's a lot and i just signed a chick named nikki minaj and i'm like oh nikki minaj that's her it, but anyway right yeah, on uh on no ceilings and then yeah. what did he say after that well no it was uh in me i'm still spitting like a redacted and these niggas soft, they should be rapping in leotards. Right. Nigga, we in but charge. Maybe put me in charge, and I'm just murdering this niggas is, free of charge. <laughs> this was the the era where you know that free associative wordplay didn't land you in hot water like Lizzo and Beyonce. So you know, keep in mind, let's get it started is not the name of that song that we still gets played called. at like NBA games. Okay, we know what it's called. All right, we we know about. Now, now that I will say, yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a slur. Like, no, you, you can't be saying shit. You can't, you can't be, be saying, saying shit is redacted. But the thing about that is, people seem to have collective amnesia about the fact that everybody, even pop stars, were saying that shit in the music, right? You know, so and it just, you know, there was always the alternate version though. Let's get redacted is the al- the you know Elefunk album version of let's get it started but let's get it started was always the radio edit so yeah i think even in 03 or 02 whenever that album came out they were still like you know 20 years ago yeah this isn't gonna fly anymore can can i just say like i know times change and you're expected to update your brain with the uh you know inclusion of, of new knowledge but the difference between like even back then, no one should have been saying that because we knew it was a slur. It's the same way kids in the school, oh, that's gay. No one should have been saying that. We knew that that was a slur. Nobody was using the S word as a slur. And that's why I think it's different. It's like, okay, yeah, we know now, but at the same time, we were never well, using I'll, it in that way before. I'll say this. I've heard it utilized in that way where like a nerdy kid someone might say, oh, he's such a spaz. Right. right, but the thing is, I never thought of that as a slur. It's an insult, yeah, but like a slur? But when you no, say slur, I think the no. N-word. I think the F-word. I've called myself saying, a spaz, okay? This like, guy is such a dork. This guy is such a putz. He's such a schlub. He's such a, you know, it falls a in A dork, that. a geek, a spaz, right? Like, yeah. that's what I thought of it as. There were two definitions. Like, I would call myself, it's like, oh, I get around girls. I would always, I was such a spaz. Or it's like, oh, yo, Wayne spazzed on this. That was it. You know, I get that y'all might be y'all fucking weirdos in the UK calling people who didn't do anything to you that word. I'm sorry that that's happening, but it wasn't happening. We have to here. drop the Triple H on all of y'all, okay? You know? Because you UK motherfuckers cannot fucking speak. At least not up to our standards. <laughs> up to ex- up to our standards. Okay, that's what this is about. <laughs> okay. Okay, you guys just eat your bangers and mash and your beans and toast and don't worry about what we're doing over here, okay? We're dying just fine. 
Okay. You're, you're smoking my good people from the LGBT community and no one stopped you. Okay. Even though we should, because it's weird. Smoking redacted. And now you want to tell me about spazzing? All right, look, I'm, I'm loose now. Anyway, <laughs> the point the point is, okay, um, you don't like Nikki on there. I like that Nikki wine. Uh, I, honestly, fuck the turf lady, okay? This ain't about no, J.K. This, Rowling. But, this is the best Harry Potter line. Bitches on my stick, but my name ain't Harry Potter. But when I say okay. none of these make sense, like, we, we ain't no, no, no shit about Potter. He just knows he carries a wine. I just want to get my rant out, and, and I don't have to do this anymore, okay? Harry Potter's stick game, meaning his wand, ain't even that good. He got Not his wand. It's his broom. It's his Quidditch broom. Oh, shit. The fuck is wrong with oh, you? It's shit. on the cover of the first book. Even I know this. I mean, but there are two sticks. Wow. I never thought about it. Th- no, what, Bitch is gotta- on my stick. You know what we're talking about. He rides the fucking stick. I wasn't it's even Javon thinking. Of- I, honestly thought, I honestly thought he meant the wand. No. Wow. They're on his wand? No, they're on the stick, the one that Harry has between his legs. You know what it is? Maybe maybe uh, magical sex is male. I mean, I know he was riding around doing Quidditch, but I think broomsticks, I think witches. You know, women. So it's like, that's why I think my brain defaulted to the wand, because it's like, I think of Hermione on a stick before Harry. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Wow, okay, you, you know what? <laughs> I got a new drop for this. This is crazy that I never thought about that. But uh thank you, Mules. And and as and as and that this is my official stance on the show whenever something like this happens. Okay, here it is. And correct me if I'm wrong. You are wrong. And correct me. Okay? There we go. There you go. Thank you. Now just, yeah, so But you know, off. it's it's that juxtaposition between this is very much twenty sixteen Wayne cadences, but it's that classic kind of New Orleans bounce feel to the beat. And sure. I like the sort of blown out mixtape mix here. Oh, a me good too. Mixtape mix. Me too. I said, this is a, I love this mixtape mix. It's a good, dirty mix. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, you, you already touched on it, but this flow, it's such a, I mean, there are bars here, but it's the flow. It's the bounce. He's doing that New Orleans type music. It's it's a freestyle sort of flow. Like I picture like a lot of people, yes. you know, in the backseat, just, you know, like. That in opening fact, I'm very verse to him, I'm same. a killer. <laughs> to her, I'm a lover. I always wear a mask and I always wear, wear rubber. rubber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm from, from the hood, hood, but my crib in the suburbs. <laughs> They love a nigga vibe, so that's why I got the cover. And you know, I pop for that. That was Mel's favorite magazine of his teens, that vibe, you know. Said, well, Mel, you ain't rap. You wasn't reading no source, no double X. No, I was reading them too. I just like that. But But uh, yeah, this flow is so money to me. Um, <laughs> that and I just, going, the tempo man is kind of in the building here too. I'm kind of I'm shaking a little bit when this one comes on. A little bit. But yeah. I love like Wayne in this era, like on that song Wheezy F Baby on the suffix, and on this song, when like he goes back to his roots musically, but he doesn't change his style to where it's at in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's later on when he gets on a Manny Fresh beat, like I got something to say about that. It's like, Mm -hmm. he never abandons his evolution. He just keeps going forward and forward and forward. And I I just, even when he reaches back, he's still the current version of himself. He's not trying to be a hot boy, the old Wayne. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's 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 just it's magic. I mean, you can even say you remember that record um, in like 2015. It's like I'm balling like a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, a hot boy, oh, a hot yeah, boy, Weezy. Yeah, yeah. Is the hot yeah. boy remix? Yeah. That was like that supposed to be like a tribute to the Hot Boys. That was a trap song. It's nothing like the Hot Boys. Yeah. But and he brought his kind of sing songy auto tune rap style to that record. He wasn't trying to do the Hot Boys stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I had this. He did an interview this year, I think. Yeah, and it was like a some podcast he was on, and he was talking about how he, you know, is always adapting to the times. He's always trying to evolve. Even now. Is that him and 50, the remote interview they did? No, it was him and I think like a football player. Brandon oh, okay. Marshall one of, name. One of, yeah, one of those like Wayne being interviewed by some random athlete or yeah. like sports pundit. Those are the he best. loves sports, you know, one of them, one of them ones, you know. And Well, yeah. hold on, save that for the next record, okay? Oh, listen, yeah, for sure, but... Yeah, I mean, like, what else can I say? There's the, uh, I've always popped for this. Uh, my nigga Mag Main is like a brother from another. We from the same hood. We will kill a motherfucker. <laughs> the way he says it is great to me. Uh, I'm hotter than for... a fire. She wetter than a bitch. <laughs> oh, right. Like, that's not a bar. Really it's the flow. He said, I'm harder than my dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in that flow. Because I know a lot of people would try to pick out lines like this. Like, this is your goat. MC, it's like, well, listen to the record, okay? You're taking and it you out of You have to context. hear the beat that he's doing the flow over. It fits the flow perfectly. Exactly. You know, and I mean, even then... And it's, it's not the flow you expect to hear on a beat like this, so it's something interesting and entertaining. And entertaining, exactly. The whole it's song... entertainment, bro. It's... I don't give a fuck what the fucking bars say. Okay? It's about feeling gotta good. gotta go over this? It's about feeling Make, good. Like... The thing is, yeah, I want you to be the best rapper alive, but, like, I need you to make a good song, too. It's not just about being the best rapper. It's about doing that within the confines of what you're given. That's what made him the best. Not only was he rapping at an elite level, but he was making records, too. Okay? That's why he was the best. Okay? Come on. The player talk. I'm not no player. I mean, even this hook, like, this is the furthest thing. I'll be pimping them hoes. I'll be pimping them hoes. I'll be working in business. Nothing like me, but I turn into player Mel. Like, big Mel again. You know, it's like that delivery is amazing to and me. I got to say, Mel, as a wrestling fan, I've always loved this. I've been oh, working, working them because <laughs> that, don't even ask me how. That means something different to me. It, it Right. Oh, I love that. I love that interpretation. Where's the drop? And it's And these hoes are not women to me. It's right. like they're the marks essentially. The so marks. it's like you know, I'll be working them bitches, work working them bitches, work working them bitches, work working them bitches, I'll be working them hoes, work working them hoes, work working them hoes, work working Whole time them you got you got uh <laughs> Razor Ramon in the back. What is it real? <laughs> you know? I'll be working them hoes. Come on, what is he talking about right now? You know? Oh my god. It's amazing. It's 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 a, I love that interpretation. It's gonna change the song for me. Oh my god! <laughs> Listen, that's why your bitch want a real pod like Rab, you know? Oh my god! I want to talk to these niggas. <laughs> you know what? I'm a just just for people who aren't acquainted. I'm gonna play the whole. I don't think I've ever played. I got a whole 17 second. Here's a, a little a little more of an explanation. Here you go. What is it real? That's it, man. That it's all. What is it? what is it real? Four words. But if you place the comma and the question mark in the right spot, you have the ultimate 
Scott Hall headstone quote. Yeah. What is yep. it real? Yep. What is it real, man? Exactly. <laughs> okay. What is it Shout real? Shout out to Laps fan, as always, as we do on basically every episode. You know. It's how we look at y'all when y'all get to arguing about ratings that we put up. What is it real? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it, it's real. It's look, real. the ratings it's real matter. most. Okay. The board matters. The ratings matter. The analysis and how we get to these numbers matter. But ultimately... I think the most important thing is you're getting deep dive audio commentary on these projects that no one's going to do this level of analysis and research and banter on at this point, because all the corporate sponsored podcasts aren't allowed to go over two hours. The Ringer Podcast Network, even if they wanted to go over two hours, I don't know if it's something that they have something of the advertisers like the show will be short enough that people will be able to consume it and hear all the ads. I don't know what the deal is, but Hey, I, I gotta say there's the, people get scolded for going over two hours over there. So, you know, I, I'm just saying that, you know, who's going to do justice to dedication to who's going to talk about dedication to for nine to 10 hours. Who's going to be allowed to mark out for dedication to for more. You know, oh, my God, what we're doing right now is blasphemous to these people. <laughs> and I'm just looking at them like I know what's going on because I'm the creator. <laughs> Since I'm so early, I holler at them later. OK, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and hey, best of love to some people who have been on this show who work for that network. No problem with them. The problem is the problem fact that you. I don't have a problem, problem with you. With you. The, the problem is that even if they wanted to do what we do, they can't because they're handcuffed by, you know, someone who, listen, it's great to have a, a deal where they cut you a check to do a podcast. I mean, we just have a Patreon. We're an independent media organization, essentially. We are not a, you know, like... Net podcast network podcast. We have our own thing going on mm-hmm. and we're building this operation brick by brick. Hey, I respect someone who's just going to go get the bag and do the show and that's it. Cause Hey, you're getting the bag. That's great. But mm-hmm. the thing about getting the bag is you're making a conscious decision to say, basically, I don't believe I could get to this bag any other way than essentially giving a neutered version of rap. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell I, you, I don't know. betting on yourself is painful. It really is. It's not when for we, everybody. Some people, it's easier to just, going, though? It, it's easier to accept the bag a lot of times to just say, okay, like how much for how many episodes? Cool. Uh, and if they already paid you, then shit you just i mean you already got paid you just show up and talk for an hour and a half no need to go any longer than that you know cares about doing it justice it's about the money you know can you draw all right cares about a better product you want to flip and hurt yourself you know i tore my quads a bunch of times just gonna give you an hour in front of the mic why would i give you more you like it right that's that's how they look at it. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine. We're gonna that's keep cool, rabbing. That's not us. All right. We're that's gonna keep rabbing. We're gonna keep 
digging deeper and going places that they can't go, not that they won't go, can't go until they break the shackles Mm -hmm. and decide we're going to take on this endeavor on our own and make the bag instead of take the bag. I, you know what? This is this is this ends. I get this is a perfect transition. This is my only other note for the song. I tell them people that take that easy bag, homie, you can have her because I don't really want her. You put your dick in her. I put that dick on her. <laughs> that's what we do. Okay, that's what Rab does. We put that dick on her. Okay, you just put it in her. All right, and that's cool. I'm sure, she likes that. When you put it on her, she don't walk right the next morning. All right, that's something to remember. You know how we wake up feeling after a long rant? That's what putting yeah. it on her look like. Okay. Okay. Oh. If I don't feel like I had a match or I went through some sort of physical catastrophe, then I know the episode wasn't classic. My body, if I get if I get in the shower within 10, 15 minutes after finishing a rab and like the room is spinning, baby, a classic is on the way. <laughs> They're like, move, Mel. Sounds like you're dying. <laughs> like, uh, perhaps. I mean, I don't know. You like the show, though, right? Hopefully. So it's worth it. Whatever. Everybody die, you know? Niggas die every This day. is called extreme podcasting, not low-impact podcasting. There you go. Okay. Come on. It's a different federation over here. All right. So there you go. There you go. All right. All of this Salute. from working them. <laughs> to all of you listening on this journey with us and enjoying the stylings of mules and mail <laughs> mules and mail exactly uh yeah so Whew. you got anything else no we can move on all right track seven sports center <laughs> look man nine minus well, no surprise, you wrote it, so. <laughs> I wrote a version of it. All right, and. Yeah, well, I, I assume you did, and I'll, and I'll get into why when you tell your story that I already know, but the audience, I don't know <laughs> this full story yet. Um, what did you give it? Nine minus? Nine minus. Eight minus. Sting me, baby. Okay. Love to hear it. Uh, <laughs> you know, first things first, I'm going to do this because I had to. I said I was going to talk about this earlier. Yeah. And this, is, this is when I want to talk about it. So, of course, this little spoken section up top that sets up the record. We're talking about my favorite TV shows, man. It's Sports City. Yes, you know, sports, sports, sports. All that, right? I remember the first time I heard, I love Little Wayne's banter. And I could never quite capture it. Because I'm not that cool off the top. Like, I'm a height. Alright, I don't know someone. I'm a height. But I'm not effortlessly cool like Little Wayne. Like, I can heat up. I can heat up. Like, I'm like Clay Thompson. I got I got on days. I got off days. But Wayne was always on. And, it's, and I understand. It's not like he's really saying much of anything. But at this time, him saying anything just sounded like the coolest thing in the world to me. Like, this is as iconic, if you will, as the verse that comes after to me. To the point where I had to do it, I had to do a little remix, you know. <laughs> My favorite websites, man, is Dav Sex, Spank Bang, X Videos, uh, X Hamster, uh, E Porner, uh, 
I get busy on 4chan, of course, uh, certain subreddits. You know what I mean? I watch Smut, dog. That's basically, that's what I'm trying to say. I watch Smut, man. That's what I'm into. Smut, Smut, Smut. Every category. Bukaki, Gonzo, Incest, Stepsister, of course. Interracial. Yeah, you know I mean, I got a favorite performer in every single category. I'm not going to answer those questions. Okay? That's my remix. Which leads into something I've always wanted to talk Smut about. Smut rankings coming soon. Oh, coming soon. I actually, I got word. Jesse was in the chat. He's talking about maybe Thanksgiving. Mr. Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs> Pilgrims, more like porn grims, am I right? That was bad. Nope. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he said, I'm not going to answer those questions. I've always been talking about this. Is he not going to answer those questions? Because it sounds like he already did. <laughs> Unless he means specifically the favorite player, favorite team thing. Because it sounds like he answered a bunch of questions and then said, I'm not going to answer, which is which would be very little Wayne of him. But, you know, I I got something here. I got our comment. Jay, what do you you don't play? You're you're the most like uncoordinated dude. I don't want to hear you on SportsCenter. Okay, my first ever archivo. Oh, my God. What, Jay? Do you know what the beat is? You know, I actually don't. I had some commentary about that because I don't. I never have. What is it? Mel, the beat is actually the Jay-Z Reebok ad slash freestyle. Uh, the game is mine. That's Wait, have we heard this? Thing. Was it on the mixtapes? No, it's not. There's another one I did on the mixtape. This is the original one I did. This is the first. It's called The Game is Mine. Yeah, I just said that, Jay. You know, this is actually good archival, Jay. I'll give you that. I will. I'll, you know, I'll give credit on the show when to do. I, I, I never knew this. archival award? You know what? Sure. Sure, because I've always been curious about this beat. And now that I know what it is, sure. Sure. You get an archival say, award. First of all, I want to I send a shout out to my No, you don't get to my, do a speech. It's not the and fucking my, and my Grammys. Okay, I'm going to play the archival. Moose, you ready? I'm a girl dad. We're back at center court here at the Reebok Invitational, brought to you by Jay-Z's new S. Scott Carter tennis shoe set. That's right, John. I hear they're available. It's a great match. Out. Just barely out. Things seem to be heating up a bit on the court. Turn the music up, turn the lights down, I'm in my zone. Product of determination. One who made it through like the sperm who made him. I represent strength like the black mom who didn't terminate him, but in turn gave him my all. Now discuss the barbershop back rooms, online chat rooms, and on the bathroom on the wall. Recall, I came from the bottom, but the talent God gave him. Got him by, y'all can hate him, but that only made him stronger than Yelling and spinach, spinach, hold, and the sentence, no, you wanna roll when that rolls. Come 20 inches, niggas banded, I took Spanish to these hoes, and they know down the vessel. My pencil was larger than the Lakers payroll, but I'm the proud new owner of the next. No diploma, no request. Don't even talk about no ruckus, motherfuckers. Are you set? Nigga, tennis man, see where your interest at. Y'all get the big picture yet, nigga, yet. Go get yourself a black screen, not only on the rap. Jay, did you just so these hop are, on a beat of a tennis match being flipped to say you're as strong as a single black no, mother? Is that what I heard? The the S dots were tennis shoes, basically. So I guess that's why they went with that whole motif with the beat. 
I'm glad that was brought in, though, because I was going to ask to this until now, to this day, I wasn't sure what was happening. I said it sounded like a court of some sort, I guess a tennis court. So I guess I was right. It's the ball going back and forth with the rackets. Yeah, I can I can hear. Now it's confirmed. Thank you, Jay. Uh, God, it just feels so. If I have to say so myself, I think Wayne did justice to the record. It's a good I'm going to give the record a seven minus. You piece of shit. Jay, get out of here. Okay, (laughs) get out of here. Seven minus. We know about you. This even more disingenuous than the now seven minus. Okay. Come on, man. I do. I gave my I like it. What do you want? What he bodied you I again, say? Jay. He bodied you again. Deal with it. All right. <laughs> I disagree. I sold shoes off of it. Oh, my God. And he built a career off of this. So what are you talking about? He didn't build a career Your shoes aren't even getting song. made anymore. He's still rapping. What are you talking I'll about, I'll tell Jay? you a little story. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> play, oh, you mad now. You mad. Play, you mad. That's another guy that did drop. Play We Don't Care. I ain't playing that drop for you, Jay. Fuck Plenty you. Plenty of people care about my story. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. You heard rules, all right? Anyway, look, Sports no, Center. he said fuck you to you. To me? I didn't say it? fuck you. Oh, that was you? Jay? Yeah, I said fuck you. Piece of shit. We know about you. You are the piece of shit. You all fucking I'm not asshole. getting no argument with you. <laughs> this is my show. He just what happens. He comes on this show and he just derails things. Okay, like he more yeah everything by adding value with Jay. my first archivo, and I don't get any sort of. Oh, it took you ten it. seasons to add value. <laughs> Look at this guy. I'm number one on the board. Not on the board. We're concerned with this season, right? So get out of here. Okay. Bye. Where's that? I just saw a video today. Where's that little the little girl from the video I saw? Okay. Is it? Can't see it coming down my eyes. Shut up. Bring this little girl up. Tell tell you what what you you what, would bring a little girl up. <laughs> Shut up. Here, this, this is what I got to say to you, Jay. Fight! Fight! <laughs> Y'all know I said I'm Okay. Boy, boy. Okay, boy. Get out of here. All right. Jesus Christ. Very funny. Yeah, it's a funny video. But anyway, uh, now I know what the beat is. Um, yeah, thanks, Jeff. Yeah. And to answer uh, my I kind of I kind of thought about that. I'm not going to answer those questions thing thing more. And I think he was referring to like the favorite performer in every single cat. Like he wasn't going to list like his favorite or his favorite athlete. He wasn't going to do that. Now, my theory is. Okay, it's mm-hmm. interesting because like his protege Drake, he's been accused of being a notorious bandwagoner. Mm. Okay. So maybe that's why he didn't want to answer those questions cuz it's always shifting. One thing I do know would reveal sure, his true right. It would reveal his true affiliations, which is that he's a cheesehead. That's never changed. He's a Green Bay right. Packers fan. I've noticed yes. that stayed consistent. But from year to year, it's different players, different teams, but that never changes. He's so a Kobe can, Mark. I can say that for he he's a Kobe Mark. Certain. Kobe was a Mark for him too. You know, you gotta love it. Greatness recognizing greatness. If you remember when the the false start uh, Carter Five rollout, Kobe tweeted. You know, he, did. he was one of the celebrities that tweeted. Man, I wish it would have came out when it was supposed to. He was he had the momentum. The singles were. Oh. You can't. You can't. Not. 
you you can't rather like restart momentum that has been lost. Yeah, it's not the it's not the same. Unless you're moving the mail in the paper butterfly review dealing with the carjacking, we never lost it. I was afraid, you know, but we different. We built different, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, you don't want to get that momentum interrupted. But listen, folks, he just went dummy on this shit. Perfect verse alert. Okay. Perfect, you know, yeah, I agree. It, it I just, agree. It's perfect, perfect verse alert. Perfect. Perfect you know, verse and, alert. And not only perfect verse alert, perfect verse for the beat alert because I love how his vocals are so light on here. Like that ball, like that being beat with the ball getting yips. It's it's so because the beat is kind of light, so his yeah, kind of like tiptoeing on here, but styling while doing so is all time performance, highlight performance on this tape. Oh Not my God. favorite, but it's a very memorable. You know, it comes up in the highlight reel at the end for sure. This is the song that I heard before I ever heard the dedication. I didn't know it was from the dedication to. I um, had this song around the time I discovered Drought 3. And I was just playing it as a solo record. I thought it was just some LimeWire Lucy. And then I found out it was on dedication too. But this thing, oh my God. Oh my God. You know how Styles was talking about in um, track two, like how he'd be on the bus and he'd like rap it, or, you know, and the shorty is like, you know, <laughs> like trying to impress the story specifically me that was me too but you know the story the classic nav would wear the exo thing and stand outside just hoping somebody just noticed hoping someone notice him yeah <laughs> oh classic my god story. was that me with the wayne versus in high school i now have this a- is what i was gonna <laughs> ask you okay so you're gonna tell us the story of when you tried to pass this verse <laughs> off as your own we've alluded to it for many seasons now I think you might have even talked about it on This Is Melvin. but Yes. Well, I, you know, I actually think I skipped it. I might have alluded to it. I alluded okay. To it, but. Uh, but I have to ask, because of certain references in the song, where he'll say his name or something like New Orleans <laughs> or something, did you substitute lines that would make it a dead giveaway you didn't make the song? Yeah... I had to do some, I'll tell you, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell him, I'll tell him the story. So here, here's what happened, folks. Okay. This was late 2007. It's in 10th grade, Peoria, Notre Dame High School. All right, 14 years old. I was in, uh, I believe it was my first period of the day, Spanish 2, with Mrs. Zidrich. Shout out to her. I'll explain why in a second. Um, I had been rapping at that point probably four or five months, something like that. And I'm at the point where I'm just coming to school and I'm paying attention to no one. I'm just, I'm immersed in this. I'm writing raps. That's all I want to do. In my first period Spanish two class, I sat right up front so she could see everything I was doing and she could tell it wasn't no fucking Spanish two. She knew I wasn't paying no type of good attention to Spanish two, but she kind of let me rock because she was cool. She was one of the the te- Let me just make it aside. Mrs. Edrich, thank you for everything. Because you're one of the few teachers. I, that's when she, the teachers are mostly cool. One of the few people in that building to not make me feel like a fish out of water. But oh, this is what she did. She's definitely seven hours into the dedication to her view. <laughs> <laughs> I might send it to her. I should send this to her, honestly. I should. But um, 
I don't know. Maybe she, she'll think I'm weird. I don't know. But this is what happened. It's another day where I'm just sitting right up front. I mean, like there are no more desks in front of me. I'm, I'm literally front row writing raps, writing raps, writing raps. She just like stops class and notices. She's like in front of everyone. She's like, Melvin, what have you been writing? Like, cause it's, it's not what we're doing. And you know, I'm kind of on the spot and I'm like, uh, and she's like, is there something like you want to, she's, I think she asked me, she's like, what is it? I'm like, I just said it. I'm like, oh, rap, raps, like rap, I'm writing lyrics. And she's like, she just asked me, do you want to share? Because you seem much more interested in that <laughs> than anything I'm talking about. Now, keep in mind, I think this, uh, as Talib says on Black Star, the question was rhetorical. <laughs> but like Talib says on Black Star, the answer was horrible because you did <laughs> ask the question. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, though. The question wasn't quite rhetorical because I think she said it was either. I can't remember for sure, but it was either right then in that moment. She's like at the end of I think it was like, all right, you know, what? at the end of class, I'm going to give you a platform to just like share since you seem to care about this. And I say she's cool because she's that teacher that was just trying to nurture whatever I seem to care about. You know, she was legitimately like, do you want to share this? Not as in pay attention. Right. It, it, like, it was kind of with the air of like pay attention but it was also like listen you know I care about the kid and like if this is what you care about like I don't know may, like maybe I should nurture this you know and, and I'd be in her class a lot I feel like after school because she was just nice she was a nice presence to be around and you know I felt very uncomfortable with this school mm-hmm. but anyway so it's like the end of the class I think and like I get up like behind her podium, like <laughs> on the class. I sit in like her seat. Everybody's looking at me. Now let me set the scene. So I had a crush in that class. I had a lot of crushes. This wasn't my primary crush. Let's say her name was Lexo Hebner. <laughs> okay. Hebner, like the referee, like Earl Hebner. Her name was Lexo right. Hebner, right? And she was my main crush in that class. And there was this dude that would tease me. He was a yo, yo, yo. Let's call him Patro Obo. Okay. No, no, fuck it. Patrick O'Brien. Okay, fuck him. He was mean to me. All right. <laughs> Patrick O'Brien was his name. And we would say, I don't know, it seemed like a great insult at the time. He would wear these big, dumb boots. I don't know. That was hilarious stuff. So he wear these big, dumb boots. Anyway, he was in there. One of my crushes was in there. So I'm thinking about them specifically. I got two birds I got to kill. I'm like, I got to make this guy realize, like, oh, I'm cool. I'm not going to mess with this guy anymore. And I got to impress Lexo Hebner, right? So I get up there. And I actually had my own raps, but I didn't have faith in them because I just begun rapping. And it's like, I don't know. These aren't where I want them to be. And I know that these are yo-yo-yos that have only ever really heard radio rap. So I'm like, I'm going to be able to get away with this. They've never heard this sports center. The heist of the century. The heist of the fucking century. There's, There's lines, though, that you would have to change or they'd know you didn't write this. I'm from New Orleans. Well, this is, this is what I had to do. So I get up there and like, I'm kind of nervous. I have to work myself up to it, but I finally get ready to go. So I'm like, (laughs) and and like in my young male voice, which we'll actually hear in a second. I'm like, cover my tracks like butter. So let it bread be. I see beef is dead meat. Who that? The president. Yeah, me. And keep in mind, I told the story in the chat before and styles who you heard earlier was like, Yo ass got up there and said, who that, the president? Yeah, me. <laughs> like, I'm not the president. 
<laughs> like I'm the shortest kid in the school. I'm like four eleven. You're not the fucking right. Like who that the president? Yeah, me. No one scared me, and you ain't got to double dare me, hear me. And I was so excited because this is like one of my favorite lines. Loud and clearly, rats aren't near me. Wiretap, and of course I couldn't say niggas, but I'm like wiretap dudes get blood in their earpiece, and like I remember saying that, and like people being like. <laughs> like it was violent but I, th- I was gonna score cool points too because it was violent rap but at that point i gotta switch it because i'm not from new orleans so i think i was like i'm from peoria and like ain't no peace like to try to make it work syllabically and like pure beast fear free dear grief catch up boy i'm in gear three zoom gone see ya peace drop one finger and i'm like f him and whoever made him i will hurt whoever love him because i hate him and at that point, I was not brave enough to do the got her to the pad and we had relations thing while looking at So I pivoted. Oh, I already said her name. <laughs> Sorry, Lexo. Okay. I pivoted to my. <laughs> yeah. I pivoted to my own lyrics, which was got all it. I remember. It was something I'm like coming out my shell like a Ninja Turtle. That's all I remember. It was something like that. Which they did pop for, to be fair. And it fit because I was a kid who was mostly in my shell. So it fit the moment, like coming out my shell like a Ninja Turtle. And they was like, oh, okay. And anyway, I got through the verse. They like clapped. And I sat down, right? But I remember feeling an immense guilt. Like in my brain, I just saw Wheezy looking at me like, you ain't no rapper. It's my shit. Like I was in it, ate at me for, which is why I have to tell this story to finally, finally cleanse myself of this guilt from stealing his bars to impress that class full of crackers. Okay. They honestly didn't deserve them bars. Okay. But Mrs. Zinrich, you didn't have time. I think I told you this in the Biggie episode where this dude said he hated Biggie. And then I rapped a Biggie verse from ready to die to him. He was like, "That was sick. Who made that? You, Biggie, like, no, dumbass. Biggie, bitch. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know." And and it's just when you got an undeniable verse like that, you know, I had to borrow it, and I felt guilty. But anyway, long story short, uh, Lexo never cared. Patrick O'Brien, he's probably still a dickhead. But Mrs. Edwards, is about you because you didn't have to do that. You really didn't. It was the Spanish two class that I wasn't doing well in. That you tried to help me in, but I think you eventually realize this this boy don't care about this. But I just want to say, I'm sorry I couldn't end up shouting you out on the Grammy stage like I intended to. Okay, same to you, Mrs. Statement and Mr. Franklin. All my favorites. I just gotta I gotta bring in Uzi because this is what happened. I lost. <laughs> I lost. I, f- I failed at being a musician, so it never happened. But anyway, that's my story. Lexo, she's with a white man now. Patrick O'Brien probably still got some big dumb boots. Fuck that nigga. Okay, but I spat. I think Patrick O'Brien Center. at this point has heard Sports Center, and he was like, "That motherfucker." <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. So to further, I don't know why know, this Peorian. Wait, is this California or Peoria? This is Peoria. Peoria, Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, I don't know why this Peoria, school. Notre Dame, yo yo yo, <laughs> would sound like a fucking like Bensonhurst Italian guy. But there you go. This motherfucker. <laughs> well, here's the thing. To further cleanse myself of the sins, I will send you, or and I send you, play you, folks, 
At least a little bit of it. My literal real sports center freestyle, I recorded from that very same year. Now, granted, the beat that I found on LimeWire wasn't the beat that Wayne and Jay-Z rapped on. It was a literal flip of the sports center theme song. (laughs) But I was like, I'll take it, whatever, because I can't find the actual beat. But you will hear actual young male. So this is what I sounded like up on that podium, folks. Check it out. Well, male baby, I'm tired of these snitches. I ain't a Leroy, but I'll give you these snitches. Sitting in detention, hotter than the kitchen. Getting yelled at by Mrs. McKinson. We got lame teachers, cool Mrs. Hurdle. But Mrs. Sullivan looks like a white urkel. Yeah, that was messed up. Excuse my behavior. I'm serving these teachers just to call me the waiter. But this is not a restaurant. This is not an Applebee's. Only entree here is the course of these nuts. Okay, I, my dad was so mad at that cam. line specifically. Killer cam. So that was okay. So that was a dip Killer set. Cam. Yeah. Um, I, I don't remember the name. Oh, half. Look up halftime show by Dipset. Halftime show Let's or Cameron. See. It was on the Purple Haze advanced version, not on the retail. Got it. Okay, let me see. They probably couldn't clear it. <laughs> let me see. Uh, Cameron. Halftime show. Here we go. All right. Check this out. Killer, killer, dipset, uh huh. Check my stats, man. 78. I got to be the best living, man. You already know. Okay, okay. That's the original. That's what I was rapping on. Well, I know now. Okay. But, uh, oh my God, my dad was so mad at me saying these nuts. Like, that was, he was so appalled. And I'm like, it's just these nuts, you know? I said worse things. Well, you were a mino, so I guess, like, you couldn't really be talking about about those nuts at the time. I suppose so. But, uh, yeah, folks, this song was, I mean, look, nine minus for me. I mean, I would, I would rap this. is perfect. It's perfect. I mean, and then the, the freaking, just the little dog, bigger bite, like all these little moments that pop up for me on here that I just, oh man, it's like I said, it's the combination. It's not just bars. It's the charisma. It's, it's how relaxed he is. This whole, bro, like I was such a big fan, like. Fuck them and whoever made them. I will hurt whoever love them because I hate them. Looking for a lady, high and sedated. Got it to the pad. I don't know how a nigga made it. She gave me relations, so now we're related. The morning comes, the picture faded. Waiting on my turn to burn. Can I get a light? Little dog, bigger bite, Jackson 5, little Mike. Just that Mike. free association. I, I love that part. Non- you remember brand new? It was one of the leaks. That, oh, uh, Ryan Ramsey in a brand new lit. Brand new car. Brand, that was brand the hook, new. right? Yeah. Put out and the road fuck side you, of brand bitch, new. I'm acting brand new. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. And then the way he's taught, he's rapping like almost like kind of that same whispery. Sort of whisper. Yeah, that was another line I would always rap. Hope I'm cold like a midnight in Aspen. I am the president and the assassin. I would run that back so much. 
just hoping somebody would hear me and think that it was that I was cool. <laughs> you, know? And, you know, at the time, especially I'm already a young Neptune Stan with these, you know, Wheezy the Realists. Wear a lot of baby because yeah, I be with gorillas. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. The the whole the whole sequence of um <laughs> this is a great time to point this out too. I was so impressed like, as a big English fan, I that was one of the only classes I was still doing great in and still cared about. I was so surprised to hear a rapper with such a vocabulary. Like I, one of my favorite shits ever, okay. When he was like uh, serving his track, like Stephen Graff, yeah, Roger Federer, there's no competitors, niggas know my rhetoric, bitches know my preference, young guy, baby, all these other niggas reverence, sitting in my big house, surrounded by my weaponries, I keep them away like I got leprosy. I'm like, did he just say that? Like, lepro- I keep them away like I got leprosy. Like, like I, I couldn't not only, believe Not only this. is it crazy that he's <laughs> saying all this shit, it's how, it's just the delivery of it. And the right. enunciation, because we didn't hear the rappers enunciate the words like this, and now we hear it too much to the right. point where it's not <laughs> impressive at all. It's he just was a the thing originator. Now. Okay, like even just like making up what like like <laughs> chopper right next to me, loaded up with pepper seeds, got an extra clip, but that's only for my especialies. Yeah, yeah, this is especially for you. Just disrespect a nigga game. What kind of referee is you? Swallow your whistle. Make a nigga ride with the pistol. I never understood this line. Maybe you can give me some enlightenment. Make a nigga ride with a pistol because the fakest niggas ride with a pistol. Even if I die old, I'm going to die with a pistol. I'll be standing over my body and popping and kill you. I never understood that because it was like, wait, if the fakest niggas ride with a pistol, is he calling himself fake? No. He's saying, I have to ride with one because the the biggest clowns out here got one on them, basically. And I see. they're not going to catch me without one. Oh, right. Make a, right, as in him, he is a nigga. They made a, make a nigga ride with the pistol because the fakest niggas ride with the pistol. Got it. Got it. Wow. Thank you, Wolf. <laughs> okay, I, I could have probably figured that out myself. I just, I needed, you know, sometimes you need a little help in, the, in, in life. Okay? I feel it. <laughs> Now, now I feel it. Wheezy the realist. The, the last line that it's Wheezy, not the father, motherfucking, motherfucking baby. baby. It would always cut off my file, like cut and, and going into the next track. So it's Wheezy, yeah, not that's the that father, motherfucking, baby. I'm, I'm not all season long. That's not going to be held against anything because that's oh, just no, what it's it a is. Mixtape. It's they got to transition to the next track. It, what it is is the DJ gets the tracks. They make one long mix based on right. all the pre-recorded files. And then they chop it up. So, you know, it's not like the files are getting re-exported with the drops on them individually. It's all it's a whole process from the DJ getting the files. Yeah, you know. And it's also why a lot of times when mixtapes drop, the, the quality doesn't need to be as shitty as it is a lot of times. But in that process, they end up degrading it further. Yeah, you're downscaling so. stuff naturally by basically taking the first generation waves or sometimes even MP3s and then doing your thing over them and then re-exporting them and then probably having them re-exported through whatever you're uploading them on into a smaller format. Crazy. It makes me itchy, honestly, because I'm just like, I'm very, that whole, that, that, uh, I guess It's the deep fried memes of music, essentially. Right. Right. 
oh my god it, it just i i like that that i need every step of the of the production chain to to preserve the quality you know and that gets lost across so many mixtapes well know? it doesn't have to though because if the process was a little different and they didn't record it as one long mix and then chop it up then if it was done on a song per song basis actually you'd still need the stems you're still exporting a two-track mp3 or like a wave file with you know everything already kind of flattened right and then talking over it look it's a mixtape okay they were free (laughs) they were free what more do you want it's free and it's good too (laughs) okay so yeah, folks, for it's, I love this record. This is not mine. I mean, this is the first time I ever heard of, like, I get money like a white person line. Because, you know, those are overdone. But I get money like a Caucasian. Car red, so the Caucasian. It just blew my mind. It just fucking blew my I would say, oh, my God. Car red, so the car Caucasian. Stop hating. Y'all ballers, I'm a sports agent. <laughs> Come on. Like, this is my only other note. Okay, folks. If there's any, you know, actually, this is very important. If there are any black people trapped at the yo 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 school right now, and you want to feel what I felt, just a little confidence, you want to feel like Mel in 07 and recreate this, here's what you do go to the lunchroom, assuming y'all still eat lunch in the same area. Stand near the entrance doors on the side of the building closest to the football field, and then play this record and rap along to it out loud, loud enough to be heard and be thought of as cool, but not loud enough to get in trouble because there's explicit language in it. That's how you become male. Don't okay. play this record. Don't rap this record because <laughs> it's not cool anymore. Probably oh, right. learn the new song that's cool. Oh go yeah, rap. go listen to like uh, NBA Young Boy, Rod Wave, uh, Yeet. Cardi, Yeet. Yeah, yeah. You know, do the and then you know. Right. The thing is though, because of the internet and because of streaming and stuff, like and the prolifer- the proliferation of the bad website really you can't pull that scam anymore as easily yeah it's <laughs> yeah, there's no way to do what i did in spanish too you you get you get sniffed out by somebody it, it, it wouldn't have worked they would have they would oh man all these tiktoks going around everybody somebody gonna know a little bit about something right you're gonna get exposed and it's gonna be even worse for you at that point oh yeah you, you're trying to be cool now you're gonna be the lamest ever so, yeah. Anyway, sports center. What are you uh, gonna do? Write a rap about me? Don't don't get me started. Don't get me started on that. That <laughs> is my ninth grade crush. I'm just saying. Is Amber Razor Ramon? What are you gonna do? Write another rap about me? Yep. <laughs> hey yo. Yeah. Okay. Uh Anyway, you got anything else? Nope. All right. Fuck Patrick. Which I hear is coming to Peacock next month. Oh, nope. Yeah, I hear it's coming September 3rd, maybe, to Peacock. I want to see it in theaters, but I ain't got the time. It's still in theaters. I I could still catch it if I want to, but I ain't got the time or the money. (laughs) I don't have a car right now. The rental just went back today. Oh, man. See, all we got is rad, man. But hey, all you need is rad. You got rad, you got a chance. All right, that's what my grandmama always say. But, uh, yeah. We're going to get sued. <laughs> By who? 
by someone who's gonna go broke and like start we listen to Molson now I was told all I needed was rab (laughs) oh Oh, god it's just a matter of time these days I mean I wouldn't be surprised they sued us for that false advertising Jesus Christ oh wow another uh, I'm debuting another new drop I should have hit this before I said it I'm gonna say this please don't believe me (laughs) <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, you want to move on? Yeah, we could do that. I suppose okay. that's. We should probably twenty-five hit tracks. Yeah, at brisk pace. We're two and a half I mean, hours in. Seven tracks. Oh, Jesus Christ! It, we're not two okay. and a half hours in. We're four oh, hours we're, in. No, I think we're seven and a half. Well, we're seven and a half in, but we're four hours into the review itself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Okay. Here we go. Track eight, welcome to the concrete jungle, featuring Joelle Track Santana. Must be, oh, yeah. great. Must be great. Well, not quite, but it is good. Flat seven. I went back and forth on this one this week. I had two songs I wasn't sure about. One of them got over, one of them didn't. This is the one that did. Seven minus. Sting me, baby. I'm just going to say this up top, though. Okay. And maybe it's just the fact that it comes off of a highlight of the tape. But here's what I have to say about Welcome to the Jungle. Okay. I've never liked Jewel's on here. I don't like how he starts it talking about Welcome to the Concrete Jungle, got snakes, got lions, got... It's like some Jay-Z on Monster type shit. Uh, (laughs) And honestly, his verse is nothing special to me. I also don't love the beat. It's not bad, but... They, Jewel's has a much better performance later on, and it's a much better beat later on. Out of the two Jewel's collabs on this tape, this is the weaker one, in my opinion. And really, if it wasn't for Wayne's verse, I might have flipped and gave this a six plus. I share your opinion. I share your opinion. Yeah, it's, it's just we get better from Jewel's. We get better from the music later on i mean i'm really not into this beat this like (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just it's kind of there i mean it ends up with the flat seven because i love wayne's verse so much but wayne's verse is classic on here i i just couldn't in my heart give this one the six plus because i always pop for wayne's verse even if the beat is just eh, to me and jewel's is at points, like actively irritating to me on here. Yeah, I mean, just keeping up with Wayne was futile at this point. It, it, it just was. It was a lost cause at this specific point in time. Just don't even try it. And even unless you're like Jada Kiss or something, even still, you're going up against Prime Wayne. So you're probably going to end up in the shadow, even if you are great. You know. But hey, my personal opinion at the time, and really still to this day, was Jewel's was waning. And Wayne was rising. Was yeah. And I never viewed Jewel's as a guy who could lyrically go toe to toe with Little Wayne, even when I preferred Jewel's years earlier on like the first Diplomats album we already did for me to you, I think in season five. Um, it's just at this point, 
that hunger in his voice has gone away. He just sounds like a guy who mm-hmm. is just like a New York rapper. And I mean, to me, his music at this point in time, like even what's the what the game's been missing. I already started liking Jim Jones music more. And Cam was always obviously the best rapper out of Dipset. So I didn't know why it wasn't like Wayne and Cam. I didn't know why it wasn't fucking Wayne and Lloyd Banks or something. I don't know why it was Wayne and Jewels as the tag team with the amount of records they did. And with Wayne's connection to Dipset, having worked with so many members of Dipset from Cam, Freaky Ziki, J.R. Ryder, how he landed on Jewels as his, like, kind of tag team partner out of Dipset. But we do have more archival audio in that vein to continue to flesh out their working relationship. Um, from the What's the Game's What the Game's Been Missing album, uh, that Little Wayne verse, which made a lot of my friends become Jewel's fans, or uh, Wayne fans, rather, because they were already Jewel's fans. They were big Dipset fans. And they kind of got converted to Wayne even pre-Carter 2 with this verse. So let's check out Make It Work For You. Uh, GZ and Jewel's are on here, but I just isolated Wayne's verse specifically. Let me show you how to make that crack, how to spend that money, how to make that back, girl. Let me show you how to hit that strip, how to get that dick, don't give back lip. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, Smell it through the rapper yeah. That's that shit, nigga Sit it in a pamper I still got two sitting in the hamper yeah. I let them sit in there out Or else you want them damper Stupid. My little brother got piff on the campus Do We call him the N.O. Capo yeah. We all in, this what we ride for yeah. We got cash money on the table And underneath the flow, nigga Shit, it's like I got a pan How I heat the flow But I really got a pan when I heat the blow Shit, hey, develop this beat so yeah. motherfucking G.I. Joe and D-Hydro got me high, I can't see where I go When the rap stop moving, you just follow the code And your bitch start choosing, she won't ride with a pro I'ma have that whole swallowing coke, Birdman Let me show you how to make that crack How to spend that money, how to make that back, girl Let me show you how to hit that strip How to get that dick, don't give back lip do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. Go ahead, do what you do, make it work for you. I mean, you got me, Joel Santana, Young Jeezy, my motherfucking boy, Little Wayne. I, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad I let that play until the end because that that's what I was gonna say earlier. I mean. You ask why he picked Joel's is like the tech. It's like, I think they were just, maybe that was his closest friend in Dipset. Cause yeah, he was never his lyrical equal. Never. But he's like, hey, my man, Will Wayne. Like, I guess they were just, you know. They were just rocking with each other. They made a lot of records together. I'm not going to play them all because there's just too many. But this was from Back Like Cook Crack 3, Fiend Out. It's Pick It Up featuring Lil Wayne. Once again, I've isolated Wayne's verse specifically. So my train falls off the track. Pick- 
pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Tell them one more time. If my train falls off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up three times. Said if my train falls off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. And again, I said if my yeah. train falls off the hey, track, pick way. it up, pick it I'm up, pick it up. Is. I got a cocky ass walk, I bounce and I bop. Fresh off the train with an ounce of that pop. Got it. Fresh off some brain, I passed on the pussy and I only go down if you got cash on the pussy. Yeah, and it's just a snatch dad off the pussy. Put you on the track and make that back off the pussy. Yeah, I'm a Mac, not a rookie. I got a bunch of chips, don't touch my bag of cookies. Ha. But we coming back in hoodies, make you dance like Sierra when we come for them goodies. Put a gram on the mirror, baby girl, that's boogie. Put half on my dick, baby girl, that's sugar. They like Wheezy, how could you? Girl, I'm a pimp, my grandma was a hooker and a lover. I wouldn't lie about that, so bitch, don't fall off the track. Believe it. If my train falls off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Tell them one more time. If my train falls off the track, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up three times. One great Wayne verse, too. Did we just find the Rab Express theme song? I mean, we could always Is that go beat available? You, choo, choo, the beat. The beat. If we could get the beat isolated, that would be perfect. That The train noises are all in it. Rab Express. Hop aboard. Okay. You got aboard fast. It's Rab Express. Hey, so I'll, I'll, I'll look for it. There is one more for now. There's going to be a little more later, but for now. This was a record that actually got premiered on Hot 97. I think Flex might have had the premiere mm. of this record. Someone did. It was it was a big record the night it dropped. Now, it wasn't a record that went on to materialize the actual album. It wasn't a record that necessarily went on to be a hit. But I personally consider it, and I can speak for Mel here. I know he does, too. It's a bit of a cult classic, If You Were There sort of thing yes you know and we were talking about you had to be there but like i don't know uh not only was it like a you had to be there thing but dream girls was a hot movie at the time and you know step into the bad side was in dream girls mm-hmm. so there was that connection as well so let's hear some bad side i didn't <laughs> isolate anything because they're trading bars so yeah i see you started from the top and I'll say this, just the buildup on here when they premiered it and just like the sample and Joel's going, I can't feel my face in that, and then the, the feeling. that beat drop. So like this shit was, you can't layer drops on top of drops, can you? No, you can. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, you might have to replicate the feeling for them by starting it and not letting the beat drop. You got to bomb it and run it back two or three times <laughs> before you let them hear the beat drop. All right, let me see. Let me see how I can try to make this work in the soundboard. All right, I'm going to give this a shot. Is he going to be Funk Master or a Flunk Master? We're going to see. <laughs> All right. Step into the bad side. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Step into the bad side. Gonna take the lead. Skull gang, your money. Lil Wayne and Joel Santana. New York, you ain't ready for this one. This is a world premiere. Nah, you know what? I can't feel my face. Let's do it. That's the best you can do. 
I thought you were gonna do something. So that's all I can do. It started over. <laughs> all right, we got Flungmaster Flex in the building. And you want to know something? New York City. I ducked. I did. Let's do it. Real nigga, I just can't be fake. Fake niggas, they just can't be real. Hot boy, I just can't be chill. So hot, I'ma walk the kettle. Many's boys can't get on my level, they never could. All white phantom directing it through the hood. Run a soft level, my dad, your cherry wood. Big four fifth, it's working very good. Got a driver named Wood. Drove, opens the door. Suicide, don't. He holds the umbrella, hops out the back. Let's tell Rosa Parks where I sat. I'm a dog, but I'm like a cat to a rat. If he don't run, he gets scratched. And when it comes to the frost thing, I'm on that old school Harlem shit, that rich pork thing. I gave him that, I gave him crack. Now it's time to introduce him to morphine. You playing with the wrong one. My mama had four boys. You playing with the wrong son. They say ladies love Cool J with a J's, but you L's and the ladies love me. And if the bitch ain't fine, I don't mind. Two nickels make a dime every time. These boys acting like worthless hoes Cause they can live like the car they bend The curtains closed They want war, let's get it now They want beef, I give them a cow You don't wanna get on my bad side Why? I leave them with no neck like fat guys Don't be playing with me, I advise I make them Chinese food, another cat fried Don't compare them to me, it's no comparison I'm from another planet like aliens Shark in the water, no scaring them These fish belong in aquariums So keep acting like Conan, boy And we'll see who's the real barbarian They acting like bad pets And yes, I am a veterinarian You don't wanna see me act mean, so don't watch me. I'm not a flash screen. Perfect verse alert coming you know up. Yeah. You gotta pay for this. Hard body, I can't even bend. No fold, I'm cold like the wind. On no pole, I froze all my limbs. Too much ice on my walk in So that's why you niggas couldn't get on my level whenever could. All black phantom directing it through the hood. Black butter soft, my dash is black too. My driver's black too. My driver's strapped too. Yeah, Will Wayne, I'm live as act too. But this is no movie script, more like an Uzi clip. I'm in the Uzi clips. I just jumped into Uzi clips. Nigga, who's you with? I can move you quick. All I gotta do is. Let loose with this Uzi clip. I am an Uzi bitch. Know the rules and shit around here. We wear red like a Hoosier bitch. Now, after that, there comes a smell. Then, after that, welcome to hell. I hope your situation comes to well. Cause I can bust your ass like a lobster tail. I put it in the mouth like I can nail. And me, I get high like a doctor bill. So I shall fuss with the kitchen. Telling me he ain't got no pot to sell. 17 waters where I prevail. And I run them streets like a soccer field. <laughs> You lickin' that hot for real And I'm rollin' on this bitch like I popped a pill And I don't mean David when I say it When it comes to marijuana, I would cop a field Just try and get my proper meal And eat my shit at the top of the hill That's the good side Never look back at the bad side You want a bad side, hey And you don't want to see my bad side You want to be my ally and I believe that I can fly Not like R. Kelly, he a damn lie Weezy, right in the sand I hope the wind doesn't blow for eternity I'm sorry, I'm sorry I did not intend to let that whole thing play I really didn't, but that thing is That's, oh my god, that's a nine
That's a nine. Might be a nine plus. I, I just I see love that like record. you can't compare that to this. Welcome to the concrete <sighs> jungle. Got sh- snakes. Got sharks. Got lions. No, not the same. Okay. Not even close. Not even close. Okay. If it wasn't for Wayne's verse on this record, this would be a skipper for me. Yes. Full it stop. Would. It would. Oh my god, I'm sweating. Oh my god. <laughs> well, we'll conclude uh, the Wayne and Jewels and Dipset symposium later on when we get back to Jewels on uh, no other, but that's it for now. Yeah, I, I'm just going to say I will explain Jewels' merit and appeal later when he's actually rapping well because uh, he yeah. isn't really doing on, much. On a here. beat that really is more suited for someone from Dipset. Like, it kind of has... It's not Heat Makers, but, you know, it's that dynasty, so it kind of has that same... Rockefeller soul sample vibe to it anyway. Yeah. It's the right beat to get him on. He didn't, I don't know what about this beat made Jewels go, oh, yo, I got to jump on this one too. Yeah. Every record we played from them in that archival section is better than this. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh, man. This is, but it's fine. This is, it's something. It's something light. That's all. Yeah, it's, it's a mixtape, guys. We're not yeah. doing to pimp a butterfly anymore, okay? <laughs> you know. Yeah, look, all, all y'all but need it, to You know. might think so, judging by the length of this episode. Oh, so listen, this maybe is... we are. <sighs> Trying to bring space with that bad side. I just, I ended up letting the whole, because they had to hear both. They had to hear the verses, okay? I just, yeah, that's another one that defined my, my uh, childhood and my rapper career. But uh, yeah, Wayne is masterful on here as he's been for most of this tape you know fuck him if you ask me is a classic line uh i ain't shooting at your shoulders bitch i'm going for the captain that's rab haters and ain't shooting at the junior captain i ain't shooting at your shoulders bitch i'm going for your cap and i won't stop capping till your wings start flapping and you you just an angel in a street full of gangsters and me i'm from the home with murder and make you faint stop playing with wayne man he recycles the house shoot of his plastic thing Yep. You know, and uh, my only other note is uh, he said, <laughs> um, you know, I smoke Beverly Hills, whatever to kill and leave a nigga with that heavenly feel step. And I will step in your grill and leave a nigga with that heavenly feel. I, I Ooh, literally laughed I out loud kill. and just said, this nigga's different. Oh, Mr. Kill. Yeah. What about him? I said, who? I know Mr. Kill. Oh, <laughs> well, he's from Philadelphia, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. That heavenly originally- feel. Adelphia. Oh, don't even ask me how. You don't even ask don't, me how. Don't even. Really don't, it's, because it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, don't ask. Okay, yeah, look. That's that's it. Wayne Carey. Oh, shit, it reminds me of that, that fucking dude. I had a, I had a typewriting teacher when... Uh, we, we did typewriting in, like, all three years of middle school for some reason. Okay. Like, computer classes actually eighth grade was just a straight up computer class uh six same, and seven same <laughs> i had like typing and in sixth grade i had miss coleman who was like an older black lady who was obsessed with michael jordan <laughs> that's money <laughs> she had in her class every it was michael jordan day so she, we did michael day? jordan day yeah and she came in and she was like decked out and michael jordan regalia and she brought She's all her insane. like memorabilia and she sang this little song i'd like to share with you all who do we love 
Michael Jordan. Who do we love? Those damn bulls. Who do we love? Michael Jordan. Who do we love? Those damn bulls. And she's a um, she she's no longer with us, unfortunately. No. But, well, even when I had her, she was a much older woman. She was like in her seventies when I had her. Uh, and then I found out, I think, when I was in high school that she had passed a couple years oh. later. But she was a gem. She was my sixth grade computer typing teacher. Seventh grade, we had this fucking corny white guy. I don't remember what his fucking name was. He was a clown. Oh, Miss, Miss, no, I don't remember his exact name. But I do remember he had a catchphrase, which was, don't talk. Just listen. <laughs> he would say it just like that, and he kind of had like I mean, your that catchphrase that is, is money though. That that might be like an eight plus. <laughs> he had that vibe of the "you're not that guy, pal," mixed with like the boss from Office Space. Got it. Okay. And he sucked. He was the seventh grade guy, and he fucking sucked. But sometimes, you know, you'd be socializing with the person next to you, and he'd say. Don't talk, just listen. <laughs> this man had no personality, no like no emotion. He just said, "Don't talk, don't talk, just listen." I mean, what In did he exact... need emotion and person when his catchphrase is so money? <laughs> we need "Don't talk, just listen" shirts in the shop. All right, it, well, in the the fringe level apparel. <laughs> Oh, it's fringe level, all right. Okay, <laughs> I'm right I remember the guy's name, but of oh, course I remember Miss no Coleman's name, and I think yeah. that says a lot. Like Mrs. Coleman, I remember her because she made an impact positively. <laughs> this fuck, I don't remember his name anymore because it's useless information. He made zero impact. He was a scrub. Listen, all I gotta say is, who do we love, Mrs. Coleman? Michael, uh, Mrs. Coleman. Love? That damn class, okay? That damn class, that's man. right. That was, man, she's a 10. Rest in peace to Mrs. Coleman. I'm, uh, I never knew her, but I'm hurt. I'm really hurt. Hey, I if wasn't... you went to East Hills, was this East Hills? No, this is Roslyn Middle School. If you went to Roslyn Middle School on Long Island and had Miss Coleman as your typing teacher, call in 718-635-0743. And I want fucking proof. Don't just call in and say you like <laughs> trying to be famous, trying to be rad the, famous. The rap rankings at gmail.com. Send me proof. Like send me your fucking yearbook, motherfucker. All you right. Know. Like send me some fucking proof, you little bitch. Okay. I'm sorry for calling you that, but I just don't appreciate being swindled and, and taken advantage of. And, and Mrs. Coleman's good name shouldn't be used for right. Lies. We're not going to tarnish Miss Coleman's name and we're not going to tarnish her great jingle. Okay. Oh man. That's great. That's, she's great. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm sure she, uh, she, she's, she's got that heavenly feel. You know what? You know what? Let's give her, her jingle one last time. Who do we love? (laughs) Mrs. Coleman. Yeah. Who do we love? That damn class. (laughs) (laughs) Much better than Miss Bishop. Yeah, no, she, no. I mean, Jesse likes it, but he likes chaos. Yeah. Oh, I holy shit! The thing re-unlocked. Oh, the the thing? Oh, it's back. The The thing thing? (laughs) re-unlocked. Yay! All right. Well, what's going on? Miss Allen. Okay. So I had a teacher, Miss Allen. Now keep in mind, I went to high school from 
2001, like literally the first week of high school, 9-11 happened. Oh, and Jesus. That was your I first week of high school? Yeah. And then I graduated, and I'm in New York too. And then I graduated in 2005, and that was the period I was in high school. So keep in mind, when I started high school, job rules the shit. By the time I ended high school, job rules fucking finished, and I'm a G-Unit soldier. Okay? Right. So that's just to set the scenery. Miss Allen was cousins with Ashanti, who was from Glen Cove, Long Island. Okay. And she was no fan of 50 Cent. Mm. She would constantly talk about how much of a bully he is and how he bullied Ashanti because he made the Ashanti sideburn skits on the mixtapes, like clowning her. <laughs> Nobody was safe if you're that murder, Inc., on that label. Everyone's getting terminated. So She's at 50 you know, Cent. That shit is crazy. I, I, don't, I, I really don't like that guy. Yeah. And, you know, Miss Allen was a good teacher, and I will say she's a good lady. But at that time, because she was... You know, I took that personally. So I was just like, yo, she's your cousin, okay? Like, obviously, you're offended by 50 Cent. But, like, with that also being said, we don't want to hear from you because you're too close to the situation. You understand? Like, says the guy who has no proximity to 50. Telling the way you would. (laughs) And that's what I'm, I was basically telling her, I'm like, like, you're personally affected by this situation. Why the hell should we listen to you? Like, and furthermore, you're a teacher. You're not like an influence. Like, you know, like just, you know, teach us social studies. That's your job. Like, I don't want to hear your for your cousin in this classroom. We don't give a fuck about your teach cousin. Teach your little okay? shit. We 50's Te- name out your mouth. Teach your shit. Get 50's name out your fucking mouth. All right. And we'll deal with sideburns another time. Okay. <laughs> and then she was like telling me and David, you guys should listen to a real a real rapper like DMX. And I said, we listen to him too. What's the problem? You know, like it became almost like it was like some smoke. She was trying to say like, can't believe you guys like him. Like he's like a horrible person. And he's been so like, all right, what happened in the revolutionary war? Come on, let's get back to business. You know, (laughs) like the fuck, like weighing in on this. I'm profesh. Okay. (laughs) I'm profesh. Uh, I'm glad fools remember. You can say, uh... You know, I ain't that old or nothing, but I got a keen memory, you heard? And you know know what else? Okay? I remember when Ashanti did a meet-and-greet signing sort of deal at the Roosevelt Field Mall, and you chartered buses so kids from the school could meet Ashanti. And you know what? We ain't meeting no Ashanto. Wow. We ain't meeting no Ashanto. What, did she not show? No, I didn't show. <laughs> David didn't show. The other soldiers that were holding the line, we ain't going to no mall. All right? Have fun. Have fun standing in line at the CD store, which, by the way, they have to buy a CD to, to get the picture or the signature or whatever. I'm not buying no Ashanto out. Get the fuck out of here. What is this? Such a soldier that you boycotted the Ashanti meet and greet. It That's was an amazing. extracurricular activity. It, had no, it wasn't even during school hours. It was after That cost school. money, apparently, because you had to yes. buy the CD. 
No. She was just, trying to get like, her cousin some money. That's what that was. She was trying to sell that. Fuck, they had boxes of those CDs they were dying to get rid of. And she was Your saying, teacher should have been help. fired. That seems like right. some sort of rule well, that she broke. Funny enough, she got uh, she got my 12th grade uh, economics and what's it called? Like just regular history teacher uh, fired. But that's because he was a terrible racist. So oh, okay. uh, the, the, the yo, yo, yo popped out and he fucking said uh, the he said the no, no word and got. Fired. You know what? I'm going to say it. And then he said it. Yeah, he fucking said it. And she was like, oh, I'm going to the administration right now. And she she sued the school and got him fired and kept working at the school, even though she sued it. Oh, nice. Sounds like she was. I like Miss Allen, for the record. And she was a great 10th grade history teacher. But you shouldn't have been weighing in on these matters. And you know it, okay? <laughs> the, uh... Gosh, she got fired, got him, and he couldn't take it no more and just said. <laughs> he did. And it was crazy because, you know, he was this guy, Mr. Coggin, and he was like one of these teachers that I had him for my homeroom class in 12th grade, and I would like fall asleep often in his class. And he's the type of guy that would like wake me up by like banging on the desk or like literally slapping me upside my head. Oh, so no, that's that's abuse. You can't. Yeah, do that. this this guy was also one of the only conservative teachers in the school, and well, I'll say one of the only cons- like outwardly conservative teachers. He made it very known during the war in Iraq era that you know he fucked with uh, Bushy Baby. So <laughs> Bushy Baby, we're gonna talk about the, him soon. This was the man that, you know, was trying to teach 12th grade social studies and economics. And, you know, the only teacher that I personally knew that would make their political beliefs, like, known to the class. (laughs) Overtly. Not in, like, the material... Like, you can glean a teacher's politics sometimes from the way that they interpret the, like the books that they have you read. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can get a lot from just that, but I don't think many teachers have personally expressed their political views to the class in my lifetime. But Mr. Coggin was not shy about doing that. And he was pro Bush in a time. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm from New York. Like it's a blue state. And that's almost like somewhat taboo to be conservative in that environment. Well, it's a blue state and the people in it are very blue. Right. So exactly. Um, Yeah. This happened when I was already out of school, but yeah, from what I heard, he called her the N word and I believe he maybe even picked up his hands to her and maybe slapped her or smacked her or pushed her or something. I think maybe he pushed her. Was the story? Oh man! All right, he's the one. This guy, this guy was a fucking piece of shit. So uh, I'll just say best of love to Miss Allen. Even though the whole Ashanti thing, fuck off. Like seriously, <laughs> um, not cool. And then 
uh, thank you for taking us to see Hotel Rwanda. That was cool. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, that was another. And, uh, that was another Miss Allen charters a bus situation. But it was <laughs> a. It was a non Ashanti related <laughs> field trip. Okay. Ashanti had nothing to do with that film. I just now see her as the teacher that's just like randomly and throughout the year. Yeah, y'all want to get on a bus? <laughs> just like leave, leave class and go somewhere. Oh man, yeah. Listen, all all we know for sure is that piece of shit told Mrs. Allen. Just like a pimple on the left, somebody says something and you don't like hey, it. Sir. <laughs> hey, sir. And that's when I'm he pushed her, and school. and he said the he said the hard R. I think too. It's ridiculous. He got fired. That's I don't know. Coggin got sacked. She kept the job but sued the school. <laughs> That's money. That's fucking money. You know? Anyway, I'm not saying anything negative about her except for her affiliations with Murder, Inc. I'll say this very swiftly because we're already in tangent land, but you reminded me of something when you said you can kind of glean a teacher's political allegiances, you know, through yeah, how they teach definitely. a class. One of my most embarrassing moments in school. Dad, I, why did you do this to me? You know, you don't talk about what is this? Two things you don't talk about. I mean, we weren't, we weren't at a dinner table, but it's uh, politics and something. Religion. Religion, religion and politics. Yeah. It was like the first week of school. I went off. Yeah, you were just talking about first week. First week of school, 11th grade. This is my favorite teacher of all time. Uh, I go home like after the first day and like I, I like her, but I'm like, I told my dad just in confidence. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like she's a Republican. Now, keep in mind, I'm thinking this because this was the 2008 like election season. We were getting ready to elect who would end up being Obama. Right. And he was like, huh, really? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Just something about her. So we he meet, he likes to meet all my teachers like the next day or later that week. He comes to school, meets all my teachers. This man tells her. You know, like, oh, my son says, you know, he came to, he was funniest thing, he came to his dinner, he's like, you know, I think this is a Republican. And I'm like, dad, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? That's wild. Okay. It's wild. Like, you don't say that. But she, she took it in stride. She laughed. She was like, I'm actually not. She's, she was a liberal. She was liberal. Like, I had her wrong. Your, I had her your Republican wrong. senses, I sense, sometimes are way off, because you thought Marina Coates was a Republican. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's unconfirmed. It's unconfirmed. I mean, we I know, know, but what. your triangulation on why she was a Republican <laughs> was flimsy at best. I'm not saying she is or she isn't. I don't know. Look, but... she makes cool models. That's all that matters, all right? Okay? We don't. We don't care what her politics are unless she does something uh, unsavory. But yeah, dad, you know, don't, she, don't she do ends that. up being like the next guy to like go after the FBI or some oh, shit. No. We have to issue a statement. Yeah. So that lady we had on the show, they got gunned down. Yeah, about that, you know. Look, we just like the the three D models. We okay, like we models. didn't know. Before rap, it was we were practicing. Listen, our that's like when skills. we had uh, what was it, Nate from Ring Skirts on the show, on the Mel's <laughs> conversations, and he mentioned Trump because he was talking about you know WrestleMania four and five were both at Trump Tower yeah. or Trump R- Casino or some shit. It was a you know those were the back to back Trump events, Trump Plaza. That was it, and uh, you know you said that like your fucking dick shrunk into your balls. When he said Trump on the show, because so you were scared. still trying to be a, a pop star at the time. So even the mention <laughs> of that shit was like, <gasps> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it 
It was a gift of this David Stern. Everybody's a Republican, okay? What's it, man? Yeah, because what he said, it was kind of, he didn't, it was no affiliation expressed. He just mentioned them. And my booty hole got tight. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> is this the end of me? Anyway, oh, my God. We're, <laughs> this is still tracking. <laughs> must be right. great. It must be great, I guess. Uh, Jesus Christ. Okay, we got to. We gotta get out of We gotta. We're, we're making terrible time. We gotta keep All right, you know what? The, you know what this is. This is Ric Flair's last match. This is, I passed out. This man oh audibly. You can hear him mm-hmm. when they're trying to <laughs> trying to do the finish. I'm like, I passed out. Oh my god! You know we can't die. We can't die. In first episode of season ten. No, we gotta keep going. All right, you, you want to move to the next track? Yeah, yeah. you got to pick up the pace. All right, here we go. The pace track nine. The pace is the pace. I mean, the pace. The pace is the pace. Take care. Unless you have like extensive notes coming up, this is the pace. No, I don't. I'm just marking out too hard because it's Little Wayne. It's it's what got me here. You know, he's he means a lot to me. So I gotta. All right, telling stories and reminiscing. And, all right, here we well, go. There's more coming. So oh, no. Just, okay. I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't fucking know. It's right? Rab, people. It's this Rab. isn't Rab Express. It's, it's Rab. This isn't Rab Express. Right? We already heard Rab Express. This isn't other podcasts. Okay? This is Rab. Just, if it's suffering, it's suffering. If it's joy, it's joy. If it's long, it's long. And if it's fast, it's fast. I don't know. I don't go into this with the exact timeline of how long this is going to be. We can give a rough estimate, and oftentimes we're wrong. Like, we thought Foxy Brown was going to be, like, a five-hour review. Uh, How long did that end up being? Wasn't that, like, seven hours? Um, No, I don't think it was. It fit in one file on SoundCloud. I don't don't remember. (laughs) Bring the drop back in, all right? Time stamps in the description, homie. All right. Y'all know okay, what it is. We can move now. on. Okay. Track nine, Spitter. Uh, yeah, he is. Seven plus. Track nine's going to be just fine. Flat seven. Here we go. That is just fine. Is that, that flat seven. Over that biggie duet. Spit your game, pump your chip, grab your gat, all your clips. Yeah. You know? The Swizz Beats, Notorious Thugs kind of remix with Twister on it. And, um,. Yeah, this is just like, it's a freestyle, you know, like, it's to me not a highlight verse from him on here, but he does what he has to do, you know, over the hectic sounding Swizz Beats production. This was a highlight verse for me because the beat's cool. I, I, I like it. If it was, if I liked it more, the song would be an eight because he's doing things on here that just define mixtape Wheezy. It's like certain small things that he's doing. I'm not like putting this up there with Sports Center or some stuff that's coming up later. It's not on that level for me. Oh no, no, no. I'm not saying that. But it's uh just, you know Everything can't be a highlight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. It's just it's that like this the whole sequence pistol right there in my reach you know what it be him or me bitches know when that limo leave two words room key where penthouse suite where not a damn thing i'm here bada bam bing my hand bling my wrist it's like bro it's the 
it's the the him or me into like that scheme of questions and the flipping of one wear into another wear, like the clothing wear. Bada bam bing. You my know? hand bling, my wrist bling, my neck bling, my ear bling. And then the beat drop. Super, Super Bowl, Bowl ring, ring, bitch. bitch. It's, just, it, it's that, the little things, you know? like Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's moments in there that are as electric as anything on this tape. But overall, I wouldn't put this among the greatest stuff on here. And like, ooh, ooh I think they like me. It's like, you know, feels just like kind of short. He gets two verses in. But. He gets two verses. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't have much more to say. I mean, he's just like, he's showing his rap nerdness again because just the structure. He starts the first verse with like, you know, what your mammy told you. Second, what your pappy told you about fucking around with them soldiers. You know, it's like he's keeping a, a, a scheme going, you know, and yeah. he keeps the whole blood all over you. He does that blood all over your rover, whatever. You know, I'm in them S dots, there's blood all over my hovers. And then he says, I love that line. That's the highlight <laughs> line know? for me on the whole song. Yeah, that, that's electric. Okay. <laughs> That um, fuck too, like he's upset. The blood's on his. <laughs> I I considered, and I'm glad. I'm glad I checked myself. I considered doing a little history of Wayne and Swizz, and then I was mm-hmm. like, no, there's too many. There's like 23 collabs or more, I think, <laughs> between them. So I'm like, all right, what if other. just, what if I just did like the history of Wayne over Swizz beats on mixtapes, and okay. then there's still like 14 of those. So basically. I just decided to bring in one specific thing with okay. regard to Wayne and Swizz. And it's this random leak from the Carter three era of leaks called up in the club featuring Swizz beats. I don't know if you've ever heard this, but I chose this because it's particularly weird. Okay. Well, you know, I ain't got no problem with that. And he actually um, produced that Birdman song we played during get Em when we were starting to talk about, you know, Wayne and Dipset and their relationship and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did that. He did Dr. Carter, which we already talked about back in season three. So to go through their collaborations together, I think we're just going to naturally get to the lot of them between the mixtapes and the albums, him doing uproar, right? On Carter yeah. five. We'll get to all that stuff, but let's hear up in the club, which is just a leak that we'll never actually get to. So, we can play it Sounds like 
the Little Mermaid meets. Yeah, that the what is it like? Yeah, is that like a supposed to you know like a Caribbean sort of sound to it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was weird. And I, I have a message for the Empire. Oh, the Empire. <laughs> okay. Do you see DJ Drama and Little Wayne interview on Shade Forty Five? I do. Okay, so now that we're going to get into leak territory with Little Wayne, uh huh. Let's just send out this PSA on behalf of Little Wayne to the Empire from his interview with DJ Drama when they were talking about you know their work together and the dedication mixtapes and whatnot. I said, but I fucks with every DJ I fucks with, but this Empire nigga, I don't fuck with him. And for all DJs, just letting y'all know that whole shit was meant to the Empire nigga. I don't fuck with the Empire nigga. The nigga put out a CD on me every month. I couldn't tell you how none of them niggas look in person, man. You know what I mean? So that's what I be pissed off about. Plus, I went and got a, a mixtape before or some shit called Wayne's World, Volume 7. Nigga, these niggas was on Volume 7. But first, you got to understand, when I put the disc in, these niggas is on there talking like, like these niggas on there like, yo, nigga, this our seventh time around. Nigga, what's good? These niggas hating on us. We getting money, nigga. We eat, nigga. Nigga, drop, drop the track, nigga. Wayne's World, nigga. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? I don't know what all these niggas. Yo, Phillies, nigga, I let you butt. So honestly, that's who I really miss. So if if you made the Wayne's World volume one through seven, your mama's a bitch. And if um and if you the Empire nigga, I hope you die twice tomorrow. But every other DJ, I fuck with you no homo. I love y'all niggas. I wouldn't be shit without you. Say the truth. My nigga, so it, it, I'm glad you got it. Cause like basically, when I heard what you were saying, and everybody was asking me, it's like I I, I understood. What you were saying, and I knew that it would be hard for the DJs to understand when you made that comment, basically saying "fuck the DJs," because you know, for the like, like, see, people don't understand. Like, we made history together. Like, when you did right. the when you did dedication one, the dedication two, and the suffix, and the, and the first like father like son, and and the yeah. um, the Ross move, what was it called, Louisiana? Yeah. Those were all tapes that you know you you basically you know what I mean you, yeah. you officially did. You see what I'm saying? So right. it's like it's like. Last year when I was doing interviews, a lot of people was asking me, you know, about the mixtape game. And I and I said, I said, mixtape DJs need to get off Lil Wayne's dick. Every month, it's a new Lil Wayne tape out with a million, with a million Lil Wayne songs on there. And they're not even making a name for themselves. They're just, right. they're just utilizing Wayne's music and what Wayne is doing. And, and, and it's because the people want to hear your music. So, exactly. the people, so for them, they're just seeing it as, all right, of course, I'm going to put the hottest nigga out. Right. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, and, and Wayne, I know from a DJ perspective, they're gonna it, they look at it like a catch twenty two because it's like DJ, the people are asking for your music, so they're gonna put it out. But at the same time, as a DJ and the art form that we come for, from I, I've never done an I've never done an unofficial tape with no. That's what I'm about to say. I, like it's a way to do it though. Like y'all niggas do it so right. Like if if a nigga want if a DJ put it like this, if I was a DJ, a mixtape DJ, and I was up and coming or whatever, and I'm trying to become something anywhere close to greatness, then that would be like DJ Drama. That would be like DJ Khaled. So why would I do my shit in any way other than like that? That's why I'm special. <laughs> Got a few things to say. You know what's weird? It's like usually you're used to the the echo, the delay being on the DJ. For some reason, they put it on Wayne. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds weird, but yeah, Um, he was he was just getting that, you know, 
them for making all those unofficial the empire niggas and i remember he's and you know what's funny i agree with him and it's i remember hearing that for the first time i was hilarious like i hope you die twice tomorrow but wayne i don't know if you're still mad at them but i actually have some archival from them empire niggas (laughs) since we're talking about leaks that has to do with this song in in spitter when he said um i've been ready since 81 and i was born in 82 howie grove where i'm from but we call that bitch the zoo yeah. Reminded me of the song Zoo from one of those Evil Empire tapes. I think the drought is over two. Three? It was uh, I think okay. it was two of the Carter three sessions. So I brought in Zoo featuring Mac Main. Okay. <laughs> You'll probably hear that Empire tag in this, folks. So here it is. Hey. Look. Back while on the beat. One seven in your face. Mac Main, you my nigga. You already. Cash money, what's up? What's up? Check me out. Young money, motherfucker, what the cash at? I put numbers on your head like a class hat. See, I done bent you everything like a lab rat. Can you swim? Cause you sleeping where the crabs at. I stand before you, bitch niggas, with the fifth cock. Damn. You can hear a pin drop Bulletproof vest cannot defend tops Wanna walk in my shoes, you need ten socks But these niggas is actors like Rick Fox Stick to the script or fuck around and get written out We in this motherfucker throwing up the set G4 boys, throw them off the jet And me and Mac is just two niggas from the same hood Fell from the same tree, cut from the same wood See I'm the young lion and he the young boy Welcome to the zoo, you are in the zoo See me and Mac is just two niggas from the same hood Fell from the same tree, cut from the same wood then, of course, Mal, the, you know, Holly Grove 17th. I'm from the zoo crew. You would have oh, thought yeah. every animal from the zoo. Zoo loose. loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The zoo. zoo. I think the drop, like, the empire was, like, later on in the song. But, yeah, like, zoo. That verse is crazy. I think been through everything like a lab rat. Are you... That's why this is so long because the bars are just when Wayne gets on those beats like brand new or that one where it's like really sparse production and there's just a lot of space for him to just do his thing. Yeah. And you can focus on like every line. Right. But there's just something small kind of leading him in the background. He does great on beats like that. Put numbers on your head like a class hat. Similes ain't been the same since Wayne took all the good ones, okay? It just, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> mixtape Weezy. It's a celebration, folks. This is crazy because I'm thinking to myself, how much juice am I going to have for the Drought 3? But then I remember how much I care about the Drought 3. It's going to be plenty of juice, but it's still a celebration tonight. Um, yeah, this is just, I, I really like his performance here. Uh, Me too. You know, um, yeah. Just there you go. So you got anything else? Uh, spit, spit your game. Pump your shit. Grab your gat or your clip. Okay. All right. Sure. All right. If you're a woman, grab your clip. A big clip review out now. Uh, you want to move on? Yes. Track 10, South Music. Uh, 
maybe south, but I'm not gonna go down the rating scale. I'm gonna go. That was terrible. Totally. Flat seven. Eight minus. Sting me, baby. Wow. Another highlight for me on the tape. Um, if you're not familiar, it's the outro to Southern Playlistic by Outcast is the Players Ball reprise. Okay. But they don't rap on it. You know, it's like an outro, mm-hmm. and there's like singing on it and shit. But got it. This is Wayne rapping, and there's like a longer version of this that exists without DJ drama that may have actually leaked before this tape came out. But this is like one of my favorite Wayne leaks, and it's such a shame because other than him doing like not even rapping, but doing just like the shout outs on dedication four over Spodiotidopolicious. Mm-hmm. The only other time he's rapped on an organized noise beat, aside from this, is the uh, Smoke Something remix with Currency on one of Currency's drama tapes. So I uh, isolated Wayne's verse from that if you want to hear him on Elevators by Outcast. Let me go on like me one up for all my trouble. I'm chilling with this bitch who think we make the perfect couple, but she tripping. I'm sipping on some bubbly with no bubbles. It's me, that's who I put this shit together like puzzles. I'm puzzled. <laughs> is it me or niggas is lame? You're coward hearted, yellow, lemon meringue. I'm about to change my name from Dwayne to Deranged. To be a billionaire, I got a shot like Danny Ainge. My gang wear red, your bitch an airhead. But I still break off like a fucking chair leg. It's Tunchi, you heard me? You don't deserve me. Swag so sick, so injury reserve me. I'm the god, I should be rapping in the turban. But Lord B, I probably alley up the curb, then grind out the rail, only with my tail. Pause. I stopped in the mall the other day. I heard a call from the other way. Where I just came from, some nigga was saying something. Time by smoke some. Yeah, money. Stopped in the mall the other day. I heard a call from the other way. Where I just came from, some bitches was saying something. Time about smoke, bitch. You ain't put it on it. Smoke, son. <laughs> like two shots, that bitch. I remember when you couldn't even smoke shit, couldn't stay focused. And don't forget it, bitch. Yeah. I take fuck with me. No more. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I mean, First was just incredible. to start, I love <laughs> that beat on South Music, that Players Ball reprise. And to hear Wayne rap on it and how he raps on it, I mean, this is like that Carter II era Wayne for sure, the way he's rapping on here. I'm sorry. I'm still stuck. I never heard what you just brought in, and I just... You my favorite new dude. <laughs> it's my favorite new that dude. That was from like 24... That was from when Carter V was supposed to be coming out for real. Like For real? Like, that was that era, uh, like we always talk about, when he was... Hot. like he was heating back up and he had that momentum that's from some Wayne uh, some currency mixtape from well, like that, 2014 2015 
what did he say in that that just like put joy and vitality in my body? It was something he said very early in that verse. Oh, where I'm like, like something, uh, you coward hearted, yellow, lemon meringue. No, 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 that, that was nice, but it was it was like I I, I got teary eyed. I'm still teary eyed because I'm like, this guy's is, is he the greatest rapper? <laughs> like, is he is he the greatest rapper? Like that was I had to I had to look it up. I'm on I'm on the bad website. What did that nigga say? Oh yeah, I'm about to change my name from Dwayne oh, to, to Deranged. Yeah. Just like classic Wayneism. My gang wear airhead, your bitch airhead. Oh my god, little Wayne. I love you, dude. I love you, dude. If I ever get to meet you, it'll be the greatest day of my life. I'm gonna cry. Just be prepared. Sorry. What were you saying about uh South Music? Oh yeah, it was just great to hear him rap in that like Carter Two era form on this beat that we never really got to hear like Dre and Big Boy going on. So oh, it's just yeah. uh, it's just like a highlight of the tape for me. Like this, um, this very well like really, you know, the full version of it, which is oftentimes you'll hear that on like those Carter two sessions um, bootlegs people will put out and stuff. This will be on here, but in the full version without the drops, like this is one of those examples of a record where because you're essentially rapping over something that wasn't fully really like wrapped on to begin with. I feel like you get that cleared and put that on an album. This could have been on the Carter two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I just no love the easy, I mean, it's that, you know, we talked about this in the Outcast reviews. Like, I love the organic production. Yeah, he, he sounds, I said he, he's kind of laying back on this one, you know, yeah. he, but, but you know, it's, it's bars are still there. Uh, he's low-key barring out on here. He's just not going hard in barring out. He's very right. casual. Yeah, he's laying back. He was just laid back and did it, you know. My name Wayne. I came to party. My watch and icy. My chain of frosty. Uh, I love whenever he mentions like being too small. Like you know the the classic quote like oh I don't drink like I'm too small like I can't handle it. He was like you know I don't save no whore oh no I'm too small to go against the code so I grab me a freak and be like let's roll. Okay. Uh, I answer. Well, he answered my question. I asked however many episodes ago. I'm like. Something Wayne said. I'm like, did they ever have any beef? Or I think I asked you on the phone. It was off the show. Like, did they ever have any beef with No Limit? I don't think so because this is the I second that I, I heard him. Recall anything like that? But then again, you know, I wasn't that tapped in to that era of Wayne, and especially No Limit at the time. So maybe there's something we're skimming over. You know? Well, it seems like they respect each other because he said, "Master Sweet, Master Me," and we un all night like Master P. You know? There you go. Yeah. So I think I, th- I think they was cool. Uh, oddly, this song was censored. I was like, why is it censored? And I was like, whatever, it's a mixtape. You don't question these things. Uh, besides, you know, <laughs> Mel was censored somewhat. Oh, I question, wasn't for like the first I eight questioned seasons. something in regards to censorship, but that's later on. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, it's a, it's a mixtape, bitch. You know, like y'all, y'all got to deal with it. Um, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's being, folks, if you don't understand this one, he's being Little Wayne. Okay. And he gets some talking about the Bentley. You know, rhyming the syllables of "I run better" like Corey Dillon for the New England Pats. They like no. Oh, just I love, did, I love did. his delivery of that. Yeah. By the way, because it's like almost like the flow or the cadence slightly changed in that yeah. moment, and he had been 
kind of locked into a certain flow for a point. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah. So I, I like that kind of like stylistic, you know, switch up in the verse. He's a rap in the delivery. <laughs> yeah. Um, Total rap nerd. Yeah. This guy, this guy is good, man. It's why I get upset when like, you know, people who don't know rap, specifically white niggas be like, oh, little Wayne just rhymes a nigga with nigga. I'm like, stop being fucking dense. Okay. It's the word before nigga. And also I don't want to hear from you when he says he rhymes new England Pats. They like, no, he didn't get that new Bentley black and white England Pats. And they like Bentley black and white. Come on. Sure. He did. No kidding. No, we kidded it. No, we told the dealer, make sure there's no equivalent. And look, listen, y'all rappers are on one on one. All right, this is a good one. That makes this one on one. That means none before it, none to come. Stop. None to come. Sick um, I also way. really like this record because at this point in time, this may be maybe the last time we hear something that sounds like old Wayne. Right. Yeah. Like that era before he started uh, going crazy. Right. Know? So, like, this has that. Damn near like between Carter and Carter two vibe, even more so than just Carter two. And you just lost that as he, you know, constantly moved forward. So yeah, this is, this is good shit. Makes me feel good. What do you want? What do you need? What do you got? What do you have? What do I have? Well, what do you got? I actually have something for you as a question. Uh, when he's talking up top about look out for the official Gangsta Grills album, that did come out, right? Yes. Um, the yeah. Gangsta Grills album either came out that year or the following year. The single was uh, I Got 5,000 Ones Looking for the Baddest Bitch in the Club. It's like Jazzy <laughs> Faye, T.I., Nelly. It was like a bunch of people. Oh, brother. Okay. All right, well, was Wayne on that thing doing what he do best, as he promised to be? On that album? I'm sure he, he was. he had to make it. Yeah. I feel like, is that the album with Million Dollar Baby on it? Uh, let me check. Insta Grills, the album. Okay. Uh, oh, Canon Remix was on Remix. There. Yeah, that's on there. Okay. But it has, like, T.I. Yeah, it's not just... It's not yeah, just, yeah, it's, this yeah, had Art of Storytelling Part 4, Outcast, and Marsha Ambrosius. Um, there's a G-Unit song without 50 Cent on it that Knox produced that's pretty good on here. Um, Fed's Taking Pictures. Fed's Taking Pictures. That was kind of like That was a street <laughs> single, kind of, like that was something... Um, was, I mean, Wayne had to be on here, right? Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Cheers with Pharrell and the clips. That song kind of sucked. Uh, yeah, he's on the Canon remix and that's it. He's only on the Canon remix. So it wasn't even a new song. Oh, well, I guess uh, he didn't lie. He was on that thing doing what he do best, but it wasn't new. (laughs) Gangster girls, the album volume two in 2009. Um, is he on this one? Wayne. I he's know not on volume two. Man. Third power? Wayne. No, he's not on third power. He is on quality street music too. And I like I that song on quality street music. Uh, That's one of his better verses. 
late career for sure. That's he's on quality street music too. So he does the intro. They had yeah. not done an actual like barcoded official song on a drama album since the first gangster girls album. It was almost 10 years between his first and his second appearance. Right. Okay. I remember this right. Can I young thug and TI? That was one on this. Uh, right back with Jeezy, Young Thug, and Rich Homie Quan. I'm going to get it right back. That's a classic. Can you play I'm that? I'm familiar. Uh, right back? Yeah, that's a fucking classic. <laughs> if you say so. Uh, who, is it why? I said because it's Thug, and Thug is a uh, child of Wayne, so... Okay. Oh, there was a video shot for this and everything. Okay, let's see. This is a classic. What the edited version? Oh, is, is that it? No, I know. I'm on that YouTube. I got that premium again. If you haven't noticed. Man, oh, you, you gotta, gotta pull no up the dumbing up topic. It's like probably be like DJ. No, that's what I clicked topic. on. That's why I thought it was uncensored. Oh this was shit! The... Oh. They're fucking editing just the still image videos now. Yeah. I don't know where the shit at. <laughs> Has uh, someone unofficially uploaded it? Like some person? There we go. You never heard this? I haven't. Okay, I just got the I got the chill the prime young thug chills. Yeah, it's prime young thug. It's like right around lifestyle time that this song came out. Oh, okay, let me bookmark that because that's getting listened to later. <laughs> I can add and Quan's on there. It's like very early yeah, rich game, game essentially. Right, there. and Jeezy's verse is actually good. So it's good late career Jeezy too. Well, to quote uh, obscure Hamilton post from 2010, fuck Jeezy. Jeezy pussy Ross all day. <laughs> I don't know why that's been in my brain ever since. It's just, Look, I let's, don't know. let's not quote any more of his blog posts, okay? Yeah, let's, yeah, definitely not. You thought the bars were something. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, only other thing I got to say is, uh, Weezy F baby, please say the baby. If you don't, your bitch will. I always love the slickness. Even his talking was bars. I just thought he was the yeah. coolest ever. So yeah, uh, South music, y'all. Uh, South music. That's, that's right. what it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Want to move on? Yeah, let's move on to more South music. Oh, yeah. As uh, we have a little brother freestyle, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Track 11, this what I call her. Well, this what I call it. An eight minus. Here's what I'll call it. A seven plus. Ding me baby. This is the first example of a song on the tape. I think there's two or three of them. Maybe four. Where the original's better for you? Yeah, he didn't own the song, in my opinion. Mm, Um, This is Loving It by Little Brother. And I very much get nostalgia the moment the beat hits every time. Because money. I was working at Sam Goody in the basement of the Roosevelt field mall 
at the time, the same mall that Ashanti did that meet and greet at. <laughs> and probably the damn, probably the same store she did it at. And I was working there while I was going to Nassau Community College. And I was also still working as a photo tech at CVS. But I thought maybe this would be the way out. But this job was actually worse than CVS. And I was working in basically a record store. So with DVDs and shit, like, what's the problem? Well, it's the replay card and the dual disc bullshit. So when we were working at that time, you were supposed to push replay cards very heavily onto the customers and then always try to encourage people to buy dual discs. And I'm just like, this is (laughs) slimy and stupid. And like, I'm interning at Def Jam. I have an actual job that's like close to my house that I can walk to. But I took the bus. Um, I didn't have the car yet. I wouldn't have the car until maybe two months after this tape dropped. And I just remember like taking the bus to, I'd walk from Nassau Community College to Roosevelt Field Mall to take the bus back to my home. But like I'd go sometimes to work at the mall before I'd go home right after school. And they would play the same tape for like, or disc or whatever, like every hour on the hour. So you'd see the same music videos over and over again. And because little brother were on Atlantic records at the time, loving it was actually one of the videos on the thing. So I'd hear this every hour on the hour, this beat. So the moment I hear this beat, I picture myself back. I don't even picture myself in the store for some reason. I picture myself eating a bacon, egg, and cheese in the food court before I go to the store. Mm. Because I'd be in my headphones listening to, like, Dedication 1 and Little Brother, The Minstrel Show, and Kanye, Late Registration. And I just... The Minstrel Show by Little Brother, those beats by, like, Ninth and Crisis on there have been like burned into my brain is like that the almost the defining soundtrack of that era of my life. Like working at the mall, going to Nassau community before I got the car and it's like walking everywhere and taking the bus everywhere. And you know, this was the time and that's what this beat immediately brings out of me. And I'm a fan of the little brother record, the original uh, I didn't bring it in because I'm not really doing much of that. Bringing in the original song that's being rapped on. I right? mean, occasionally I will if I have a specific point to make or I feel like it's, you know, something that's kind of uh, a little more uh, underneath the surface, if you will. But we, we this told is... them already. Like, yeah, they think this episode is long now. Imagine if we played the original yeah, song just all season. Not- not what I'm going to do. Um, I'm actually, I have two pieces of archival audio over the song and one of them, I'm just like, nah, we're not playing that. So <laughs> I'm just going with this one particular piece of archival audio. Speaking of little brother, they actually worked with little Wayne um, 
on Get Back, the album after the Minstrel Show, and Ninth Wonder produced it. I think it might be the only ninth beat on the whole album. It's uh, Breaking My Heart featuring Lil Wayne. This is just Wayne's verse, Isolated. And it's not a good song, in my opinion. Like, the beat is not as good as the Lovin' It beat that you're going to hear Wayne rapping on if you listen to Dedication 2. It's like, that's another whole conversation when we get to Get Back by Little Brother. Because that's almost the Ninth Wonder Falling Out album. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. I mean, you know, the long space in between that and uh, but May the Lord Watch. May the Lord Watch, yeah. So Get Back yeah. was the third album. Ninth only did like one or two beats on it. And they t- they get at Ninth on the album lyrically, like talking about their kind of falling out with him. So, you know, that's neither here nor there. It's just, you know, when we get to that album that's certainly an important part of the story and the narrative behind it. But like, I felt like this was such a disappointment because I loved little brother. I'm a ninth wonder fan as a producer and little Wayne was on such a tear at this time. And when I heard the song, I'm just like, all right, the beats okay, but it's not a great ninth wonder beat. I don't like the, uh, snares on it or like it's like a clap instead of a snare maybe I didn't like the programming all the way and it was like kind of slow and Wayne was fine but he didn't deliver like a all time great performance and quite frankly the song didn't deserve just didn't deserve an all time great performance so here's Wayne who you know he liked little brother enough to jump on their record on dedication too. He liked him enough to do a feature for them when they were already off the major label, but I couldn't help feeling disappointed by it when it dropped. All right. Sounds like, uh, we're in for some so- bullshit. <laughs> I mean, it's not great. All right. Well, here we go. He's breaking our hearts with breaking my heart. She says she love me, won't leave me, won't ever let me go But if you're thinking of leaving, you need to let me know We better together than further apart So darling, don't go breaking my heart She says she love me, won't leave me, won't ever let me go But if you're thinking of leaving, you need to let me know We better together than further apart So darling, don't go breaking my heart Word up, I say I don't have nothing if I don't have you like Sade, you got the sweetest taboo And my game is skin deep like the first tattoo I get all in your head just like shampoo I just wanna fuck with you like rude polices I don't want a broken heart because I lose the pieces Hey, girl, don't play with my gangsta And have the boy blue like a Texas Ranger And I know cheaters never get crowned So I play fair like roller coasters and clowns Yeah you gotta hold your soldier down Even when the war is looking like It is right around the corner And you don't wanna leave me Believe me Cause I can turn you on Like a personal TV It's Young Weezy I know what you thought But I'm just here to play my part So Don't go breaking my yeah. heart She says she love me Won't leave me Won't ever let me go But if you think about leaving You need to let me know We better together Than further apart So darling Don't go breaking my heart My heart uh. 
say she love me, won't leave me, won't ever let me go. But if you're thinking of leaving, you need to let me know. We better together than further apart. So darling, don't go breaking my heart. Like to say, turn you on like a personal TV. personal TV, which is, it doesn't uh, even make sense. This is 07 Wayne, bro. Uh, How about I play fair like roller coaster, roller coasters and clowns, or I get all up in your head like some shampoo. He had his occasional bad games, but they were few and far between. <laughs> yes, okay? but you're going on an album where these guys are known as being like. Real some of the premier underground rappers at the time, like what's going on? But you know, you heard those claps or whatever, like claps. So you know, a big disappointment, and I think they were like, "Yo, let's do a girl song" because of this record and how he took love in it. And turned it into kind of a story song about this girl. Yeah. Um, I like what Wayne did on here for the record. I don't like it as much as loving it. I like it a hell of a lot more than his actual official collaboration with Little Brother, though. Yeah. For sure. Um, uh, (laughs) That's Kanye Barry Bonds level of like, oh, man. That's what I was trying to think of before I was going to start. That's that's when I just I see the names. It's the first time they're working together in an official capacity. And I'm just like, oh, you didn't bring your A game. Seems like I mean, like, hello, Brooklyn 2.0. Well, that's not fair. That's not even like a real Jay trapped him. Okay, check out the review out now, okay? And on YouTube but, now, the snippet is out. Uh, yeah. It's been archived on our channel. You know, but... Yeah, this is uh, the preferred little brother record. Um, even if it is unofficial. Um, I'll just quickly say the banter up top. <laughs> you know, you better, Nick, when he's like trying to contemplate what to call her. When he said, should I just be like, bitch? <laughs> so quick story. In college, I like this girl. We were all in the same class. I was doing a group project with two other classmates. We were driving to some location. It was like we were shooting some sort of like video project. Mm-hmm. And I told them, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like old girl in the class. And they're like, oh, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm texting her right now. And <laughs> they were trying to give me advice. And they were like, the dude, I'll never forget. He told me, he's like, you should just text her back in all caps, bitch. <laughs> like, that's what he said. It. And it cracked me the fuck up. And needless to say, I didn't do that, but I never forgot it. And it was funny to me picturing someone like looking at their phone and just saying, bitch, in all caps, like no punctuation, nothing else. Like, that's a 10, but I didn't do it. Uh, anyway, so the actual bars. <sighs> I always wanted my girl bars to be this good. They were never this good. I wanted them to be. Wayne yeah, like is said, one of the rappers that when he's doing sex songs and girl songs, he gets a longer leash than a lot of rappers do with me. Cause he just, cause he's the pussy monster. He's a pussy monster. <laughs> he's a rock star. And when he's gross, he's funny. And when he's not gross, he's doing it in a way that's like cool. Where yeah. you know, we'll talk about that more when we get to, walk it off or even you look at like dick pleaser from dedication three 
Like, I got a bitch named T. She's real dick pleasing. Shawty in Cuba and working on a visa. Girlfriend Lisa met her in Puerto Rico and she didn't suck dick, but expected me to eat That whole crazy, man. You don't want to meet her, but her girlfriend T. sucked dick by the leader. That whole, like, over the too short record, like, you know, when Wayne gets in that bag, you know, he's just better at it than a lot of people. Oh, it's coming up. Try yeah. 21 for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely coming up. He's he's a good, he's a good, say. look, he was, uh, folks, he's a 99 overall at this point. He had it all. He had the bars, he had the flows, he had the showmanship, the, the humor, the charisma, the ferocity, the hunger, the poise, yes. just everything that you needed to be the best rapper alive, he had in his body. Okay, and it was amazing to witness. It's amazing to revisit. Okay, I mean this whole sequence. You know, she got a wet manhole and your man's fell. Whoa, I slipped in an inkwell. I saw a jellyfish and seashells. No further details. I love the smell of a female, and you one hell of a female. I'm telling you, female. Like, come on, come on. He's, uh, you said don't he's don't understand. You know, must have told me a lie. I wonder why in <laughs> me all I can be all I Oh my god. I wonder if the people in my house are like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> I mean <laughs> at luckily, this time of night. The, the like, person in my house knows what I'm doing, but the people who live below me and next to me have no fucking clue what's going on. Like every every like sure. Wednesday and Thursday and sometimes Friday and Saturday, he like loses his mind. Right. And then oh I mean something sometimes too. Venom. Venom Venom Venom. He's doing it again. He's playing Venom. <laughs> They ain't gonna know what hit him. Venom. <laughs> you know, speaking of Venom, man, I mean, you said it already. The song's low-key storytelling. I've said it a million times on this review. Wayne's a rap nerd. Why do you think Eminem fans like Wayne so much, other than their leader doing enough collaborations with him to suggest that they should like him, too? It's because right. Wayne well, is as much of a nerd. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, it's just... I mean, moments like the man said, sex revolution, baby, I'm coming down the hallway that leads to your stomach. You know, like just that leading into the next bar, the whole I goes down like the stock exchange and then I bring it up. Excuse me. I drink it up. Just the gulping noise. Like showmanship. Just stop. Don't talk to me. <laughs> I'll pop it away. Oh, shit. Jesse just turned it off. He turned the Yeah, I had to throw it in there because I... <laughs> Don't talk to me about Little Wayne. This is I don't know why I expect anything other than a markout session. You have to talk you have to have someone talk to you about Little Wayne for a little bit longer, at yeah. least. Uh, All right, let's uh I ain't got nothing else to say. This is a great girl record. Um, yeah, well I'm not playing that second archivo because honestly it's a reach to play it. And okay. I'm not I'm not just adding fluff for fluff's sake. We're here. Well, I'm not here. gonna play Hamilton's freestyle on this either, so Oh, we don't need that, okay? We don't fucking need that. We can move on. All right, here we go. We finally, well, this isn't even a halfway point. Okay. Track 12, Dedication 2. The title track of the mixtape. Flat fucking nine. Love it. Favorite song on the tape. Wow. Okay. uh, Let me just say this. It's up there for me. 
it's tied for second favorite uh, with another song that we haven't done yet. It's definitely not my number one song on the tape, though. Um, eight plus. Nice. Sing me, baby. Oh, man. So this. this is an example of one where it's slightly altered because, like, you've got the Nancy Sinatra bang bang up top and they you know they teased that out earlier but the beat itself is i believe is ground zero from zero. diplomatic immunity volume one and Great i'll interrupt song. you very briefly to say i didn't know that i i searched this was my favorite beat for like three months i searched so long to find this instrumental in high school and you know how hard it is to search for the title track instrumental of something right but i finally found it like a i searched for like a year like I still got the instrumental that I finally found to this day, you know, but like trying to imagine trying to search dedication to instrumental instrumental. Yeah. I thought I was never going to find it. But anyway, continue. So ground zero. I mean, that whole diplomatic community volume one's a classic, like those heat makers beats that just blaze all of that, like f- just fabulous production across the board. You know how much I love young jewels when he was hungry. Cam is the fucking man. Like, it's a great record. It's a great album. But Wayne just bodied this one, man. I got to give it to him. Like, this shit is crazy. And the beat, like, just how hard this beat goes. And, you know, I was saying it earlier that, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in the background. now. <laughs> like it's just it's this is championship music right here yes yes this is this is war ready shit right here okay i i still get chills to this day just the way it leads into this hard ass beat when you get that nancy sinatra this is a kill bill right yeah it was in kill bill uh it was dude kill bill both soundtracks became heavily sampled and i think because the movie was great and people want to know you know what were those songs they were so good just whenever oh my god bang bang i shot you down bang bang you hit the ground bang bang i get chills when they would call me the ipod king (laughs) now they they actually sampled that on uh straight out of cashville that was young buck's album they sampled bang bang in 04 and okay. I, I mean not to be this guy i'm just i'm this is my show i'm gonna speak how i feel you should. okay i don't give a fuck what you guys think to be honest with you talk to him i heard this shit and i'm a g-unit fan you know so when i heard bang bang off of kill like coming off of you know that same year having seen kill bill volume two and then straight out of cashville drops that summer I'm marking out like crazy right but wait for the beat to drop I used to shoot you I feel like, I, this is my take on this, right? 
this might have been my first like run in with a sample that's like an obvious novelty sort of layup and then the beat drops and I was just like deflated <laughs> because here's the thing that bang bang you can't go back into the guitars just with beat over them because it feels like it's building up to something more epic. So when you just clip it and use it up top before you're going to rap over a dip set beat on paper, that might be like, wait, you're not really even sampling it, but you're utilizing it in a more effective manner. Right. So they just put it up top drama's talking his shit over it. And then when that fucking ground zero beat drops and Wayne, Wayne is just in like, he is our tribal chief. Okay. (laughs) We the ones. Okay. I got my finger up in the air towards the heavens because this man is leading us to the promised land. Where's the shaboing boings? All of them. (laughs) Yeah, let's bring them all in. Here we go. Well, here we go. We get that one going. We'll get the SmackDown special going. Amazing, astounding, marvelous, astonishing, phenomenal, breathtaking, smashing, superb, fabulous, fantastic, tremendous, wondrous, monumental, mind-blowing, terrific, radical, colossal, dynamite, staggering. And then we'll throw in what the audience is thinking. Hey, Dick Ryan, look. He got the dick all in his mouth, look. Shaboing boing, get the dick out your mouth, dummy. Wake up, motherfuckers, it's Wheezy, you got a problem. (laughs) Half of them Katrina victims, we still mobbing. Shiny black black coop at night, look like a goblin. goblin. AK on on the the backseat, baby, it's so... (laughs) And then they run it back at the top This was the verse I spat You know about these runbacks, by the way. Shout out to DJ Drama. You did the runbacks on the correct records. He yes, he did. He picked on, the, the on best literally ones. the best records on the tape. So you know. if you know the other two records that get spinbacks, and you know Get Him had that spinback, like he picked his spots so well with the spinbacks. He knew yeah. what the hardest records were. That's a DJ. A, that's a DJ. All right. Asha DJ. Okay. <laughs> this is oh god, what a tape, man. What a, this is this is a You know what? Asher Roth, you're fucking white privilege, bro. <laughs> what? Where did that You're fucking that white privilege, from? bro. Asher Roth. What's going why did why did he just catch a strike? Look up the track list to both greenhouse effect mixtapes, Mel. <laughs> is Willie the Kid on either of those tapes? Um. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I can't Look see the features up. like that. Can you see? You can't see. No, I mean Greenhouse Effect Volume One. I you know it's some dude named Boyder. Boyder Bailey. Yes. Yeah, these are like his yo 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 friends from college okay. that it. he would put on his early music. Okay. Uh, I mean I don't see any. The, I'm pulling them up right now. Okay, I got the files. Let's see. (laughs) Featuring the roommates. Featuring John Mayer. No, no Willie the Kid. Featuring Ry Ry, Justin Bieber, and Chris Brown. Featuring King (laughs) Mez and Remy Banks. Featuring Lil Wayne. 
featuring Tom Petty, SWV, and the Beach Boys. Okay, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> this is fucking white fucking privilege right here, man. This is <sighs> white privilege. How are you the only fucking gangster grills with no Willie the Kid on it? How did this grift get foisted onto a legend, a king like Little Wayne? And we have to deal with that. And you just got Boiter. Okay? <laughs> Boiter. And Boiter is more white privilege than you. Because we know he can't fucking rap. At least you know how to rap. Okay? Oh. Asher Raw, you're, you're a pretty good rapper. But you are some white privilege. <laughs> I ain't got no no harsh words for uh, Asher Roth. Uh you know, although I think his best contribution to my life is the video from that foy Graw, cranberry, whatever, with the naked chick in it. Um, well, uh, from the top up, she was topless in the in the grocery store aisle. But anyway, uh, well, I just want to take asleep in the bread aisle. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Um, I'll take a moment to say this. Okay, uh. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying he is white privilege. That's what he uh, got for for white. That was how he extent that that was his white privilege. He didn't have to get Willow the kid on his mixtape, even though every other classic gangster girl seems to have. But you know what? Fair enough, because we're doing that little brother one this season. He ain't on there. No one that's not little brother affiliated is on there. Well, he wasn't part of the. You know family, what? Nah, nah, little brother, you had underground privilege. Okay. Oh my god. Oh, you know man. what? DJ Drama said, "Nah, we ain't gonna put Willie the Kid on here. You guys are small time, so you were underground, and he didn't see the benefit in putting Willie the Kid." Asher Roth, you're white, um, but Wayne, Jeezy, Ti, they all have to have fucking Willie the Kid features. Man, fuck Will's, them, right? Will's got stock in Willie the Kid like Vince got stock in Austin Theory. I don't have stock in him. I'm, I'm saying try to I'm get saying, him placements everywhere. No, I'm basically saying like you avoided this like feature that got foisted onto everybody that they probably didn't yeah, want. What makes you so special? Like exactly. That, and, and you ain't mixtape. <laughs> you don't have a Willie the Kid feature. Uh, yeah. Look, um, this period of Little Wayne, he was man. Did this dude just did this? The rapper. And this yes. is, man, did this dude just did this? The mixtape. Okay. This entire, both verses, perfect verse alerts. I used to run this song back like 10 times a day. Quick story. This is Melvin out and out on YouTube, but there's a, I say that because the, the girl I gave flowers to, the story about the flowers in high school. So before that is ever happened, J. Cole's year, story? Or that's before? No, the J. Cole's college. This is the flowers and the, and the, and the Facebook message. Right, uh, right. Look it up, folks. But um, I'll call this girl Derica. Seabro uh, will understand that. Uh, happy birthday to him, by the way. It's his birthday. 11th grade, I took a pre engineering class uh, with Mr. Wisner. He was an ornery guy, but he, I, I respected Jewish. him. Oh, was he? Was he Jewish? I don't know. Why, why? Wisner? Is that I mean, that's. I, I can say that, folks. Uh, by the way, I'm Jewish. Oceanside. He would probably pop up. He was an engineer. Uh, we taught pre-engineering and what that means like we did 3d models of things had to put things like it was a whole program like we were literally pre-engineering anyway i sucked at it not because i had to because i chose to because i didn't pay attention because i was writing raps anyway that's where i first was in class with derica she sat literally right across from me it was kind of like 
there were islands in the room, several islands with like four computers at, at an island, you know, and mm-hmm. we kind of sat like in a sort of pattern. Anyway, she was across from me in, in my in, on, on our island. So I saw her every day, like just right in front of me. She was the prettiest thing in the world to me. Anyway, um, that was when I discovered this record. And <laughs> you already well, know we're gonna, we're gonna, Listen, this is about to be like when the FBI just raided Trump. They're starting to find more boxes. Mel's going to reveal more stolen verses now. No, 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 no. That didn't happen. This this could be worse, though. I was a sick boy because I would play this song so much. And, like, she's sitting right next to me. We were allowed to have, like, earphones in in class. Um, and I would listen to this song. And, you know, the part with the, yeah, I would picture that that was her <laughs> singing that. And we're on stage together. And, like, I'm her rapper boyfriend. And she's backing oh, me up, no. and I'm doing the Wayne versus, nah, and we're killing like, it. Listen, like I had not. her outfit picked out. Like, well, you it was, know what? It was... I talked about you know my imaginary <laughs> relationship with Trish Stratus. I think in the Blueprint episode. So. <laughs> she it. never knew this. I'm pretty sure she doesn't even listen to rap. Um. Anyway, Meanwhile, I switched I'll out of that to, class. To find out she's fucking Buster Wolf. Holy shit. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, yeah, no, she, she, well, no, she can't be because she, well, am I going to incriminate myself? No, I'm not going to incriminate myself right now. Any, any more than I already have. Uh, she anyway, can't be because she's dead and I killed her. No, no, nothing like that. Nothing like that. I, I didn't do anything wrong, folks. Okay. That's all you need to know. But I switched out of that class because I couldn't take any more L's in front of her anymore. It would break my heart because I'm I think I'm, a, I'm smart. I guess I wasn't a smart guy. You know, I wasn't a fucking super genius, but that was the one I didn't pay attention. And occasionally she would ask me, like if I understood what was going on that day. And like, Could I mean, you she be was, smart and not pay attention. That's a good question, honestly. Yes, absolutely, you can because you're smart well, enough to know school is a scam. Well, that's true. Okay. That that's a great point. But yes. I would say like. Shouldn't you be smart enough to know to pay attention? No, because you're smart enough to know that whatever that they want you to scam. pay attention so, to is not important to what you're going to be doing in the future. I don't use polynomials. I probably never will. Do you know the biggest okay. scam of it all, really? And then I'll let you get back to your story. But, I mean, this What's blew that? my mind, right? Uh-huh. We did 12 years of school. Yeah. And we got, like... I don't know, a GPA at the end of it, which helped colleges determine whether or not they would like to. Were worthy of their scam. Right. So what what's strange to me is you, you do all of this. And I had, I didn't pay attention either. I had my own interests that I was pursuing mm-hmm. and I had a job and like, I was just like kind of checked out of the whole thing. And my GPA was in the twos <laughs> because okay, I same. didn't give a fuck. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. when I went to community college, I found out like, oh yeah, you can just basically raise, like you, you just get like a good GPA here and that's what they'll see. They're not going to see the other shit. Right. Like, it's basically like retconning the old GPA. You can replace that. Yeah. And putting a new one. And I'm like, all right, so what's the deal? It's like, oh, it's uh, two years, you know, and you get like a associate's degree or you just transfer to another school, which at that point you'll have the grades from here. 
anyway, I got a 3.95. It was valedictorian, basically. Uh, not va- not valedictorian. What's it called? Dean's list, honor roll, whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna play it. my Dean's list freestyle right now, but yes, yes, that's it was whatever it. some special accreditation. It wasn't definitely wasn't like valedictorian because I think that's just one person. Mm-hmm. But it, it was some fucking shit. And it was community college. I mean, who gives a shit, right? But the fact is, when I when I know it's like, nah, this is grind time. Like if you fuck this shit up. Like you're, you're working yeah. at a buffet, my dude. So like, oh, man. you know, do do something, pay attention. And I was smart enough to know to pay attention there. Where okay, I've gotten a GPA now. I could get into any fucking school I want at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great feeling. But how did we get on this? I was talking about uh, uh, not paying attention in pre-engineering. Right, but you know. Essentially, I see it as this, right? You do something that's ultimately inconsequential for 12 years from like, you know, kindergarten, first grade to the time you graduate high school. Like, it means nothing. They fucking lie to you about this permanent record. All you got to do is move. It's only in that school system. That's how how flimsy the whole thing is. It's not even like... That district has a permanent record, but if you multiple pharmacies resets. can say, "Oh, I pulled up your prescription." Yeah, we can refill your prescription. Here you go, because it's a network. There's no network of GPAs. No bullshit. It's fucking made it to up. Keep you in line. It's indoctrination. Yes. Right. So basically, you put yourself in a position to do well enough to get into a good school by doing good during those 12 years or you do whatever the fuck you want and you do what I would consider a two year house arrest prison sentence with the, (laughs) with the knowledge that once that's over, you're going to have like, you're going to be as good as the people that went to whatever school they wanted to go to. Listen, it speaks volumes. I've probably said on the show before, but like all in high school, I wasn't academically. I hung out with, I knew, I, I didn't know him personally. Like we weren't friends, but like I was in the orbit of valedictorians, people who graduated with honors folks. That was the company I kept whole time. <laughs> I graduated high school with a, I'm pulling on my transcript right now with a 2.65. However, I get to college first semester 3.9. It's about, comfort it's about it i was on the house arrest but it's like this matters you know this matters and like i have to do this shit it's actually important there's money on the line here two ways one my tuition is being footed yeah money's on the line my dad right my dad put the money up and and i was living on my own for the first time i was like i don't want to mess this up i love this i am not i'm not living (laughs) on my own I'm still living with my parents at the time because I'm going to a community college that's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes away from my house. So I'm commuting to and from school. And, you know, A, I don't want to let my dad down because he's paying this tuition and not asking me to reimburse him or anything. It's something he wants me to do. And two... I know how well I do is going to determine my path at that point. So I had to do what I had to do. 
And I was also able to avoid taking classes I didn't want to take because the cool thing is in college, you make your own schedule. Yeah. So I was able to accommodate my personal schedule. I realized very quickly, I think the first semester in college, I'm like, I can't have 7 a.m. classes. I'm falling asleep in the class. Yeah, it's not for you. So I decided I'm going to be the guy that doesn't have to show up to school until 10 a.m., which gives me plenty of time to get to school. Uh No more 7, 7.30 bullshit. Fuck that. All right? (laughs) I'm making the rules now, daddy. (laughs) I'm I'm booking the territory. And by the way, Fridays ain't no school. Okay? Ain't no school. school. And by the way, I'm booking a day where I have a class at 10.30, and then I don't have another class till 2.30, so I can go see a movie. I could walk to the fucking mall, see a movie, and then walk back. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you, college schedule was just amazing. It compares it's to like you. anything hey, else, it, you know? <laughs> I don't think it's any coincidence that when you leave niggas to their own devices and let them, I don't know, study something they care about, they prosper. You know, exactly. Like, it, it's that's the kind of person I am. That's how I operate. You put me in that high school and force me to do things that don't matter to me. You're gonna get a two point six five performance out of me. You know, like I'm. That's what you deserve. <laughs> okay, for doing this and what and I couldn't continue to to not care in that class in front of this girl that I thought was pretty and have her think I was an idiot. So I switched right. out. Mid semester and went into the computer class. The thing about being in school too, like high school, middle school, if, especially if you're in the same district, you're in the same town the whole time. Do you really like? In my mind, the whole thing with like girls in my school was like, they've seen me at my most awkward arrows. Like, I can't portray myself as being cool. They know that's fucking cat, you know? So <laughs> Right. When you're stuck in that whole thing, right, you can't read but, re- but Kahlo, as easily. Kahlo is a whole different experience. So I'm like, yo, this is my chance for a bit of a rebrand where instead of being like the Michael, Sarah, Nathan for you type, I could be more... Uh, uh, swagged out fuck, you know? Give me all your BBC and ice cream right now. And this is, you know, a chance to work on a clean slate and they don't know about you. They don't fucking know about you. They don't know, you know, all those weird, awkward shit you were doing in middle school, like that, you know, the soldier story I told in the Eminem show review, like, they haven't seen you get your ass whooped yet. This is a new opportunity. Like <laughs> you haven't been jobbed out at this territory so far and yeah. the chance to maybe, and I mean, the thing about Kahlo is every class is different. There's always a different dynamic, but like there's a chance to be the top guy again, because they don't know it's a chance. You know, we don't know about any of each other for all we right. know. You know, none of us were the guy or the gal at any point in time. But now's our chance to, you know, maybe, you know, take that leap and be a star. 
And, you know, the thing about being a star is some people aren't trying to fucking be a star. Some people are just trying to do what's asked of them, you know? I've given up on being a star. I moved around too much, you know? Hey, listen, the less people aiming to be a star. I would have tried to be a star at El Camino High School, but I... You gotta be a star. The the thing is, if you can't be a star, then I, I just... I pity thee, you know? I really pity thee. I was, I think, luckily, I'd had a taste of being a star pretty much all the way up until seventh grade, so I wasn't thirsty for it. Right. But I, I let some prime years get away from me. Gotta get, I mean, especially those communido calos. You know, you're sitting in that class. We're all, to some extent, in some way, underachievers. <laughs> or broke or something. Look, community, uh, Dan Harmon series out now. All right, it's a classic. Right. So, you know, I can just as easily kind of s- size everybody up already in the room. Like, no one here is some intellectual giant, and if they are, they don't give a fuck enough to be one. So either they're underachievers, or you know, they're smart enough, like they, like literally smart enough to you know, kind of do the the cheap classes at the community college and then transfer to a four-year. Exactly. Instead of getting shafted at the four-year all four years. I met cooler people at the community college than at the real college. Imagine that. You know? Because the community, okay, was stellar. His community, you know? it It was really a time to be a star, you know? And to get over as you know, a new face in the territory as opposed to this, you know, they know they've seen you get jobbed out for years. They're not going to want to fuck you now. Look, shout out to Miracosta Community College. I took two classes. Uh, Yeah. All I got to say is I'm taking sides, okay? I'm taking sides in the Turkish and Armenian genocide because the Turks... The Turks genocided the Armenians, and this girl in my English 102, she was Armenian. Oh, so, so fucking hot, bro. Like, literally, <laughs> and she was explaining to me, she's the first person to ever put me on to the Armenian genocide, which if you live in L.A., you know about the fucking Armenian genocide because they do a parade every year. Uh, to commemorate it and to remember the people who were killed. Um, But man, like you talk to any Armenian person and you bring up Turkish people, they go crazy. They like fucking hate Turkish people, but I'm taking sides. Okay. The Turkish people, you had no goddamn right to uh, genocide the Armenians. And I'm some of my greatest uh, allies and uh, associates are also Armenian. So, all I got to say is, all right, that girl was so hot. You Turks should be damned ashamed of yourself, okay? Young Turks. Okay. <laughs> okay, we don't care. Well, listen. If all you saw this to... girl, you'd be saying things about the Turks as well. Now, I follow a, an Armenian girl on Instagram. I embarrass myself, actually, in her DMs, but that's for another time. Um, this girl was Yeah, fire. look, Couldn't folks, believe what I was seeing. I, I left that class because I couldn't let her think I was an idiot anymore. And I couldn't imagine her going, yeah, <laughs> every day. And and that's what happened. But this, folks, this song, all right. 
This is what you got to understand. All right. <laughs> this nigga said, watch me let it spray like a hydrant. Can't dodge it. You not getting wet in the rain is not logic. Okay. Just, you got to understand. Listening to Wayne at this time was to, was to willingly force your brain to malfunction for two to five minutes and then put itself back together. Okay. Shoot you. If you block it, leave a nigga awkward, murder the adults and let the kids get adopted. Okay. Listen, got ends, no friends, just brothers, one color. And I spread the motherfucker all over your room shutters. Okay. And then the, the, the highlight of the song is, is daggone the breakdown let me catch my breath. Okay. And then like the, da, 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 almost like a lawnmower, like it's starting yep. up. Pussy ass, pussy ass, pussy ass, pussy ass. Cause that's how the actual ass. beat itself, yes. Ground Zero starts. <laughs> so I like that they were able to include that too, even though they switched the intro out for the Nancy Sinatra. So You know, comes back in shit. just as hard as he left off. Pussy ass niggas, fake fraud ass niggas, trying to save the past, sim card ass niggas. I thought that was the greatest thing ever in the world. Okay, like, just I, I'm gonna just end with I ain't with the game been missing. That's my nigga Jewels. I've been here since twelve. Ten shells, let them save themselves. Fuck them niggas and they pals. Pow, pow. Flat nine. I love this record. It, it's you want to hear ferocity. A man, you want to hear a man eat a beat? Fuck out of my face talking to me about Little Wayne. All right. That's all. Eight plus. Flat nine. Love this thing. And shout out to Derrica, uh, even though you you ain't thinking about me. (laughs) So now I'll say this. Uh, We're getting into the interlude next. And after that, the tape kind of goes on what I would call like even though there are takeaways in certain instances, it goes on a bit of a rough stretch Agreed. At, at that point. Agreed. Yes. It ends strong, but we're going to go into a bit of a rough patch after this interlude. Yes. Uh, yes. So we can move on. All right, here we go. Um, what we got next is <laughs> track 13 wheezy on retirement. Uh, it's a skit in the skit. Yes. Nancy or flat eight. <laughs> Seven plus. This is my favorite skit on the whole tape. And I actually cried this oh, week wow. when I heard it because I don't even blame you. I don't blame you. It's just like, once again, kind of touching on what we said with the last skit. Like, I feel like this attitude doesn't exist yes. anymore where it's like, you know, I'm never going to retire. And. You know, the thing about wanting, like, I hope that rappers are at my funeral. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, this just is motivational for me in a lot of ways. And, you know, Wayne has threatened retirement before, but look, he's still going, man. He's a lifer, okay? It's why the tweet hurt so much when he was like, I'm what? You, I'm, I'm finished. I'm- yeah the yeah the i'm like physically mentally exhausted and everything the same man that two that gave us two words you never hear wayne quit 
I was heartbroken in that Hardee's. I couldn't. It was. It was like. Where's the fucking drop at? Because this is this is how I felt. I thought it was over. Uh, <laughs> fucking where's it? fucking Smokey Robinson at? Okay, because this this shit. I, I I thought I'd never see the day. Yeah, here it is. I, that that I'm finished. Or I'm through. Or I'm done. Or whatever he said. God is dead. That was a true God is dead moment for me. But he's still kicking. Dude, he's still going. When when I heard this this week. You know, I couldn't help but also just think about Rab and when he's talking about would I ever think about retiring? Uh, I look at retirement like I look at retirement like you retire out when you die out, die straight out. up, because you never retire out on what you do. Do you never retire out of what you do? You meaning, mean, meaning, you put so if you much put into so much into if what you do is your life, like mine. You know what I mean? Like my career is my life. So I can never retire out. Even when I stop rapping, I'm still going to be in some kind of way or form or fashion in it. In it. And that's the line that really got me because it was like, you know, I rapped, Mel rapped, and I retired before Mel did because I went on to sort of executive produce and mentor Mel's career when he was still making music and then Mel retired out and we're both basically retired now doing rap, but and we're still in it. We're still contributing we're still to the culture. It. And look, y'all got this rap ain't free. I'm still rapping. Right. So like, it's- like the, the talent will trickle in and, and you'll see kind of um, manifest itself in different ways. Right. But that era of like dropping beat tapes or dropping rap albums or whatever it is like that era is most likely finished for me at least for the time being but I don't consider myself retired and I never actually made any statement about retiring when I stopped putting out my own music I just stopped putting it out because I never want to rule out the opportunity to put something out again if the situation calls for it and things feel like it's a, it's the right place, right time to do it. But in my current position, no current plans, not working on anything whatsoever, not like even in the back of my mind at all. And I still feel as in it, if not more in it than ever, because I'm here every single week talking about this stuff and you're hearing using the the, knowledge you gained. Yeah, I'm mean, hearing the opinions of two people who dedicated their lives to this the entire previous decade and even a little before that. So You're gonna make me cry. Don't <laughs> you know <laughs> what I see now is you know, this show ultimately is uh already you know there's more probably recorded hours of the show than there are recorded hours of music that i've made and with the intention that i have to do this show for as long if not longer than i did music you know not only is this mules and mel's last stand but i feel like this is the ultimately most important thing i will do as far as someone who creates things and gives them to the public. So, you know, 
this intro or interlude or whatever really hit me hard this week. You know, not just because I love Wayne and I'm a mark for, you know, some of his little interludes and stuff like I was for the best rapper alive one. But this one has actual emotional resonance to me and feels very motivational to me and asp- and not not like um, affirmation, affirmation, like like it's it, it's it affirms my beliefs in things, you know, I mean. I wasn't surprised that I felt the same way because these beliefs were instilled in me by this guy. Look, yes. I had a great rap now, daddy, mind, so to speak. Mules, he was my rap daddy. Mules is just short for Lie Mula, which is what I was rapping under. And where is Lie Mula from? It's from Young Lil Mula Wayne. Baby. Yeah, from Young Mula Baby. Yeah. And someone started calling me Lie Mula. And it was specifically because I was a big fan of this man. So Mules is actually derivative of Moolah, which is derivative of Young Moolah. And you know what? Mel is actually a return to my original rap name of Lil Mel, which was <laughs> Lil Wayne. Me wanting right. to be Lil, Lil Wayne, Wayne, but it's just you're not Wayne, you're Mel. So Oh, this is an emotional episode. Mules and Mel wow. are it's, Lil it's such Wayne. Such a full circle. <laughs> That's basically what this is. This is Lil Mel and Lai Mula, you know, doing a Lil Wayne review, which is probably why this might end up being longer than the Kendrick. That that makes sense. It had to it had to happen. Okay, I guess. And it's it not just, just a like... Lil Wayne review because we did like the victory lap Carter three, the big capstone moment already. But right. this is like that nostalgic period. This and Drought three. This is what started for it. both of us. I know are those kind of more like, I don't know, for me personally, at least this and drought three elicit more specific nostalgic memories than Carter three, which I have a ton of nostalgia tied to as well. Yeah. You're listening to two stands of this guy who are literally talking to you with their fake names that they name themselves after this guy for. So, I mean, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know, I'm hitting the drop. Show your hands up if you love music. Show your hands up if you love music. Show your hands up if you love music. Because that's what this review is tonight. All right. I just. Sometimes they are. That's that's rad, you know? Yeah, look. I mean, you retire out when you when you die out, you know? And this is the guy who put that that in me. I, I'm I'm not. Look, I don't know now, who raised y'all other niggas, but Lil Wayne raised me in this rap for, thing. All right. For me, at this moment. If this tape ended right here, which it would be a shame if it did because there's still some highlights later on. But if it ended right here, this would be a 12 out of 13 for me. You know? Yeah, look. It just... You know, the first half of this tape plus this interlude, pretty much damn near perfect. We've had nothing but praise. I am going to be a little more critical going forward, at least until we get to, you know, uh, the last few tracks. So same, actually, same. But if we can we can transition to that portion. We can uh, leave leave off with with Wayne's words at the end, which cracked me up. You know, talking about you know, I hope I'm known for something different too. You know, other than being a rapper. But like, you know, he says, but that's what I'm going to do. It ain't hopefully. I know what I'm going to do. I'm that nigga man. <laughs> you know, just the confidence. The confidence from this guy. This is 
I lost that when Hamilton became my new rap daddy. I fell in the emo land and lost all this. But yeah, man, Wayne, you just love hearing stuff like this. Okay. And yeah, says the quote retired rapper, because you, you never know when I might pop up again. So yeah, we can move on. You want to move on? Yeah. All right. Track 14, Popping in Bottles, uh, featuring Currency and Mac Main, uh, 7 plus. Wolves and Milk Connect, actually for the first time in the review, I believe. Yeah. Um, 7 plus. Now, this is one of the examples of a song where I actually prefer the original. I wrote that too. I said, now this is one where it might not top the original. Yeah, because especially the chorus, like Mac Main, Popping them Bottles, Pop, Pop. Is nothing compared to Project compared Pat. To pop popping yeah. my color. Popping yeah, pop my color. Yeah. You're not but this beat has always been one of my favorite sort of late career 3-6 Mafia beats and songs in general, really. Um, I'm giving it a 7 plus because I love the beat. And I've always been a mark for Wayne's verse. And he goes first. I, I'm a mark for parts of it uh I, i'm a big fan of uh my bitch keeps saying that the judge got a date for me i tell a silly bitch in your honor they can wait for me okay i'm going we, in the we always with the would steady quote, chasing me i don't know why this was such a favorite quote of me and my friends but we would always rap along to the i guess i'm the number one lakers <laughs> fan Yellow bottle, yellow bottle, purple bag, purple bag. Maybe it was a Goofy Mules and Co. moment. Because I wrote, this is not great, but his goodwill's through the roof. He can take it easy for a He can take it, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, currency's (laughs) cool on here. Uh, Mac Main is Mac Main, you know. He's not terrible. Like, he doesn't, he never bothers me, but he's never impressed me. Mac Main, the underrated rapper, according to Mel. I'm a big Mac Main uh, apologist. He's but, fine. I mean, yeah. he's he's inoffensive. Uh, yeah. But the beat and Wayne's verse get this seven plus. I can't, in good conscience, give this over a seven over. plus. Yeah. Uh, standout line from Currency. One night I was so high, I thought that I forgot how to read. <laughs> Made me laugh. Um, and Mac Main, of course, pops me. Uh, you ain't got to go to Mickey D's for quarter pounds. Anyway, I love McDonald's references. Um, there's an ad at the end from DJ Drama. Young Money, big shout to Alexis Motors. And he's like, go see oh, him when you're ready to ride like a professional. AlexisMotors.com, <laughs> Alexis Motors. I think that was his. So. We haven't really talked too much about Drama's presence on the tape. but you know, I actually want to like- call back to something. Okay. Um, just to, you know, shout him out. He, on working him at the end, he was saying "R.I.P. Proof, R.I.P. Big Hawk," and I played some Big Hawk on this show before. Houston he rapper. Uh, Recently, I thought I that was cool that yeah. he shouted them out. You know, nobody has spent this many hours not lying about how they feel. <laughs> you know, fuck it. We'll come back in right here. Wow. <laughs> Are we keeping that in? We should. <laughs> that was money. <laughs> I just ate a. I just ate a son of baconator and drank half of a small coke and I'm back. <laughs> that fuel, that rab fuel. I'm uh, five hours into a recording on an episode that is about to be over ten hours, 
I need the fucking fuel to continue. I can't give a substandard performance and start losing energy just because I have less nice things to say about a few of the songs going forward. I was I was eating. I drank a Zoa to start. I, I was going to eat before, and I'm like, I just I ain't have time. I just ate a few Slim Jims and a, a cookie I had from Wendy's. That's what I'm doing, you know? That's what I'm running on. <laughs> it works, so... Yeah, By the way, um, and this doesn't have anything to do with this particular delivery, but if you're in L.A., the Wendy's on um, Sunset, the Wendy's that's on Sunset and La Brea has the old fries with the sea salt. They do? Oh, man. Oh. The Wendy's on Figueroa Street... And on Vermont Avenue, neither of them have the sea salt. Even when I've specified on the online orders to like add sea salt, they don't. This the fries just come crispy and unsalted. That was a new very fries. weird, gross. But the the fries with the skin and the sea salt at the Sunset Boulevard and La Brea. Uh, what is it? La Brea? La Brea what? Garrett Labrie. It's like That's anything home. else. Road, <laughs> Boulevard, Street. Yeah, you know, La Brea Avenue. Like anything else? What is it? La Brea? Fucking. I don't know. I'm from New York, man. Fuck this place. But it's La Brea and Sunset. You guys know what I'm talking about. Go to that Wendy's. And get them fries. All right. <laughs> There's something original. You don't like them new fries. You like them old fries. <laughs> oh, man. That actually, yeah, that's a perfect opportunity for me to say. Uh, definitely when I was rapping these lyrics at the Yo 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 School, who was I hoping would uh, listen and be impressed? White girls. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, you want to move on? No. Uh, oh. I want you to hit that drop and try to recreate the E-40 song from my ghetto report card. Oh, the, uh, <laughs> you don't, don't give me these ideas, man. I'll make a whole beat out of this. White girls. Like, what's the, how the drum pad, the Rick Rock drum pad? White girls, white girls, white girls, white girls, white girls, white girls. She want that. White girls. White girl. White girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't don't do this. Don't don't Hold don't up. do this. Hold up. Hold up. Oh my god. One sec. Um, oh my god. Let me see if we can kind of make this um, on the fly here uh, we made oh beats back in the day we're producers okay we don't really we talk about that i guess yeah that, i'm more know. of a producer than a rapper i've i've just have 10 times as many beats as i have raps um i got i got you okay we're gonna make <laughs> no. it happen right here and right now on the on a CISO premiere let's go yeah that's it right Oh, okay. White girl. White girl. White girl. White girl. White girl. White girl. 
White girl. White girl. Okay. So do not make me rap on that because it'll happen. You cannot give goofy male goofy ideas. It's coming. God, it's gonna be my, my most cooned out record yet. You'll see. Uh, oh man, shout out to Jenny A and Jenny O. Hell no, I'm talking that about that. Sounds like a fucking hook. Shout out to Jenny A, shout out to Jenny O. <laughs> Jenny A, oh. <laughs> I saw Jenny A in Peoria Heights uh, the other the other week, and I was uh, like, Jenny A, like, I want you to get my dick wet for me. Okay, Kevin Gates, let's not. She got a man, I think. We don't want to. want to do that. <laughs> so, anyway, you can watch. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Here, here we go. Uh, Track 15, What You Know. Uh, I know this is a 7 plus. I know this is the first actual song on the tape. I'm going to give a flat 6. Damn. And I'll just lay it out real simple. It doesn't need to be a long, drawn-out thing. Uh, I know it's a mixtape, but it sounds really low. And this beat has so much like actual thickness to it in reality. I've said it before. I'll say it again. What you know by TI was one of, if not the best rap radio single of 2006. I greatly prefer the original to this remake. And that's partly because Wayne just does a verse and leaves like this isn't, this isn't so like a quick a, little exercise. Yeah, this is not like a minutes. Wayne bodying. This is just him coming in for a quick little verse. It's fine, but it's not one of the highlight verses from him on this tape. And I just play, play, I, I again, I'm going to skip one of the two archivals I brought in, but play what you know, and then play this so they can hear the difference in the texture of the sound. Okay. Let's see. Don't you know? Don't you know? Oh, you were gonna play "I'm Blooded." Oh, that's that was good. That drought three. We saved it for. Well, they're both they're both tomb beats, but you know. All right. Okay. We're making an awful time. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I don't want to split it to three parts. You know. Oh, you said. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how that would work. So yeah. No, we, we're not in danger of that. We're not in danger of that. So yeah. Here we go. They are the mastering. They are the hook. 
Now, I, I want to say before I play the, the dedication to Freestyle, I think I said this on the show before. Growing up, I, I know now he said Louie Knapsack, but I thought he said yeah. Lewid, like L E W D, like Lewid Knapsack. Knapsack. Sure. It's a thing <laughs> that is, exists. It's really, it's lewd, but Lewid Knapsack. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Uh, here's the dedication to Vernon. AlexisMotors.com. Go see it when you're ready to ride like a professional. What y'all know about that hard work? What y'all know about the crowd? I know all that. What y'all know about where it gets you? Yeah. Y'all better learn something. I'm about to close the books. I shout it. It's nothing like it. I shout it. AMG. Yeah. I'm a New Orleans gangster. After the storm, boy, it took about three million to rebuild my home. But I'm back on defense, back in my zone. I eat rappers and go in my yard and bury they bones. Huh. My pocket's on Raven Simone. That's fat. What you know about that? Huh? See, I'ma keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> There's like a buzzing in the original beat, like that saw kind of sound almost. Uh huh. The synth is just so much more full bodied. Yeah. This just sounds muted in comparison. Kind of like what you were saying about the you don't know and you don't know remix with Jay-Z. Like, uh-huh. even as a freestyle, this just feels um, a little light in the sound department for me. And, you know, thinking about this record in general, like, I, I love, I've always loved the beat. Uh-huh. And... I just think that, like, it's not really a beat that you just, like, rap on. T.I. wrote a song. Yeah. This isn't a great, like, freestyling beat. It's being... The melody is driving through the whole beat. Yeah. And T.I. kind of raps, not melodically, but sort of acknowledging the melody. It's somewhat it's sort of sing on there. Yeah, there yeah. You, you know, like, yeah. you know about me, dog. Nothing about me, dog. Nothing yeah. about me, dog. <laughs> you know, he does some more traditional rapping like you heard when he started the first verse, but he gets those sing-songy things in his verse. It's like, you know, a pretty catchy record overall. Yeah. And I just don't think it's the kind of beat you jump on yeah and it wasn't a popular beat on mixtapes it's just kind of a song you know yeah wrong beat from that album to hop on when he hopped on top back on drought three that's when he (laughs) that's when he fucking went off okay he got this fucking beat pounding this pounding but it was just lost until i found it i found it it. (laughs) somewhere like a scoundrel okay let me yeah it's another day another day dot com oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> don't get me started this is just yeah another tape another day another season okay another shaboing boing fest coming up but uh yeah um i mean y'all heard some of my favorite lines you know the whole katrina boy it took about three million to rebuild my home i was always amused by the raven simone line not because i thought it was but i never thought of her as fat like right you know, like I, yeah, she's like big boned. I suppose. like there are people that, let's be honest, you think of as fat. Raven Simone was never one of those people to me, though. Like, you know, 
So it always like, all right, I guess Raven Simone is fat to Wayne. Uh, so far ahead of them niggas, we got a time difference. Uh, don't confuse me with them. I'm different. Love it. This shit I grew up on. And, and, and you Jay know, line. Yeah. There you go. You know, Jay. Fuck him. Well, <laughs> Jay, uh, paraphrase, I suppose. Yeah. Trying to holler a tip for a movie audition. You know, I mean, ATL. Yeah. And he uh, says no. the new, new line at the end, you know, referencing the ATL movie. Keep a bad bitch skating like new, new. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's I mean, fine. But it's it's just I don't know between the how light the beat sounded on here and he's just coming in from one verse, yeah, and not delivering like a a great like save the song sort of verse for me like he did on Welcome to the Jungle. Eh, I'm good on this one. All right. Well, you want to move on? Yes. Track sixteen. Where to cash at? Now, the bad website said featuring Remy on Currency. It's really a Currency record featuring Wayne and It, it was Ma. supposed to be the lead single to Currency's debut album on Young Money. Right. You know, because they, they... Or was it... Like, was it, know, it was Young Money still at this time. Yeah. Um, Currency had, you know, this album that never actually ended up coming out, but this was the single, and it was put out on you know, CD, single, and vinyl as an actual single, like clean, dirty, instrumental, all that. So this is a currency song featuring. But here's the thing. Usually our protocol on mixtape reviews is if it is a song that appears on an album, (laughs) we'll just rate it and move on. But this album never came out. It, Oh. We usually save the actual analysis for when we get to that album that the song ultimately no landed album to get on. To. Right, right. Okay. When we do "Trap or Die" this season, there's like three or four songs from Thug Motivation 101 on there. We're right. just going to give our ratings, and you'll actually get our reviews of those when we do Thug Motivation 101. Yeah. In this case, we need to discuss the song because the album was shelved; it never ended up coming out. And currency left the label. He went independent. Yeah. Well, it's a shame because I needed a non mixtape mix for this one. Six plus. Okay. Um, I'm not mad at that, really. Um, I I like this song. It's a flat seven for me. Ding me, baby. This is the thing about this one. It's my first skip of the night, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, this, where the cash at, you know, I see she wearing them jeans that show a butt crap. My girls can't wear that. Why? That's where the stash at. You know, that fireman. That always bothered me because the rhyme was right there. Ass crack. Stash right. at. Ass crack. Why, why, we, why we switched to butt crack? I, I don't know. Anyway. And then the way Wayne opens up his verse on here, got a bitch in the back, got a hoe in the front. He's playing off of that BMJR from the Carter. But his verse is, it's slamming. (laughs) I said Wayne held his mans down. He do that for his people. He gave Currency a really solid feature verse on here. I think Currency did pretty good. Uh, The voice, you know, the voice is back, folks. Uh, I generally like Remy Ma. I wasn't a big fan of her on here. 
Uh, I said I go seven. Lady, I go seven y'all. plus without her. Okay. In this uh, particular she, instance, I thought she gave rather uninspired performance. That's the moments that made me giggle. Like she flipped the hard dick and bubble gum into wet pussy and bubble gum, which, you know, I guess I did pop for uh, this one dude had me laughing. If it's just one thing I can't stand, it's a baggy magnum. Uh, <laughs> um, ultimately, I think this was a bad mixtape mix, meaning it didn't do justice to the record. Like I wanted, like, I think if it was cleaner, I could give it at least that seven minus. If you go and find the single mix for it, you'd probably give it a seven minus. Yeah, because here's the thing: Curran handled business. All right, Curran yeah. did what he had to do. You know, you know Curran uh, also coming off of, I believe, two features or maybe just one feature on Carter too. So, you know, he he was like for a minute there, he was kind of like the next up out of Young Money. Yeah. You know, which I mean, his he career went on trajectory a is career. awesome. Yeah. He has an yeah. awesome career trajectory. It's great to not look at him as a what could have been, right? Where are they now? Situation. I don't have to tell you what he's doing. Okay, yeah, a dedicated he's, fan base. He releases often enough. Yeah, seems and to as be a happy, solo healthy. artist, he's been almost uh, coming up on almost a fifteen-year career as an independent solo artist. So gotta love it. And and you know what? Still cool with Wayne. They still do records yeah. together. We just played that what was Smoke Something thing. Smoke Something. The, there was a Fat Albert a record with uh, him and Currency over the Alchemist beat from the Alchemist Craft Singles. Or no, it was on the... It was it was at Craft Singles, then it was on that Alchemist and Currency Carrollton Heist album. Like They still work together and respect each other. So I think it's cool... And currency has a great story. Um, he he actually made the right choice by leaving Young Money. It seemed like a horrible decision at the time, but mm-hmm. he really showed everybody up. Basically, and was just like, "No, I, it's not a horrible decision. <laughs> it's the best decision possible." Yeah. I'm a boss, and Wayne's a boss. Yeah, that's what he did. That's that. Uh, that's that pilot talk. You know. And I mean, I would have hated to assuming things would have went the same way. You got to then stand behind Nikki and Drake, you know? So, like, yeah, which I got mean, out at the right time. Yeah. You're just you're you're not in that space and you know it, you know, you you know that like that's not where you want to be. It's not the kind of music you want to make. Right. But uh, Yeah, I enjoy that's more stepping yeah. away from Mr. P. You know, but remaining cool with Mr. P, even after the fact, even though I thought the best move for me was to not pretend to be a black guy only for people to find out that I'm white. Yeah, and we're we're all thankful that that's the decision you made. <laughs> there's you know? there's more on that in some episode last season. I can't remember which one. Yeah, I was just trying to remember, too. Uh uh, yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Within the past five episodes, I want to say. But um, yeah, I pop for I like the Amarees. You can have them on Morosis. We know about her. Uh, yeah, Currency had a good verse. Wayne, dude, I, I tell her, get your money, ho, or just stop breathing because if it ain't about that dough, it ain't about me neither. Classic Wayne. It's, the That's thing about Currency on here is like 
I'm so used to his voice now. Like that solo currency era, that jet life, jet life, all that. Hearing him sound so young and like a little green behind the ears. And then Wayne, like in his prime. Is that the phrase green behind the ears? I think so. I don't know, wet behind the ears. Yeah, maybe wet behind the ears. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's it's a new ears. one from Best of Love to <laughs> Green Behind the Ears. You know what it is. is that, so, oh, shit. I made a new word. <laughs> that's right. So, oh, Green yeah. Behind the Ears. And there uh, you go. Oh, that's a new it. word. I just yeah, invented it. There you go. <laughs> uh, you know, so to hear that juxtaposition between, like, still kind of green currency and then prime Wayne is a bit weird. You know, it's like when they do their collabs later, it sounds like they're more on even keel with each other because Wayne is not the greatest rapper in the world by the 2010s when he gets out of jail and currency has significantly improved. Yeah. So they're, you know, more like on the equal footing as peers musically. Yeah. But this is cool. I like this record. I've always just uh, marked out for the Wayne verse in particular. It's one of many great Wayne feature verses from around this time. I make more than I can fit in this quote. Uh, should be an Instagram caption in the modern day. Uh, only other note I have is the concept itself too. I've never really like been a fan of like, you know, like like my girl going to ask you where to cat. Is that just a way to protect your ego from like the bruise of your girl wanting to sleep with other niggas? Like, because you try to play it off like, oh, I'm a pimp. Like my girl, if she fuck, you know, she's going to ask where the cash at. Like, I'd rather her not. <laughs> Personally. Yeah, I don't live that lifestyle. So I know I sound like a square, but I just, I'd rather, rather her not be in that position. I not be in that position, you know? They said, man, I thought you said you were going to marry Abella. She gets fucked on camera for money. I'm like, no, eh, that's different. That's a job. You know, I can usually retired. Partially, you know, she dating that lawyer, personal injury lawyer, black star review out now. Anyway, uh, six plus. She's actual- dating that lawyer, personal injury lawyer, black star <laughs> review out now. This show, this show, man. <laughs> All right. Oh God! Uh, Fuck is going on here? Okay. <laughs> you got anything else? Yeah, this is like this show is like the Funhouse Mirror version of the Library of Congress. <laughs> it sure is. It really is. They need to put that on like the front box or of the like or wrap the book. It's an official quote. The Funhouse Mirror. Of- version of the library of congress you get a little has a little something for everyone not even gonna bring in the drop (laughs) but yeah uh all right you want to move on fuck all right track 17 riding with the ak featuring currency and mac main flat six (laughs) that's all i gotta say okay because this is my least favorite song on the tape Wow. And I have to say, I made a discovery this week, and it wasn't a good one. Okay. Six minus. Um, 
I've always known the original song he's rapped on. It was a minor hit around this time, maybe like a few months earlier, prior summer. Uh, Kryptonite by Purple Ribbon um, All-Stars, I believe. It's Big Boy, Killer Mike. You know, it was kind of his post-Outcast thing that he was doing. Mm-hmm. He had the Purple Ribbon Entertainment label. This was the compilation album showcasing them. And Kryptonite was the single. Now, I've dogged Wayne in the past for rapping over basically YouTube type beat remakes of beats that he could have probably just either, if he looked harder, could have actually gotten the real instrumental for, or given his stature in the rap game, perhaps could have acquired the beat by just. I don't know, making a few calls, emails, texts, whatever. So I clowned on Dedication 4, for instance, the horrible Lamborghini Mercy YouTube remake that him and Nikki rapped on. <laughs> that shit was just like, bro, you're little Wayne. Kanye West The one that baffled me the most was that started from the bottom on Dedication 5. Oh, yeah. I'm like, that's bro, even, he's on your label. Yeah. Like... You can get, and by the way, this instrumental is actually available. Yeah, it was like, oh, that's Cortez. <laughs> I don't know. It might not have been Cortez's fault, but now yeah, I, I, I wrote that off as a post-jail Wayne's washed. I can't believe he's doing this sort of thing, bro. He does it on this tape twice. Hmm. This is the first instance. Kryptonite's in the folder. Play it and then play this beat and tell me that this isn't a remake. It's a decent remake, a better remake than the other one that's coming up. But I can tell that it's not a one to one. All right, let's check out Kryptonite. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. day. Straight up, pimp. If you want me, you can find me in the air. I'm on it. 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 Again, I gotta turn back round and tell these hoes That I am the beast and I see bitch That's just the way it goes I be on that shit that I had you on that I don't want no more At this time I need all my freak hoes to get down on the floor If you came to rep your set Right now nigga let them know If it's jail I get for stomping and hitting the sleep Fuck it I go Freak I be out in the week Straight geeks working down your street In the stolen blind of bill with 23's on the feet The legend Rocky D. Brown Back in time to be Sounds similar enough to me. I mean, I'm about it's to very similar, but play the Wayne version now. All right, let's see. Um, it's interesting though that this is a remake because my note was I was like this beat uh, didn't do nothing for me. Well, but maybe well, I'll get to that. I'll get to that in just a moment. Okay. I, I be on it, on it all night, man. I be on it all day, straight up. Boy, if you want me, I be yes, riding with that K, 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 K,
Time and time again, I gotta grab my phone and call it Wayne. Let me use your throwaway, cause niggas out your plan, man. They just don't get it till I pop the trunk and come back with it. Barrel on the burner, big enough to spit a hundred midgets. I'm from the Crescent City, moving nothing less than 50. Has more shells than you'll find in the sea, and you don't need to know your alphabets to recognize a G. I'm in the Lambo making donuts like I work for Krispy Kreme. Excuse my flaws and So like I said, it's a pretty good recreation. Yeah, it is. But the instruments are actually different and it's not the beat. It's it's not. You put them on top of each other, you'll hear exactly what I'm saying and A B them as if you have like audacity or something, you can put them in the same window and A B them like that. You'll see that they're not and and this brings me to my next point, right? Mm-hmm. This beat's not good enough to not like. If you can't find the beat for this, which by <laughs> the way, it got a twelve inch. It was a single. You could have found the beat, but if you must rap on this beat, rap on the beat. This beat's not good enough to rap, to hunt down a remake of. I agree. Because now that I've heard the original, I, that, that didn't really do that much for me either. So, I mean, uh, I'm good. So, I mean, this is just a situation where, for starters, I can hear the differences in the two beats. It'll be much, much more clear the next time I bring this up. But mm-hmm. we can get into the sort of reinterpretation of that you know i'd be on it all night man i'd be on it all day straight up i just enough i don't i didn't i'm I'm good on that i didn't want to hear that redone i don't really like the flow that this beat brings out of everybody and they're kind of just doing the flows that they're doing on the purple ribbon song they're not really switching it up and doing something else with it Wayne, of course, has the best verse, but his verse isn't amazing to me on here. And Currency and Mac Main are forgettable on here. Um, yeah, I, 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 I mostly bought I, I think people like this is a cult play. I don't know. I, I feel like I've heard that I be on it like a lot. Like, I don't know. People like the song or something, but I hear a lot of mouth noises because <laughs> it's dry. Like that when the beat's not there when he's doing that part. So I'm just like, okay. You know, I just hear, I just hear a lot of mouth. <laughs> That's um, what Big Boy was doing on the original, though. So this is like too much of a one to one with the original, and the original was a song that I felt got old pretty quick as well. So um, this is a is, completely forgettable track on here for me. They could have done this. The currency saying you don't need to know your alphabets to recognize a G. It's like yeah. Uh, Wayne had a line, you don't need an alphabet to see. I stole that was a line I stole from him and and put on a song early in my career. Uh that I be on that gangster shit. I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> you know? No, yeah, that I be on that gangster shit. Straight yeah, up I'm on good. that gangster shit. I be on that straight up on that I be on that gangster shit. Okay. Oh, I'm good. I'm we good. don't care. Yeah. This I is mean, I wrote fine. He's fine. Philo. It's Philo, uh, is what it is. 
Wayne has a flow moment where he's like, quit, I, I, I can't remember if it was a quick woman and bitch of a nigga trip hopping on in, giving that nigga that shit, pull it right over, park that, everybody around the trunk door. That, I don't remember the exact flow, but he was he was flowing. But, he's uh, doing the same flow they're doing on the Purple Ribbon song. Oh, they were though, doing it on the, okay. Yeah, and also, you already showcased Currency and Mac Main on a better freestyle just a few songs ago. What are we doing? Well, we don't need to ride with that AK. I don't care <laughs> for this one, okay? It's six minus... It's the one track on here. <laughs> this isn't my only song. Obviously, I already gave What You Know a six. But this is the only one that I'm actively like looking to skip whenever I play this tape. Yeah. I'm not trying to hear this shit. Well, hey, I ain't Fuck. got nothing else. I ain't got no more talking. Okay. All right. So, uh, you want to move on? <sighs> yeah. Track 18, Wheezy on the Streets of N.O. Um, yeah. I said, Mel, you just, you're on Silly Boy time now because it's uh, 3.28 in the morning. No, my rating's been finalized for days now. That's Eight right. minus. A seven minus for me. Ding me, baby. We're back to my standard interlude slash skit um, enjoyment. It's not, it doesn't mean as much to me as Wheezy on Retirement. But... This is a, a interlude on the tape that's important, especially because of where we're going to go. But, I mean, we get the dedication after disaster interlude as well, but that kind of is setting up for no other. I feel like, you know, this tape coming out, not so close to Katrina, because it was almost like nine or ten months after Katrina, but like with enough time to survey the aftermath and have your recollections on it. Cause this is the first tape that he's really digging into that stuff. We heard some of it on Carter too, as well, but this tape is the Katrina tape to me yeah. because of especially, you know, the finale and everything, but <clears throat> yeah, this is a, uh, this, this is, is another is. like Wayne, <laughs> banter that I pop for because it's that era when he just got on the mic and it was just gold, man. No, I pop for it. Cause I know that the topic is not funny. I, <clears throat> I said, it's sort of okay. In its inclusion, but it's classic Wayne and it's delivery. I mean, cause the title it's called wheezy on the streets. And no, first thing it's, you hear is him addressing it right now, man, though. the streets in New York <laughs> this is real fucked up because he's about to jump on that UNLV beat. So it's just it's it's one of those things where you're queuing up the next song and getting back into some New Orleans shit. Then the next time we go there, he's queuing up another song where they're talking about, you know, New Orleans, Katrina, FEMA, all that stuff on no other. This is part of this tapes kind of defining salvo, I guess, at the end is like you know, it's all kind of leading up to that. So I just can't separate the two. Like when I think of Wayne and Katrina, this is the tape that pops up in my head. I just find the bluntness and quickness of addressing the title to be comedic. But, you know, obviously after that, it's very honest. You know, I mean, his commentary on the situation, I think is worth listening to. I mean, it's eight minus. I, I like, I like what he said a lot. So, yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, you want to go to the next track? Yep. 
Track 19, Walk It Off. As we confuse with Walk It Out by DJ Unk. Uh, seven plus. Mules and Mel Connect. Seven plus. Um, <clears throat> I wrote, it's crazy how easily, I was talking about this earlier. It's crazy to me how easily he can fall back into that New Orleans sound. Yes. Like, but without still regressing. Yeah, exactly. Still be the same Wayne he is throughout the whole tape. You know, like that Manny beat comes on. He's just locked in like he never stopped being a hot boy. I'm a good looking rapper. I ain't trying to stop. He's got the whole bounce in there still. You know, like. Oh, and this is this is one where I'm going to say verse two, perfect verse alert for me. Oh, yeah. He's storytelling again. He's doing okay. the storytelling. And again, that dick pleaser off D3. That roll call type of. Yes. Yeah. Going through all the different girls and stuff like that. He's better at going through the girls than Jay-Z is. Oh, for sure. Girls, girls, girls. Girls, 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 girls. Girls. Girls Barkley, girls Hamilton. Who are you talking about? Girls. You know, they asked Jay, you know, you watch, you watch premium cable and he's, yeah. What do you like? I like girls, 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 girls on HBO. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's watching them girls. White girls. Definitely silly boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know about him. I'll be hanging out with Lena Dunham and shit. Uh, yeah, uh, Wayne is is snapping with the stories. Okay, you know it, it's just that's that's all there. You gotta love. Uh, I ain't trying to get engaged. You can meet me at the altar when a nigga really dead. That don't even rhyme. It's one, one of my top ten moments on the tape is in that verse too, when he says she got an earring in her pussy. Well, no, she has a piercing, but an earring goes in your ear. And I always <laughs> love that he says she got an earring in her pussy. That's the fucking. That's that Wayne in 06. Okay. The, the vernacular is so spectacular. Every day so okay. she can come on herself. That's, that's this crazy. is what's going Nasty on right Wayne. now. This man is a poet. He's a nasty poet on this one. He's the best. There's a story. It's not even a story, but I was riding around my dad and his friend, who's like much older than him. I think this friend of his is like in his 60s, maybe 70s now. And it was probably 2015 i think we were visiting him and like little wayne came on the radio and you know i guess he was familiar with him he just turned my dad he's a he's a nasty son of a bitch isn't he (laughs) like he is he is that's what he knew about wayne is that he's nasty you know and he is he's a nasty dude but yeah there's the verses gotta love him going through all the different types of women uh lots lots of quotables in here uh yeah, he's just him and man. Like, come on, like he never left, like he never stopped. Uh, them hoes, they mad. You know, white people made memes out of hoes mad. Listen, we've been saying hoes mad forever. Get with the program, you know. Like y'all not. Matter of fact, don't leave the program alone. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Stop trying to take stuff. Mel sending mixed messaging. Hey, it's late. My message. That's, that's how up. you get those ego azaleo freestyles. We on, we on, we on. Oh, man. Yeah, look. Uh, okay. Can't forget about my bitch name, Meaty Boo. That's all I got to say. Shout out to Meaty Boo. As we know, shout out to the line about this. 
<laughs> it's pop me. Uh, I can't forget this. Uh, here's another bitch. Her name was Aisha. She rather did good make a mean cheese pizza. One time cheese, it was so good. I told pizza. her order one more. She said, it's not Domino's. It's DiGiorno's. That's the line. That was it. That's classic. <laughs> but cheese pizza, you know, that's fine. That's But that's that's plain. There's no toppings. Because when you really want to spice it up on a Friday, you got to get that pepperoni pizza. <laughs> pepperoni pizza. I don't even think we explained pepperoni to people why you started pizza, out with that. <laughs> pepperoni pizza. Folks, on my shift today, you know, I'm a food man at work. I went to deliver some food and these kids were out front. And that was pizzas. And they just launched his girl just launched into a jingle. Just pepperoni pizza. And it popped me. Because you got to love with, you know, like that. I'm too old and jaded to do things like that anymore. Like to just We're launch stealing from the kids now. We're stealing God their steal jingle. The kids. We're stealing the sauce. We're just like the fucking Drake and all the others who are stealing from the young talent, you know? It was very much, you know, the Eddie Murphy said, ice cream. I got some ice cream. I got some ice cream. It's that energy, you know? Yeah. Pepperoni pizza, y'all. Song of the summer. Uh, <laughs> Some stealer, some rad fan stealer is going to take it, put it on TikTok. It's going to go viral. It gets on the radio. It's like, we know about you. You stole from that You're going to eat these fucking hollow tips. So remember the day that you stole our shit, okay? Well, the little girl's shit. You stole our shit. Yeah, well, we're going to, you're going to eat the hollow tips on on behalf of the little girl. I didn't say I was going to shoot you. The little girl's going to shoot you. (laughs) Because we're arming the kids who are coming up with jingles. When I'm mayor of Peoria, every kid's getting a loaded gun, and they're gonna start protecting their IPs the American way. You're gonna do a commercial. I'm jingling, baby. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> no, it's gonna be. It's gonna be that. How old was the kid? Probably between four and six. All right, the kid's gonna be in the fucking commercial with a Glock, and they're oh, gonna dear. be. Pointing the gun at the camera and singing pepperoni pizza. Like that Katie Got Bands gif? Yeah. I just point the, <laughs> point the gun. <laughs> it's late. It's late. I'm tripping. We're arming the kids of Peorio, and they're all going to come up with their own commercial jingles, and they're going to actually get a savings. They're, we don't want these showbiz parents. We're going to put a special fund together. Yeah, we don't. We want- uh, Jeanette McCurdy, uh, I'm glad my mom died. Book out now, okay? We don't want no showbos, okay? Yeah. The kids are going to make all the bread when they get it when they're 18. And they're also going to have an extensive knowledge of uh, gun safety. And uh, All right, okay. You know, we're going to do a lot of great things. In, we ain't got Peoria. the budget for all this. <laughs> Viral videos of kids with to guns. Be shooting no videos of five-year-olds with Glocks in it. It's going to be the thing that they're going to try to stop next. I'm feeling it. You just got me thinking about all kind of stuff. My, one of my favorite moments in Rush Hour. I only care about the little girl. The little girl don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. What are we doing? Here's that official moment in the episode where I can't wait. Right. Walk it off. Track 19. Walk it off. You got to walk it off and resume rabbit. 
I don't know if I'm well, my hips have been locked into place for five or five hours, 33 minutes. All right. You got anything else? Uh, losing my mind. Okay. Track 20 hustling. Uh, seven plus six plus. Mm. And prefer the original, I suppose. As far as the actual songs on this tape, this is my last song. I don't care for it. Um, I don't even really like the original that much, dude. I've just never been that big of a fan of every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustle. I don't care. It's probably a flat seven or a seven minus for me. I don't. I, my favorite it, but... version of it is the remix with Jay Z, where he talks about linen shorts so my balls don't get hot. <laughs> um, the thing about this one is, on a tape where Wayne is just chewing up beats and spitting them out. He's kind of in second gear this entire song. Agreed. Agreed. He's just rapping like it's serviceable, but I'm not having my mind blown like I was in like the first 12 tracks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I mean, and this whole... And I just don't like the song hustling enough to give a fuck about him rapping on the beat. It's kind of back to that riding with the AK. It's like, I'd be on that kryptonite is not even a song I even like that much or care to hear him rap on the beat. It's not like what you know, where it's just, oh, he came in for one verse. The mix on the beat wasn't all the way there. And I just think that I prefer what T.I. did with it. I just don't give a fuck about Hustlin' by Rick Ross. And I remember when I was working at Def Jam at the time and... Port of Miami came out that same summer that the Game Theory album came out by The Roots. And I remember getting the CD single for Blow featuring Dre from Cool and Dre and thinking, like, this shit is better than hustling and and just, like, not feeling hustling like that at all. Meanwhile, that song, like, floundered. It did nothing. And... I just dealt with hustling as a song that was around at the time that I found mildly obnoxious. Listen, Ross saw you working at Def Jam and you ain't like the record. You know what he told you. Well, go run down to checkers and get us some big Bufords. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> uh, swaggerless monkeys. <laughs> He, he could smell not... the soldier on me, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. A G-unit stench. It's not peak Ross. It's not. You know, I'm sure the white... No, it's, is pre, it's pre-peak it's Ross because he was still doing like the... fucking boss. He wasn't... Ooh! Boss. He wasn't like the big... You know, that would be at least Trilla, like the second album. When he yeah. starts being the boss, you get the first Maybach music record with Jay-Z. Port of Miami was like transitory in a way because he's leaving Slip and Slide and now he's on Def Jam. But I don't think he's fully gotten the Def Jam treatment yet. He talks about all this in his uh, is that, yeah autobiography. I bought it. Hurricanes. It's good. It's good. Oh, he buries Mules. 
No, no, he didn't. He didn't bury you. At least not that I picked up on. Were you going by a different name at the time? Uh, uh no. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're, you're good. You're in the clear. Um, yeah, look, Wayne, like you said, he's in second gear on here. Uh, only things that stood out to me, it's my 13th year, bitch, I'm still going. It's crazy to think, like, yeah, he, this was his 13th year <laughs> that this game, because he'd been rapping since he was a kid. You know, okay, right, funny, but, to but me, it's like crazy. This is the when the 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 prime started. This is you know the first time I ever heard of him was eighth grade computer class. Ricardo Perez has a burned bootleg copy of The Block Is Hot. That was my first introduction to Little Wayne. That was ninety nine. He, I was only aware of him for six or seven years when he said that. I've been aware because my I grew up with my mom playing. Uh, Hot you know, Boys. Hot Boys, Cash with Juvie, all that in the car. You know, and of course, uh, Bling Bling. That was a, a second grade classic. <laughs> we was Bling Blinging. You know I love Wobbledy Wobbledy. So, yeah. Um, they had a reach in New I, I talked about, like, make him say, uh, kind of being a thing, even on New York radio and on MTV, even BET and stuff. I think partly due to the video. But... Cash Money got way more play, at least in my neck of the woods, you know? Like, back that ass up. Right there. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, all that, bling bling. Like I said, my uh, classmate having a burned copy of The Block is Hot. Wayne was someone who I saw a hell of a lot more than I saw anyone on No Limit. No Limit is my biggest blind spot as a, you know, hip-hop connoisseur. Sane is crazy. He'll hold us down. He'll hold us down. I'm sure he can make us a starter pack. I've heard like two that. Master P albums. I've heard, um, I think both, I think there are only two actual Fiend albums on No Limit. I And I've heard both of them both Snoop albums on No Limit, um, one of the mystical albums from No Limit, I've heard. But a lot of that stuff is totally out of my wheelhouse. So, you know, that's something that uh, I look forward to remedying through this show. Um, oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I got a bitch with me, call her Miss Without Draws. And I'm at the bank. You can call me Mr. Withdrawals. All I said was things you can get away with when you're 20 or 2006 Lil Wayne. Okay. I'll allow it. You know what he's, he's rapping on, on here. So like one of my friends used to freestyle when he was drunk. There you go. Best line on the whole song is heat cock. Something on my neck look like a peacock. And that's, that, that's, that's all I got for, 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 for niggas. <laughs> so, Yeah. I mean, oh, this is a guilty pleasure one because the the draws line, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, there's some flows in this. The second verse is better than the first, but yeah, there there aren't. It's not like the stuff we've gotten so far, so you know, that's all I got. Uh, you got anything else? I don't know. All right, well we can move on. Track 21, what uh, I hope to get someday, uh, getting some head. (laughs) Seven plus. Featuring Pharrell. 
Yes. Although I understand why you would omit him because this is a great disappointment for me. Seven plus, sting me, baby. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Actually, we don't connect. It was an eight minus. My bad. <laughs> Seven plus now, for you is eight I, minus. I give me. the actual getting some head remix with Pharrell and Little Wayne on it an eight plus. It's one of my favorite rap remixes of the two thousands. Yeah, there's an issue here. Two issues, as yes. a matter of fact. Issue number one, I like Wayne's verses on here, but his verse from the original remix of the song, the actual remix that he's on, is not on here. Okay. And it's my favorite of all of the verses he spit on this beat. So that's a mark against the mixtape version. Secondly, they include the amazing Pharrell verse from the remix. The reason I give that song an 8-plus in general is because it might be Pharrell's greatest verse of all time. (laughs) Okay. His flow is unbelievable. However, why is it edited, Mel? It's censored, number one, and two, it's like they splice together because, like, the mastering changes. It's like... Because they took it from the remix. Yeah, and, and And like, like, Frankenstein did. Wayne was probably, like, yo, I love that verse, throw it on there or something, and I'll do new verses. But between the the editing of Pharrell's verse, the mix shit going on with it, and then omitting Wayne's actual feature verse from the official remix, I can only give this a 7+, plus, which doesn't reflect my rating of the actual remix with Lil Wayne and Pharrell on it. And I included Pharrell's uncensored verse here in the archival audio because you have to hear the verse mixed and mastered uncensored because what the fuck man this is like an amazing feature verse from Pharrell you know mixtape shit (laughs) gonna be dealing with it all fucking season uh here we go 23 inch Yokohama flats on the vine Young stunner, baby girl, is you up on me? They go so hard, man, I gotta wear a cup on me I'm the hottest thing around And if she like to catch, then I'ma take the mound She says she don't do it, but I am not a clown If I get her to my room, she going down Just go, you ain't fucking with me when it come to these hoes Flash fast across the chin What I'm saying to them, man, I don't pretend Push one button, and the chrome bitch duckin' Keep it going like the grill in the air fucking. She's a freak, she want ease in the purple drove yes. Show her keys in the store to go to sure to go yes. She said her to do, yes. in the cervical yes. She be murder though, what? give her vertigo Ball of G, ain't no apology Wanna have a couple words by the call of G Man, I seen a sports car, but a smaller beat The Enzo's outside for y'all to see Nigga, look at my chain, look at my rings Rocks and watches, bracelet playing. Keeping it going, nigga, to the break of day Can't compare, so you just complain Mad as a bitch, what? grabbing your bitch what? Get OJ, start slapping your bitch I'm AC, here's a cap for your bitch. Want me and my nigga sit back and laugh at your bitch. AC, gotta stay cool, man. Never let them see a sweat, that's the room, man. Hit it till we do, man. Send it back to you, man. That's what we do, man. Double gum chew, man. Uh, other than that, catch me getting some bread. When you see my billboards, I be, I be, uh, yeah, I was getting some head. Getting, getting some head. I was getting some head. Getting, getting some head. I was getting some head. Getting, getting some head. I was 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 getting some head
they don't what even just go edit so it? hard and such a nasty like <laughs> that's I the know, one he like, wanted to pharrell just like this and lavish by twista where he just also like raps like a thousand miles a minute but doesn't sound awkward doing it at all it just flows like water oh, um, man got hyped up talking that nasty shit all right he was hyped up on this shit, he was going crazy on pumping the PP, the pumping the hose. That's all I needed to hear, honestly. <laughs> I just, I don't understand why you edit it, and then sometimes they're they like edited the wrong word. The edit itself, sometimes they miss the curse or they over edit and they take extra words that don't need to be edited out. It's just, it's crazy. I don't like that about it because it's such a great verse. And it didn't need to be butchered like this. And I'm upset that they didn't put Wayne's verse from that on here, which just leaves me with Wayne's verses on this song for the D2 version, basically. And I like his verses. They're the reason I give it a seven plus. If they included the unedited Pharrell verse, I would have given this an eight minus. I still prefer the getting some head remix by Shauna with the, you know, the official remix that we just heard. Uh, I got more than enough little Wayne enjoyment on here. I mean, the verse that was, you know, left off is good, you know, but this, this is, this is, this is some, <laughs> that's a perfect verse alert. It's that nasty man <laughs> Wayne we were talking about it's earlier. Na- that na- he just, nasty man he's Wayne. He's able to actually pull it off. This is peak Wayne. Like, just the attitude of it. Just to skip the verse, too. It's like, you know me. I smoke a blunt while I'm getting brain. Stick my finger in her butt while I'm getting brain. Yeah, I'm nasty, bitch. What? Lil Wayne. Okay, like, just that. that. I love that. Yes. Man. That's amazing. Second okay. verse is the best verse on this one. <laughs> Real talk. I get head on the airplane. Bitch be climbing all over that little chair thing. That that <laughs> that little chair thing. That <laughs> That's peak Wayne. It's peak Wayne. Okay. Um... Just come on, man. There's a, uh, it, it's just, it's gross. It's enjoyable. Um, yeah, it's just, come on. I mean, we know about me. Smut rankings coming soon. I mean, smut is a delicate, it's a delicate subject, but he's nasty man Wayne. He knows what to do, uh, on with, with this sort of topic, this lewd, lewd topic. Uh, only other thing I have to say, uh, very confused by the line mm-hmm. i got a bitch with a mouth like that boy ken griffey uh <laughs> i don't know man i really all don't. i can all i can say is this does this look gay to you well i don't know what else to say to you this is that fucking vh1 man <laughs> That's all I can say, man. It's Lil Wayne. I'm, I'm letting it. I'm letting it fly. I don't care anymore. I'm an ally. You know, I rock with the gays. It's just it was it was interesting to me. You know, but uh, yeah, he started shouting out Superhead, right, Tiana Trump. What's good? Ash Cash. What's good? I know the throat goats. I know them. But uh, yeah, yeah. Eight minus. Nasty man, Mel. Nasty man, Wayne. We connect. No, uh, I don't think Wayne has missed on that front. This whole take. No, he hasn't. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, you got anything else? If I did, we wouldn't make it 
to the final track and we'd be laying on the ground like Triple H and Shawn Michaels 20 minutes into one of their matches. Oh, brother. So we'll just move on. All right. Well, I've said my piece. I, it's a mixtape. The actual Pharrell verse unedited exists through official channels. So I'll survive, but I just wish, I just wish it was there on the tape so I could give the tape an extra point, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, uh, track 22, a dedication after disaster, uh, seven plus. That's going to be Jesse. Cam is like the prophet, the surrealist. They're all going to do a podcast next week when we turn up dead after the disaster of this fucking shaboing boinging episode that ended up killing us. Oh, I thought you meant the disaster of choosing to die on uh, Spaz Hill. Oh, Spaz Hill. Yeah. Well, uh, Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hold on. Oh, what's your rating on a dedication after disaster? What the fuck is that? Oh, that's a song. <laughs> yeah. Dedication after disaster. Interlude. Seven minus. Seven minus, my friend. Well, man, here's our review. I appreciate. The kind of words, but why does I have to be so problematic? <laughs> like, you know, we ruined the dedication. The disaster is that we were shaboing boing and it's a celebration of Wayne, but we ruined it with problematic language. Yeah, we massacred our own our own men. <laughs> oh, brother. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, look, this is a skit, and we're just getting out ahead of the disaster, anticipating all the dedications to the great show that was Rab. Uh, <laughs> we're on track 22 it's a dedication to the Katrina disaster not the Rab disaster which took place in 2022 no it's this he's shouting out the people who have persevered through their own personal disasters which is uh, appreciated and we know that Wayne has uh, dealt with a lot of pain suicide attempts he's, he, he went on to reveal I feel I feel his words more than ever when he's like, I see y'all. You know, I want to let the young motherfuckers know I, I see y'all. Okay, I think it comes from a genuine place. So that's why he gets that uh daggone uh seven plus from me. You gave him what a seven minus? Yeah, seven minus on this one. There you go. So it sets up for the next record very well. All right. Well, you want to go to the next record? I do. This is uh Luckily, after that rough stretch, I think we're back. Oh, yeah, for sure. Track 23, No Other, featuring Joel Santana. <sighs> Eight plus. Mules and Mel connect. Nice. I got a uh, lot of archivo. Should we just uh, run through it? We should start with, <laughs> start with it. All right. Well, I've isolated the part on murder by UGK riding dirty review season one out now been out. Um, this is from murder by UGK because this is interesting. He's not just rapping on the dynasty intro by Jay-Z. It's like almost a mashup of that. And this part from murder by UGK that they slow down. Yeah. All right. Here's murder. 
Keep the scales, no other bullet duckers can shove us out of this game. They better buck us, cause the cluckers, they love us. Make them glass dick suckers, shake they jelly like smokers. I hit like non-chuckers, cause your dancers bring the ruckus. This for my motherfuckers. Cooking cheese, some crooked cheese. Rocking up for the keys to get the hook with ease. Wanna be, get on your knees, for the squeeze from them hk 13s from here to overseas. We do what we please, don't trip as we flip. Light up a dip, I'm breaking them out from the hip to your lip. Go at that boy, skip that nigga, bud rip. With one clip, soon as the gun slip. Now I done whipped out my Morelli flying through your belly. So, season one, right? Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, he said the line, like, early on. Oh, yeah. No other. I'm just used to hearing it pitched down like that and whooped, you know? Yep. Um, and then, you know, you mix yeah. that with that Dynasty intro. It's good a little bit, but don't give him any ideas that he could come back. It's too late for him to show up at this point. I hope. All right. Well, here we go. It's dynasty, niggas. As promised. The world's most infamous. Rockefeller Records. This is Rock La Familia. Young Hover. Beanie Siegel. Memphis Bleak. A million. You got the I point. I hear that. Shout out to Emil. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Give a fuck uh, about a mill. How many? We not, it, we not doing. It's this been again. two season years two since season two, <laughs> and I'm still have riding you, for a mill. And Justice have you bothered to listen to her album yet? In the two years that you had after you were doing all that dick riding in season two, <laughs> I've been I've been busy with rad. I had to listen to many other women first: Foxy Brown, Missy Elliott. No, about uh, in your free time. I'm saying. Rod Digger. Uh, no, I ain't choose... got no free time. Rad. <laughs> Look, we know about you. The Emil appreciation is it's it's fake. It's just it's this it's this new shit. It's this new shit <laughs> that they're all pushing now. Emil was great. Yeah, okay. <sighs> okay. Don't make you me get the TikTok that. trend started. Just start dancing to a bunch of Emil songs and bring her Fuck career TikTok. back. Oh, absolutely. You don't get no pushback from me on that, but anyway, archival. What else we got? Who knows? Wait, what? <laughs> you know, you put the folder together. Birds flying high. Her, him, and me. No more. Yeah. So uh, now we're getting into those Wayne and Jewel's leaks. None of these were released. The who? Well, <laughs> I'm fucking losing it. I. <laughs> I, it's called I Can't Feel My Face. I I was just about to say, the Who Killed My Face album <laughs> never came out. <laughs> Who Killed My Face? <laughs> oh, man. It's that buttery, it's that buttery mind state, <laughs> but you're trying Six to... Hours in. Trying to still stay on track, but the Six buttery hours, is... 11 minutes. Putting you through the ringer. Um, I think this is officially longer than the Kendrick. I think, I think we, we cracked it. We fucking, I didn't set we, out to crack it. It wasn't supposed to be. We can't advertise this as being longer than the Kendrick. <laughs> you can't <laughs> drop a finale and say 11 hours. 
the largest episode yet. Well, if, the finale. The only thing that could top that, though, would be another finale, another finale, or a premiere. You know. But if you uh, just post this episode when it goes live and it's season ten, the mixtape season, the largest episode yet. Like one month later. New episode of Rav, 52 hours. The longest 18 parts. <laughs> it's just us talking about... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is new territory. We're breaking new ground live on air. We've As extreme podcasters, we've never reached this point. This is new. We've never gone this long. So this is, we've never been in this, this is uncharted territory. So we don't yep. know how to behave. I, I, I just, I, I'm not sure if, I think if, if we stop the silliness right now, we can salvage we can do this. this. We got archival. We should play the archival. All right. Yeah. Give them some birds flying high uh, first. Birds and high, we, we. We got yeah. more Wayne and Jewel, some real gems from their unreleased uh, leaks together from the uh, Who Killed My Face. Wait, what is <laughs> yeah. it? The dynamic duo Who Killed My Face. Right. All yeah, right. Who Killed My Face coming soon. It never. It's never coming. We know. We'll never know who killed your face. Here we go. Smoking all day, drinking no hard liquor. I stay high, even high in the song. I'm on Silver Haze with a shoot chief. I'm in the coop, keeping the rest of the birds sleeping. And I'm tied to the tip top. And I'm twisted with a slip knot, tangled in the grip block. And will I ever stop? Never that. Light it up, bring it back, bring an ounce, not a sack. I got it four gears of sun in the building. Looking for your phone, probably calling on the ceiling. Falling on the railing. Catch me, I'm coming. I'm in another zone, but trust me, I'm home. I'm home. Where the plus be thicker than the arm. And every time cop will roll on me, say this one is the bomb. Cop beat so you know I gotta explode. I don't know where y'all at, but I'm in my mode. Where the- That was one of those instrumentals that was circulating on LimeWire a lot. Um, yeah, birds flying high. Uh, we got a couple more here, right? We have two more. We've got uh, Her, Him, and Me. Let's do that. And then uh, my favorite of all of them to close out. Uh, let's see. Which will uh, be no more. All right. <laughs> Up. It's me, yeah. Um, I've had plenty episodes with various women, but it's just this one I must tell you about. I met her in Victorious, she was hotter than the crown Victoria. On my block on a Friday at six o'clock. Yep, I was on that young jock, she made me lean and rock. I tried to tell her my name, but laughed more so. 
Cause she look like Tim and something I don't know So I told her my number and I got hers also And of course she knew I had a girl I wouldn't be in the store So we hooked up that morning like around four And at that time I knew what she was down for Yep, soon as the door opened, wall opened out She was such a soldier, purple heart poking out of her fatigues And she's never fatigued And with her, whatever I say she believes And my girl know I got a magic show up my sleeve But with her, I can disappear when I need And she say, she don't even care about my girlfriend She say she just wanna do the thing with me And where am I to tell that girl no When this world is so cold, why should I be? And she don't even wanna be my girlfriend She say she just wanna do her thing with me Maybe another night, Joel. <laughs> Six hours in. Um, but yeah. Well, uh, technically, we're eleven hours in. No, no, no. Just us. This this current session. You gotta understand, Wolves and Mel. We record in sessions. You know, and this is uh, <laughs> booyaka uh Six hours, nineteen minutes. Yeah, booyaka, um, booyaka is right. Okay. Booyaka. Yeah. Uh, all right, one more here. No more here, actually. Uh, you want to play it? Who? No more, featuring Joel. Oh, my favorite one. Yeah, uh, this is emo mules and emo. I don't know if it's emo mel approved, but it's emo mules approved. No more lying friends. Fuck them. Where you wake up is all over anyway. Can't die when I die. And if you do, you can't go where I go. Myself. I come here by myself, so I guess it's all about me and it's fuck you, dog. you know? Come on, biscuit, for man's sake, no more fake hugs and handshakes, stand straight, you sweeter than a pancake, me, I'm trying to get that green, like the landscape, as for my team and regenerate, see what I gotta say, can't wait, I demand cake, gotta eat, keep the family straight, they all holding out their hands in place, yeah. Wayne's from a place called Holly Grove, lower bottom of the globe. Area code 504, B Hero Joe, and I zero in with the eagle when there be no him. I don't need no help, I don't need no homie, I don't need nobody. Nigga, I got money, nigga, I got heart to go along with the guns. Call me Weezy F, baby, I be by myself when I come. Yeah. That's like not even fair. That Stevie Wonder sample. I wish he fucking put that shit out for real. I be by myself when I come. Sounds like every other night in Mel's life since he was fourteen. Uh, yeah. No, I don't touch me that frequently. Not every other night. Anyway, this isn't a masturbation rate rankings. This is rap rankings, and uh, that was Archivo. Yeah, so uh, we've story now their, gotten their into relationship. Yeah, Wayne and Dipset into Wayne and Jewel's official collaborations into You Killed My Face or You Can't Kill My Face or You Tried to Kill My Face. I don't even remember anymore. It's all a blur. But there's one thing I can tell you. The basis of the beat with that UGK and that Jay-Z is just setting the scenery for the hardest rapping we've gotten from Wayne since the title track 
and an actually good Jewel's verse, unlike Concrete Jungle. Uh, perfect verse alert for me, for Wayne. Come uh, on. Yeah, man. Of course, perfect verse alert. This is like my number two verse on the entire tape. If this is controversial, I don't apologize, but this is this on this Wayne verse on the Dynasty intro. I prefer to the actual Dynasty, which I gave an eight minus. I'm looking at it. What did I give the Dynasty intro? Nine minus. Got it. So this is right on the edge. Listen, no no disrespect because I do like his verse on here and he has some stellar lines in particular, like quotables from his verse but like if we got another Wayne verse instead of Jewel's I would have liked this more than the Dynasty intro as well it's just Jay is Jay Wayne is Wayne Jewel's one of these is not like the other okay this is what I was waiting to say about Jewel's Jewel's I just told you Wayne has a perfect verse word on here Jewel's doesn't really have perfect verse alerts. He has Ever. pockets. He has perfect yeah, he moments. Has, he has perfect moment alert, perfect sequence, perfect line, but not perfect verse. He's going to stumble yeah. somewhere. You know? So, yeah. And not every... Um, this goes back to the Slim Thug review, which makes sense, because I don't recall being, or rather feeling this insane since the Slim Thug review. Um, not everybody can be the best. Not everybody can be great. That's what I was saying. It was like, is Slim Thug a legend? I don't know. Am I willing to hold him in the same regard as the other legends? Is he just a legend to his area? Is he a legend for his scene? Perhaps. But if we're going to talk about the overall, right? We're putting Jewels up against Lil Wayne? Fuck no. Uh... Not they're not comparable, and you know this is still like you got the you know the FEMA line from Jewels, but like Wayne has FEMA lines, like even on Carter Two that came before this that hit hard. So like you know he's not necessarily breaking new ground here; he's just doing what the song is asking from him. And I guess in that sense, especially considering it's Jewel's and this isn't all the way his wheelhouse. I actually really appreciate his verse on here because he in no way derails the song for me. And Jewel's could have, cause he could have been talking about got snakes, got lions, got bears like he was doing on the last one. So I appreciate him not getting in the way of my enjoyment of the song, but my enjoyment could have probably been enhanced if this was just a Wayne song. He prevented this from being a canon AMG remix situation for me. So so that's um, that's good enough for me. Great enough for me with that eight plus, you know. Right. Uh, eight plus, yeah. I mean, this is tied with the title track for my second favorite record on the entire mixtape. <clears throat> and the, the way passion it in. it's just the the passion in this song and in the title track, complemented by the beat you know, is just unmatched. I think of that record. I'm sure I've played it for you at this point. I'm riding from, maybe it was even a bonus track from like father, like son, or it was like towards the end. And Birdman is not really on it. He's just kind of doing ad libs, but that's like one of my favorite Wayne performances. And it's over like a 
you know, very emotional, dramatic, kind of soulful beat. And the same emotion that's coming through on that song is like how he cuts through on here for me. Yeah, I just remember where I was when I first heard this. I was riding my bike to school and, uh, you know, that that murder sample. It, it feels like I'm in the locker room getting hyped up before we run out onto the court. And when we hit the court, that's when that dynasty comes in. Yes, yes. You know, and it's like the... I think this might have been played like on DJ Drama's Shade 45 radio show or somewhere. I remember this song leaking before the tape came out. There was a radio rip of it maybe two to three days before the mixtape dropped. And I was blown away by it. It was one of those I heard isolated, you know? Yeah, I, I just I, I remember it was like it was overcast that day. Like I just I like I remember what the day was like, where I was in my neighborhood on the way to school. Yeah, straight up D boy, seventeenth war, bitch Katrina turned my city to a seashore. I keep going for them coins like Lee or they gon' either respect me or ER burning them bridges like Seagar pump put a hump in your back, they call you Igor War. Like we got that coke we call that cocaine rice, I got that condo. Condoleezza. Condoleezza. Uh, the <laughs> you know? fucking put a hump in your back, they call it Igor. I pop gotta huge for that every time. Gotta love He's it. got the wordplay on here but he's also got the very passionate delivery just like that conviction in his bars and he also just has the scenery setting too everything is just so on point here get up because we up foot up and we get a spin back on this don't we um before like before the the actual song, I don't recall one. Well, on the beat, doesn't he run the beat back? He might. I don't know. <laughs> I suddenly can't remember. Uh, I don't know, Rick. I don't remember a speed. Run, what did you call it? A run back? Look! Look, you idiot, Morty. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think the beat gets run back, but yeah, I mean he just come on. He's walking through flames in the verse, literally. Okay, just it's you know what's a visceral. I, when I think of like drug raps, I always think of this line. Um, give it to him raw, no Ajax. Taste that. Fuck around, make your face crack. I know niggas that shoot dope, arms looking like a racetrack. Nigga yeah. missed a vein in his neck, his whole face fat. That has stuck with me ever since. And then right after that, you can't take that. Well, I can't take back where I come from, so I learn how to make that. Come on, man. Come on, man. Jewels has his moments, as I described him. He has, higher he man, has his fire moments, man, send him to a higher man. There you go. It's just not, advice, I just don't understand, man. like, having like the greatest technical wrestler at the moment being tagged up with like a mid card gimmick guy. Cause they, uh, were, they uh, shared a car on the road together and they were friends in the locker room. <laughs> that's like, you know, that's the only explanation. This <sighs> is, you know, I'm not as enamored. But I actually like T Wayne better than I like Jewels and little Wayne together. Oh, T Wayne. Like, Wayne and T-Pain seem to have a higher hit rate for me as a tag team, but they have less records. Like, 
Duels and Wayne have, I'll just do a quick search before we move on, but like the amount of records they've done together, it's disgusting. Like, Duels, Santana. Uh, you know, I don't know why we we're, have been clamoring so much for the, the can't feel my face. Who's we we? just put it together. Who's we? We hit the hip hop community, I suppose. Okay. There, there are, are enough songs out there to just make your own album, you know? So I'm not going to count the doubles because there's no sense in doing that. So let me account for them so I can... My, they've done 36 records together. At least that are in your library. I have them all. You got I have all? every Wayne song ever recorded. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have every Jewel's song ever recorded, but if he did a song with Wayne, I have it. I'm going got my song. That's a callback. All right, what was that? Season uh, five, five, we did Jewel's. <laughs> <laughs> Silly boy time is in full effect. Uh, buttery mind. We're getting that's going fringe level apparel too. Buttery mind state shirts. Uh, just a stick of butter. It's like melting. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Anything else for this? Nothing. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, okay. Um, we can move on then. Track 24, out of here. <sighs> Track 24. Uh, it's a mix hit. I think the record is that Black Boy, White Boy. Wasn't that like 30? Yeah, but there's a lot of interludes on there versus this. Well, actually, I don't know. There's a lot the of interludes on here, too. Uh, you know. Um, flat 7. Where the buzzer at? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in control of the soundboard, wondering where the brother is. Listen, that was like you asking me about dedication after disaster, and I'm saying, what's that? <gasps> oh, what's your rating? Flat six. Um, is it because he lied? Because he's not out of here? Not only is he not out of here, it's just not needed here, like... We had so much momentum built up from no other. You could have just went right into the next song, which is a song that has to do with kind of what you were talking about on no other. So Georgia Bush could have came before no other or no other should have went before that skit. Cause sure. But I mean, I just think this is, I liked all of the interludes in the project, but the intro and this like outro interlude, just neither of them needed to be here for me. They were unsubstantial. I, I agree with you, but also my only note was he earned his shout out track. Sure, like, he earned it. Tape, but I don't have to got... give him a rating. I don't have to say, "Here's your rating. You earned it. Do whatever the fuck you want. Fart into the mic for all I care." But I'm not going to give it a seven. Fuck out of here. 
Um, well, I mean, I also did pop for like when he's doing like, you know, this is the affiliates. This is DJ drama. This, it reminded me of uh, Jack Splash is Sega. <laughs> George Madison is Sega. <laughs> so I got weak this week. Wasn't that. And also uh, I brought in just quickly. Uh, it's just it reminded me of this because he's not actually out of here. There was a time where I just recorded a voice message in the chat uh, pretending to be a, a Karen. And I said this. He's a liar. <laughs> so he's a liar. He's uh, a liar. But I ain't mad at him because we got we got one more track. And it's we'll a mixtape because it. like you can't get that upset about some of the sequencing choices. Yeah. But it's anyway, I just I don't I also don't have to like it. So yeah, we can move on. Track twenty five, Georgia dot 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 Bush. Okay. Yes. Uh, with the hidden, hidden track, track Wheezy's Ambitions. Yeah. Uh, eight plus. Nine minus. Ding me, baby. Um, my favorite song on the tape, but I should specify, Georgia Bush is not my favorite song on the tape. It's still a very good song, for the record. But I give Georgia Bush an eight minus. Okay. I give Wheezy's Ambitions a 10. Wow. It's my favorite Little Man freestyle of all time. I know it by heart. It's maybe my favorite mixtape freestyle of all time in general. Wow. I'm hitting it again. This is. There's only one other track this season that's going to get a 10. All right. Well, let them know then, Nick. And that track has a bit of a personal experience baked into it. This is just because I think he fucking spaz on this track. Okay? But we're not there just yet. I have one criticism and why I can't give Georgia Bush just a flat eight. Uh, What's that? YouTube remake gimmick strikes again. This time it's much more obvious. I don't know if I ever really noticed. So this is disturbing the peace, you know, Ludacris's. Yeah, I know label. the original. Yeah, they put out a song, Georgia, Jamie Foxx, doing you know the Ray Charles gimmick for the second time that year. He was yeah, really starting to get fucking yeah. <laughs> just like and tossed around the industry, carted around the industry. It's like, yeah, it's Ray Charles. Like, it's not yeah. Ray Charles, but okay, yeah. the movie was great. So this right. Georgia by. Disturbing the peace, you'll hear it immediately in like the snare clap sound that's used. This is a much more obvious remake than the purple ribbon one we heard earlier. So let's hear Georgia by it's ludicrous field mob, all the disturbing the peace people, and then we'll hear some Georgia Bush. Georgia. Georgia 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 We on the grind Georgia all the time it ain't nothing on my mind but Georgia We ain't playing with you We on the grind Georgia all the time it ain't nothing on my mind but Georgia We ain't playing with you Country 
country name, country slang, fiends at the liquor store. Lack cruising, crap shooting, 50 on the 10 of 4. Overcast, the forecast shows clouds from plenty drove. And we ready for war in the state of I hear it. All right, I might now play George the remake Bush. snare. I don't. I don't know. I hate the remake snare. It sounds so cheap and and like it's not EQ'd in any way. It's just like a stock snare. Let's see. Uh, George Bush. All right, here we go. This song right here is dedicated to the President of the United States of America. Yeah, y'all might know him as George Bush, but where I'm from, Lost City of New Orleans, we call him this. Georgia. <laughs> That's right. Georgia. Bush. <laughs> Sampling Georgia. Ray Charles, not Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Georgia. Let's go. Better if you ask me. Georgia. They went right to the source. Bush. I just hate that. Georgia. That like. Oh, I hate how that clap kind of snare sound. It's that sounds. FL Studio. You gotta love it. The breezy, the breezy. So here's where I'm at. So called beef with you know who. It's definitely. I mean, you can you can hear though that it's not the beat. Yeah. So they're doing the re- the remake thing again. I'm not a fan of that practice. I'm not I'm a never going to be a fan, but for what it's worth, the remakes were much better in the dedication to era than they were in the yes. four and five. And oh my six. god! In four and five and six, that's where you get the Russian producers and the Polish producers doing them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but this five is remakes. Oh my god, they're awful. You know, <sighs> this is at least passable. So much so, I didn't notice it till this week. There you go. You know, when I was really doing my due diligence and making sure that everything was on the up and up that. So I like the beat on Georgia by DTP better than the beat of Georgia Bush. Georgia Bush is like Wayne is better than anyone on that DTP song. So he's got something to rap about. He's on a mission. Yeah, It's like an actual important record, but Wayne kills the record regardless, even though I feel a kind of way about that. I hate that stock sound. It kind of makes my stomach turn. But apart from that, (laughs) Wayne is, he's just like, I mean, like you said, he's only has something to rap about. It's not just about having the thing to rap about. It's about actually having a reason to rap about it. And this is home. And it's actually something that's meaningful to him. And he's a spokesperson to the world. So what happened to the levels? Why wasn't they city? Why wasn't they able to control this? You know, like he, so he's he's killing it, you know? Yeah. He's actually going in and he's rapping his ass off just like he did on the rest of the tape. But, you know, he has a purpose with that. And, you know, this is a record that's endured. We even brought it up in part one is like something that was cited by critics as, you know, a standout track on here. And this is still, you know, an eight minus for me. So it is a highlight record, but it's the Wheezy's ambitions freestyle at the end. That's just kind of tacked on as a bonus. 
that gets this the nine minus for me because that shit's a fucking ten. Yeah, there there's some lines that have always been poignant, haunting to me. You know, uh, I know people that died in that pool. I know people that died in them schools. You know, like he's in he's a he's a New Orleans. Like everybody in that city was affected by that. And even um, taking the we on the ground, yeah, all uh, the time, yeah, ain't nothing but from my time, by the way. Everybody drowned and everybody died, but baby, I'm still praying with you. You know, he, he's you take it, the hook. The a lot of times on these mixtape tracks, Wayne and many others will do better than the original rapper did, but then a lot of times the original hook is better because there's like a lot of money on the line. They're making good radio records and making good hooks and stuff like that. This is the case yeah. where, you know, the chorus on Georgia was just some, you know, kind of whatever, you know, we're on the grind. There's nothing on our mind, but we ain't playing with you. This has a lot more weight to it. Yeah. I mean, and look, weight doesn't is... always equal better, but in this case it does. We've been through it countless times on the show being hashtag important doesn't make you hashtag good but this is an example of when important and good meet this is how you talk about the times politics social conflicts current events whatever Keep and i that, love uh, that what's that you little know, baby song the, the one that they tried to prop up the, the bigger t- picture man of the hour bigger bigger <laughs> bigger picture it's bigger than black and white I, yeah they tried to kill my face <laughs> Yeah, he tried to kill your famous, your favorite too, but nah. Uh, yeah, look, he handled his business for his city. Uh, for this the, is also for the, the tape where you get three songs that we outlined already, where he's doing the sex raps well, but then he can jump on no other or Georgia Bush and give you social commentary as well, and it's coming from a real place. It's not just like, what's the current issue at the moment? Let's do that. When uh, Kanye is talking about pray for Paris, pray for the parents. He don't even know why he said that. He's just saying stuff. All right. Word salad <laughs> with that. Rumble pack man up, <laughs> up and at him doing his church services, trying to become tax free. I know about him. We fucking know. All right. Fucking Yeah, what's that? Jay Austin. All right, fucking know about him. Uh, he told you on the shows that don't exist anymore. What is it? Week of Maidum or something? What is it? Every week. <laughs> we were gonna do a Jesus is King first listen back when the show wasn't it wasn't wasn't weekly yet. The beta test era, and we we said fuck that. I'm oh, fucking Jesus, malfunctioning, but we're really at the end, so it doesn't matter. Well, hold on, you better perk up, nigga, because just when you thought it was over, a ten? he attacks a Tupac classic. Yes, no, it's better crazy. than the Tupac. Like it's Pac than never the Tupac existed. Song. Okay. I don't even know who that is. Who's Tupac? <laughs> hey, Tupac. Hey, Tupac. <laughs> hey, Tupac. <laughs> okay, I know who he is. But if I did see him that day that I rapped about, I would have played him Wheezy's Ambitions. That's what I ultimately would have followed up with once it w- I would have been able to confirm that it was actually Tupac. 
This isn't this that after hearing this, this isn't a guy he would have just left yelling his name at the end of an album. All right. He would have responded to Wayne. <laughs> well, that's what happened because Bye. if you go back and this is, you know, uh, just coming off the back of this pimp a butterfly review and that Mordo man, that pa, pa, where did pot go? He went to Wayne. <laughs> yeah. He went to go listen to Wayne. You know when they said Wayne died, but he didn't? When or that this? he was dying. They were like getting ready. Was this like, the seizure, the plane thing? Yes, yes. This isn't like 2012, 2013. I remember I that. Even later than that, but. Was it? It was 2014, maybe? Sometime last decade. Yes. Um, but they were already saying he was dead, basically, or they were preparing whatever. And, you know, he said, Pac, Pac, and Pac saved Wayne, bro. Just oh like Uncle Bob. Look at this theory. Look at this theory, bro. Pac fucking saved Wayne. Oh, my God. I'm going to bring this back. This drop for rules. He's a liar. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then again, I don't know. We don't but know. it wasn't you Pac. Right. It was that imposter from Hey Tupac. Oh, fuck so what did he do um, he to save Wayne? He he resuscitated. He was on the plane. He did CPR. So the fake Tupac. It was that it I was met, it was Anthony Mackie. It was Anthony True, Mackie, a great guy. <laughs> I can't do this no more. <laughs> okay, my head, my head is on boom right now. Oh Jesus! I shouldn't have said the Anthony Mackie thing. That 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 might have zapped me. Of the last that I had, okay, but no, we gotta, we, we have to right power there. through. The man, the man went dumb on this. He, he gave, he gave us. That's ableist. He gave us so much, okay, <laughs> so so much that we at least need to. We gotta, we gotta make this pilgrimage and and wrap things up properly and do it for him because he was the best. And God damn it. We're the best, so. And the women say, damn, them niggas don't say a damn thing. Boy, I bet that shot he make you bounce, bounce like, like a, a bed spring. spring. Young tune, that's what my people call me. 50,000 for the cross, trying to keep the reaper off me. I drink a lot of syrup. Bitch, the same sleepwalking. Big money for the grill, so I'm so never, never cheap, cheap talking. talking. Yeah, keep talking in the flame. Leap off the hip. Keep sparking. Pat, pat, pat speak pat. softly. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, young New Orleans nigga, nigga, just don't be redacted we done lost everything and you looking like a bargain okay purple, purple weed, weed purple drink purple heart sergeant i'm the best, I'm the best rapper, rapper in the game, in the game no, no arguing i don't even write pause unpause this so keep your bitch ass lines inside the margin lilwayne.com bitch log in put a pillow underneath your knees under your you've knees never been more logged in. into littlewayne.com than you are right oh, now okay come on we are so logged in we, we check the, that little listen, uh, remember way, me box even when the we way leave, he comes in bro off the <laughs> oh, just when on. that beat drops back another perfect that money 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 get a dollar in a dick wheezy baby that crap motherfucker get a fix got money out the ass no homo but i'm rich about to go get surgery and put some diamonds in my wrist yes uh, yep. i'm a motherfucking trip i'm That's a trip the run to back japan by my band. yeah you got to do the run back yeah listen when he talks about about to go get surgery and put some diamonds in my wrist that still might be the craziest thing i've ever heard
I mean, Uzi. talking Uzi about that diamond in his head, you know, yeah. this is Wayne. Well, Wayne he did it for this. real. But just like <laughs> you hear flossing bars every day and, you know, it takes a special pen to elevate that. Nine hundred to a grand gets you twenty eight grams. If you're talking about bricks on the interstate, man, come on. I'm talking about bricks on the interstate, man. It's not a same same or ten keys in the beamer. Got a white girl driving. Couldn't do it more, much cleaner. White girl. <laughs> I bring the drop in, but my hair hurt. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it for the people. Okay, the goal is for Rab to be so successful, successful <laughs> that I can uh, that my when they see me pull up and they look at my driver when she roll the windows down and they say white girl. Okay, that's what we're trying to do here. Um, you know what? I'm gonna hit this for him, even though there's been I have to hit it for all the instances that I was too busy marking out to hit it. Right. Uh, here we go. Because he said, uh, and bring me that Patron. I don't play no ice. I like my drink straight, not gay. Time to play the game! <laughs> Sorry to the LGBT community for not hitting that the other times in there. But we was we was in Wayne's world. We was in Wayne's world. Sorry. So that 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 goes for all of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, come on, man. I, I just think that this is a perfect way to cap off the tape. Really, like... After that bit of a dry spell of records, just hitting us with the no other Georgia Bush, Wheezy's ambition, just final run, seals this tape as an all-time fucking great rap mixtape. What the hell? You want to rate this thing, rank it, and do all the other stuff we do so we can... Uh, boy, do I. So we but can I, finally I go into the back and just have the room spin and be on our Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, WrestleMania. Uh, we're going we to be on that post-WrestleMania 30 Undertaker concussion. That's what we Oh, we're on that. Okay. No, maybe we're, we're going to be on that post-WrestleMania Maybe on that post 33 Undertaker Roman Reigns. Fucking leaving the hat and the gloves in the ring. Knowing we're going to be back next week. Knowing we're going to be back next week. Yeah, that's why I said earlier on, it's actually just Ric Flair's last match, which he's already mm. saying, oh, I wish I didn't say it was my last match. Okay, I don't want to hear from him. I, I, I really don't like that guy, okay? I, I, um, yeah, we can do all that. I just want to say a couple more things because, you know, my father, Rich, is fucking all the brothers left the family is a really telling line because you could argue had cash money stayed together, maybe he wouldn't have felt so compared to kick or compelled to kick it in overdrive. Like, and become the guy. Single-handedly become cash money. Become the guy. Yes. Exactly. Take the ball and run with it. Right. And make the most of the time that you're given until you you are the time. They're on yeah, your time. I love, I love the end of this. Price rising for a show in the flow. So either drama is my nigga or that boy got dough. Go figure. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. My nerve. If anybody else wanted 60000 a verse. And with that said, Dr- we dr- can rank Dramatic. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, dramatic. But yeah, let's rank this thing. Uh, you like 20 out of 25, right? Yes, I like 20 out of 25. out of 250. Yes, for that's a 71% average on the 179 out of 250. 
80% takeaway take away. on a 20 out of 25, 75.5%. It's in my silver mixtape club, silver record club. Uh, 23 out of 25 for me, 92% takeaway, 186 out of 250, 74% average, added up, divided by two, 74 was 92, divided by two, 83% weighted, it's in my golden record club, uh, so 75.5 nice. plus 83, add them together, divide by two, the rap rankings weighted rating is 79.25%. Well, not only is it my highest rated mixtape that we've ever reviewed so far, Mm-hmm. But it is the new champion. It is the new number oh, one. Oh, I love it. On the mixtape yeah, board. And I just want to say. You did it, Wayne. You became the mixtape champion of rap rankings. I just want to say this. <laughs> okay. First of all, this is one hell of a way to kick off this season. Wayne dethrones Jadakus after a nearly two-year run. Jadakus had the belt for well over a year and a half not quite two years but it was a very substantial run and i'd say he was he held that board down until we got to this season look he gave the board credibility champion to another yes i'm very happy happier with the transition of jadakus to lil wayne but to lil wayne i have this to say you've got 15 mixtapes this season all well other than ASAP Rocky of a very, and maybe Earl sweatshirt. Sorry. Uh, let's just say 13 of the 15 mixtapes we still have to do are in my estimation of very high quality. So this is not going to be a walk in the park. He's well, immediately not, going to go into, night, you know, a gauntlet of some of the biggest and brightest, but listen, we have to give, a gunshot in the air for the new number one mixtape on the board coming in at a, what's the weighted between us? 79.25%. 79.25%. The only the third mixtape to ever get in a record club at the high end of our silver record club. The new number one mixtape on the board is little Wayne dedication to Congratulations to Wheezy. So well-deserved. And really, uh, shout-out to Jadakiss. The D-Block archive is available now. And I just, you know, uh, I, I just think that his run, for those who were around to witness it, it was a run that uh, really kicked off this mixtape board, but a new era has dawned upon us. It is Wheezy's era. It is Wayne's world. This is Wayne's board. And Little Wayne is the new champion. And it feels so good to say that because we know about what's going on on the album board and Jay and all that stuff. And I don't know when we're going to crown a new champion. But to be able to crown a new champion and it feels like one legend going right into another salute to Jada salute to the new champion, little Wayne. And we'll be back next week with super future, future Hendrix, <laughs> the monster. Sure. And I mean, I, all I can say is this. Ain't got no, no words for you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>